Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Villaman. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Monday night, March 2nd, 2015. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, is coming at you! Live from a packed Lions Den, here we are in Las Vegas. Thanks for listening, we appreciate it. Ryan Dungey's on the show. Sweet Jesus, Ryan Dungey is on the show. Davey Millsaps is on. AJ Canzaro. Privateer, you got to hear his story from the weekend. He got his bike stolen. Then he got it back after looking at it on Instagram. It's a phenomenal story. Thanks to uh, you guys for listening. Thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com and Black Ops Moto. Tonight on the show, besides having those bitchin' guests and some great co-hosts, we're going to give away a set of uh, hot cams, courtesy of the folks at Hot Cams. We're going to give away a set of uh, some Daytona tickets, two Daytona tickets with tarmac passes, courtesy of Guts Racing. That's right. Going to give away some Daytona tickets and uh, a set of cams. we got to figure out these contests, though. We didn't do a good job of figuring that out. But, uh, hey, if you want to spend uh, nine grand on a bike, $3,000 for bling, and wonder why you got monkey butt, I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for a new seat foam and cover. When it comes to seats on dirt bikes, even if for old dirt bikes, these guys have it covered. With riders and teams like Cycle Trader, Yamaha, Moto Concepts, RCA Suzuki, Yosh Suzuki, PC Kawasaki, Geico Honda, Chisholm, LeMay, LeMoyne, Sipes, Metcalf, you name it, these guys got it. GutsRacing.com. Use the code PulpMX2015 to save yourself money if you need a seat. And uh, these guys at Guts are hooking it up for us, thanks to uh, Andy and everybody down there. And uh, Daytona tickets, so we're stoked on that. 702-586-7857. Give us a call while you can. Ryan Dungey's coming right up on the show. Hey, if you're making a purchase through Amazon, uh, go to PulpMX.com. Look on the Amazon banner. Go to Amazon, make your purchase. We get a small slice of it. I can afford to keep bringing in these co-hosts each and every week. Also, PulpMX app on uh, iTunes. Put that on your Android or your your, your uh, iPhone. And uh, Oh, by the way, I'm Steve Mathis. With me in studio, he's a former factory rider. He's won supercrosses. He's won motocross races. He's won GPs. But I was told this week that he was at Never Was. The David Villeman. Hello. How are you? I'm good. That is some kind of beard. It's good, huh? I don't know if good is the word, but that is some kind of beard. What's it's, it's two months, two months uh, worth of beard. What, what made you think, hey, I want to grow a beard for two months? I had a beard at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and I shaved it off. And then, great great well, story. On January 1st, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it to last a year. That's really gnarly. I have no goals right you know. You know him as the niche guy. Uh, he's 20 seconds slower a lap than Chad Reed. He works for Dirt Rider. Uh, he is a regular co-host on this show. Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? Wah, wah, wah. 
God, you get shit from our fans. Oh, it's I, great. I don't. I don't. I feel bad. No, I think it's awesome. They it's just funny. hammer you on Instagram. On it's Twitter. so. Uh, keep hammering because I I laugh uh, all day long. It's I feel good. bad for you. Twenty seconds. Hashtag niche. Hashtag whatever. niche. Twenty seconds. Front for, end steering. But then, having said that, big you, bore. You, big bore. You've been a little. Yeah, big bore. You've been a little creepy lately on the show with your Burberries and your, your nails and cologne. Thing. Cologne. cologne. What, what are you smelling, bro? What are you wearing? I smelled him when he. I gave. <laughs> what you wearing? Hey, dude. When he showed up hey, today. Hey, Jake. What are you, you wearing? You have got to stop. Khakis. No. <laughs> You're getting weirder. No, here. When he showed up today at the house to to drive with me, I, I go, hey, DV, give it a handshake. I go in for a hug. He doesn't know, but when I went to hug him, I was actually smelling him. Oh man, I'm surprised he he came up though, being as a, how bad you effed him. Uh, in a dirt rider shootout. No, so. he he actually thanked me. He said that was more than I thought I could get. Oh, jeez, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, producing the show, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes. Uh, also, too, um, going to handle how we give out some hot cams. I'm throwing this on him right now. And uh, he's uh, we're going to have a little game later on, and Devin Gibbs will be running that. The Devin Gibbs. What's going on? Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. Killing it today. Hey, so you asked me about getting a new set of fly sector boots. Yes. You're very excited. You want to get a pair. Oh, yeah. We can get you a deal on them. Why don't you yeah, get you a can. pair from somebody that makes boots? Okay, anyways. Yeah. Fly racing. <laughs> yeah, fly Pulp racing. Buy fly racing. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, here's the deal. Okay. Okay, I've been looking at you over there in the corner the last month or so. <laughs> a lot of head down. A lot of work on the phone. Okay. Sort of, you know, drifting into tits' later territory where you don't want to be here. No, that's okay. I don't want that effect. Here's the deal. All right. We'll buy them for you. The no, show will. No shit. But I need to see, I need to see commitment in the next two to three shows. And right. you guys do this uh, off back on. We don't care. Back on. It's a motocross show. You got to get those boots. All right. We'll buy them for you. All Paul right. Mech show. And you, and you got to read it. We read we, as good we, as you we did last it. week. <laughs> I like the we. I like the we. He talks like uh, what? Like on a podium. We. Uh, no. We. Paul Mech's only you. No. No. So, I'm gonna. We got a good no, start. It'll be Kiefer because I'm gonna take Kiefer's money away to to pay for. For Gibbs' boots. Thanks, Kiefer. Um, Says so we like there are like a hundred employees here. You know? um, so just, just I'm going to give you the carrot, the incentive is okay. there. All right, we'll get you the sector boots. I'm going to be reaching for that. What, carrot. what color are you going to get? <coughs> black or white? Black, black, black. He looks at his buddy. Yeah. What color do I want? What do I want? Dude, that, see, that's um, worse than what hey, I do. Hey, Ryan, don't well, you? No, you got. You need verification if your corner looks good. I'm going to verification. Uh, if, hey, is this black going to make my gear pop? I got no, no. no Ryan Dungey's on the show. He's won three out of the last five races. See you he, next week, buddy. He has a 30-point lead. This thing's over, right? No, it starts in Daytona. Everybody <laughs> says it. Yeah. Ironically enough, the guy who said this series doesn't start till Daytona, in the last three or four titles that he won, he didn't win a race after Daytona. But that's what he said. He said the series who, doesn't start till Daytona. Who's that? Ricky Carmichael. Did he? No, his last titles. He didn't win past Daytona. Hmm. No shit. But yet he said the series always started at Daytona. <laughs> Look it up. It's really weird. It's a weird like little factoid. That's cool. What the hell happened? Um, back to this year. He's Fuck not it. answering me. Yeah. So, Kiefer, it's over. He's logging in. It's over. It's going to be really, really hard. How does really he hard. make a mistake to, to lose massive points? How do, I mean, I just don't see Ryan Dungey doing that. Perfect <laughs> example. The quad that Roxon weeded up on in Atlanta won. Right. And uh, about four guys jumped it. I don't believe Ryan was one of them. Right. Yeah. I don't need to try that. I don't need to jump that. Yeah, but look what Chad did. Chad didn't wasn't jumping anything this weekend. He had a mistake, and he finished, what, seventh? So a little yeah. washout from Dungey, finished the seventh. Dude. And then still. Trey wins. There you go. You're cut, you know, half right there. 
Dunge getting seventh? You don't know. You wash out I know a little bit. We, I know we don't know, but don't we know? A mud race this weekend at Daytona? You don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, looking forward to having Ryan Dungey on the show. Um, how bummed were you when, when Reed went down there? Watch his front end. I don't root for anybody, so I don't care. Right? You weren't happy to see Chad Reed win Atlanta? <laughs> yeah, I want. You said on Twitter you were happy. You, you said. Yeah, because I like, I root for the guy that impresses me. Okay. You know? So. If you write good and, and you're the best and you do some cool things, I root for you. Okay. If you win and you do nothing special and because there's three guys that crash, I don't get excited because I'm not a, a real fan. I don't have one guy that I want to win. You don't want a Yamaha to win? It's going to be tough. <laughs> the <guy> they <laughs> They're not that well, good. Well, hold on. Hold on. That actually, uh, that actually takes us to our NFAB question of the day. Oh, pop right in. Right it. off the bat. Wow. Is that a question that you... you question of the day. Dress up your Jeep, truck, your SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB, proudly built in Houston, Texas. JGR, NFAB, Toyota, Auto Trader team with Barsha, Filthy Phil, and Weston Pike. Visit n-fab.com. i got a set of these on my ridgeline. Never been happier to have a, a, bitchin more, a, a more bitchin' set of steps. So here's the NFAB question of the day. Can Weston Pike win a race? Mm. Can he win a race? Like... This is getting to be insane what he's doing. Well, Bogo won a championship last year. He was a fourth place guy. So, can, if, if in the, the three, 450 class, can he can Weston uh, Pike take a, take a win? As as far as today, no. But you know, something happened. You know, this Denji to break his balls on the crash on the first turn and. Somebody get a flat and... Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's, that's what he needs, you know. If, what, if you're a fifth-place guy... If, if I went back and asked David Villeman, what year did you manage Motor Concepts? 11? Yeah. If I went to David Villeman in 2011 and said, Hey, DV, do you think Wesson Pike will not, not, not win a race? Do you think he will ever lead a lap in 450 Supercross? You would have laughed at me. Lead a lap? Yes. You would have laughed. Anybody can lead a lap. Pike in 2011 could lead a lap. Kiefer could I let a lap. Shit, anybody can, right? You could let a lap, right? <laughs> Did you, Kiefer? Yeah, I let a few, actually. Um, t- okay, DV's not... DV's not responding not very responding. much right now, yeah, so I'm going to take the concerned. slack up. Right. His beard is affecting... He won't win a race this year. He will podium this year, though. But winning a race... Okay, nah. I'm, I'm asking... Do you want to no. put I'm a wager saying, on this? I'm not saying will yeah, he. Yeah, let's wage it. Yeah. L- listen, I'm saying can he win a race? Like, Yes, he can. I mean, but not anybody can win a race. Here, here we go. I know. Okay. Andrew Shaw can win a race. So, okay. Thank you. Thanks. You know, like I told you, he was fired up. This story, this story that Weston Pike is is authoring is pretty amazing. This is pretty. The guy was he had no chance of making mains three four years ago. Yes. Well, not no chance, but very little chance of making mains. Now he is leading laps, running up front. He, he's really mentally strong. I, yeah. I think he's more mentally tough than he is in shape physically. And I, he what what he lead five six laps this time? And I think oh less than that. Uh, it was right around there. Anyway, I think winning a race this year is out of the question. Next year, I say he probably wins a race. This year, before it's out, think how insane podiums. If you say you can't win a race this year, how can you win a race next year? I don't get it. Because let's, I think he has a good base the rest of the year. and does six laps. Let's okay, let's six laps. He has a good base, gets his confidence up this year. Next year, he's on a real high, and, he, and I think he wins. Five laps, sorry. What's, what's the bet for 
Yeah, what's the bet, DV? For podium. Podium, yes or no? This year? Yes. That's silence. I don't know. <laughs> Great radio. Yeah. I don't know. How much do you want it to be? Hundred bucks. I don't. I don't bet. I don't bet uh, straight up. It is bet straight up. What's that mean? I don't know. That's you say he's gonna make a podium. He comes right? to my house yes. with that beard and right. things go crazy. So if he makes a podium, you give me a hundred. If he doesn't, you give me three hundred. How's that work? That's that's cool. No. It's three to one. No, there's 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 twenty guys in the main event, so there's, it doesn't there's matter. twenty spots. So he's know. he's saying he's gonna make three. I know. Okay. No, no. I no. give him three to one. If he makes a podium, okay. I, I give you a hundred. If he doesn't, you give me three hundred. That's bullshit. <laughs> I think the odds should be the other way around. <laughs> How about we do this? Ruth Chris dinner. Whoever whoever if whoever wins this bet buys dinner. Dinner? Yes. That's fine. DB's okay. more of an Applebee's there guy. You go. He's not really Ruth Chris. We talked about Applebee's. DB's frugal. I, I, no. Ruth Chris, here we go. We betted. It's done. Done deal. Sl- uh, Stamp it. Stamp it. Hey, I want to read this email from last week. Uh, Scott sent this in. Scott sent this in. Hey, Steve, I've listened to your show since day one with Paul Lindsay, and yes, I agree with everyone. If he had stayed, it would not have. The show would not have stayed. But I have to say, the latest show was not good. Wow. The you, last show? You treated both your guests, Preston and Kiefer, like shit. You come across as such an arrogant bastard. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Kiefer drives, to, drives Preston to Vegas on his own coin, and what does Kiefer get from it? I love your podcast, and I've honestly listened to it from day one, regardless of your behavior. Your latest show, you have never been so rude or arrogant to your co-hosts. Mm. Did you feel that? You, I'm sorry, Kiefer. No, I, I, I think I, it's funny, like... I'm really sorry. I don't know, that's how well, I'm, you come off as a dick often. Okay. Do that's you? the thing. He sometimes, does. okay, sometimes maybe dick-ish, but not full-blown dick. You are not bigger than a sport, and if we have to hear about your Manitoba titles as if they mean something, <laughs> I have three Red Cliff titles, but guess what? No one gives a fuck, just like they don't care about your stupid Manitoba titles. They aren't even funny anymore. Give it up. Wow. Thanks, Scott. You've made me reevaluate. All I said right. was... You said a lot of shit, actually. <laughs> no. All, all I said was you were asking Preston how your corner speed was. And it's like... And you said, I'm not going to get any faster. And, and I'm making a mistake by going to Canada. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I just think, like, look, just, there's a man who has let it go. Right. He retired. But he has money. He never raced again. Right. He let it go. Now, for your job, you have to race right. and all that. I get it, but... I don't right. even ride. Yeah, he doesn't even ride. <laughs> No, and I, it, which for you, Kiefer, is insane. You will always ride. Yes, I think it's it's. I don't, I don't think it's dickish at all for me. I think it's funny. You know, well, when you hang out with your buddies, you always bullshit and talk shit. That's just how it is. Will you apologize to Preston for me? I'm sure he's sleep, keeping up. Yes, at night. I will. Right. TP, I will come and give. We you got a call. lot of uh, people who love last week's show. It, last show was people, fun. Yeah, yeah. L- last show, I should say. Yeah, yes. the, the when when you were up. Yes. No. With, yeah, no. Last, last week. show. Last yeah, last week. show. Yeah, yeah. Right. You all right? Yeah. The Preston. When was Preston up? Last week. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. Dude, I'll be all right here. You okay? Yeah, I'm Did good. you go anaerobic on your bicycle ride Dude, today I, or something? I think I have a problem. I, I think I have a... I'm just... I'm rattled because hey. Scott says I'm such a dick. Did you lose weight? <laughs> no. Probably not. No, he did because you could tell um, his face. It, lo- it looks yeah. like he did. No, listen. I, I'm pretty much... I'm ready for the tour. All right. Yeah. Uh, Baker Factory. Hey, um... Two of what? McDonald's? <laughs> third... Third caller right now wins Daytona Supercross tickets. Third caller win right now wins two pairs, two tickets to Daytona Supercross courtesy of Guts Racing. Uh, we got to send these to you, uh, Gibbs. So we need an address. Get an address and uh, get them to email us too. 
And uh, uh, third caller right now, if you want to go to Daytona this weekend, Daytona, Florida, Supercross this weekend. Although RIP Daytona, the original Daytona DB, no longer. It's more of Supercross than ever before. That sucks. <laughs> M- mud race, too. I, yeah, the weather looks a little scary. Right. Yeah. I was going to go. I looked at uh, what? Yeah, I looked at uh, Red Eye to mm-hmm. go. Yeah. But my credential don't work there. So how do I do that? Oh, you needed a sticker, but you can still get a sticker. I mean, that, if the credential's holding you up, don't worry about it. You can get a pass. Yeah. You're David but, Villeman. But if it's raining, I'm not going. <laughs> I love Daytona. It was tough during the daytime. But yeah, I it's, it. it's, it's now it's like it's no more Daytona. It's no longer uh, any good. Um, hey, um, all right, we got our winner. Put him on hold. Call Dunge. Um, Roost MX, they've been super pumped to be part of our show. They're not your average graphic company. In addition to graphics for your bike, they offer a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. RoostMX.net. Go there, check it out. They got a bunch of Pulp MX shirts. DV's wearing his great radio shirt. We got to get you one. I'm wearing a hat. I don't know what we should get you on, what your shirt should say. Fuck it. I mean, there's so much they could say. Big boar. There's a lot of shit, yeah. What, what are you wearing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, you're wearing <laughs> Niche market. <laughs> yeah. It could be anything. That's uh, a good one. <laughs> pulp, RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, and RoostMX is uh, pleased and proud to bring you uh, Ryan Dungey tonight, the Red Bull Factory KTM rider, who uh, had a terrific race at, uh, at Atlanta, too. Took home the win. So, And without further ado, RoostMX, uh, uh, proud to bring you Ryan Dungey. Ryan Dunge, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's good to be on, for sure. Three wins in the last five races, 30-point lead. you got to be stoked right now. Things are really coming together. Yeah, I definitely am. You know, I mean, it definitely, the beginning of the season was a little, um, not slow, but, you know, the first the first round, the finish wasn't quite there. I mean, it was good, uh, and I'm one bit through that, but then, from there, just been able to keep building. I uh, I had gotten sick coming into the season, and okay, you know, and not nothing bad. You know, I was healthy coming in; everything was good. I'm not right. no excuses by any means, but but no, everything's good. And and I think just week by week, just been able to keep building. And and yeah, the last few weeks have been great. Got a win in Atlanta, which was which was awesome. Which was awesome, but the season is going good, so just try to keep it there. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you got a question for Red Bull KTM's Ryan Dungey, uh, RoostMX.net, bringing you him on, on the show. Hey, I, I'm sure this comes up daily, but did you know that uh, I'm part of the Baker's Factory? I don't know if Alden's told you that or how that's... I have not heard. I haven't heard mm-hmm. that. That's, that's pretty cool. How, you must how, not, does this, how does... What's the connection? Well, you must not be paying attention. I'm sure he's talking about it a lot. Uh, Alden uh, gave me a heart rate monitor, the Polar heart rate monitor, and I am uploading my stats to him on my mountain bike rides and he supposedly supposed to be looking at them for me oh so you're 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 getting trained by yeah yeah no just like you just like you and jason and marvin everybody it's me so (laughs) thank you well you're in good hands there i'm surprised it didn't come up in any weekly meetings (laughs) that sucks you know i i I don't know that's the first i heard (laughs) right hey um uh it's before your time but once again we had a retro race this weekend and a bunch of teams brought out bikes and a bunch of gear companies made stuff. And guess what? Fox Racing just killed it with their retro stuff. So good. Uh, what'd you think of it? Yeah. It's right out of Bradshaw, uh, 1990 Bradshaw. I actually liked it. That's by far that of all the retro races I've raced all over my uh, in my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was by far my favorite my favorite line of gear. And 
Um, it was just cool. You yeah. know, I was supposed to be, you know, you know, just with the whole pink, the blue, the all white. I just like that look. It's really clean. It's funny how they bring back that stuff from, yeah. you know, back in the nineties and now it still looks good, you know? So I, I don't know, they got some there. I need, I need to keep bringing, bringing it back some retro gear. Well, that, that's what you, that's what the thing is, is like that stuff still looks bitching. Like that could sell right now. Yeah. They're selling it, but it, like it look, I would wear that tomorrow on a bike. The stuff looks great. Yeah. So. You know, you can't always say that for like the the some of the stuff that comes out, but fam, they did a good job, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I was for sure. I was. I, we had press day too, so that was the first time I got to saw it. So I got to see it a little earlier and break the boots in and everything like yeah. that. And it was, I got a lot of compliments. So yeah, it was nice, no doubt. We were talking about this last week with Chad and just how, you know, obviously you're leading by thirty points. The way you're riding, you're riding better than ever. I mean, we know the bikes changed, but. Can you give us some insight on just like an overall life change? You know, we, you know, you've gotten married. Um, like we said, the bike is better this year, and you just seem. It even comes across in your interview interviews when you, maybe two or three years ago, your interviews are really robotic and not a lot of emotion, and then now you seem like you're more relaxed, laid back. You're riding better. Is it just more of a you know like a getting older lifestyle change too? Also, along with your bike. Yeah, I guess, I mean, there's, it's a lot of things. I, I think, you know, obviously every year you you want to get better and you'd want to improve and, and, you know, that that's the goal and, and, you know, the bar keeps getting raised, but it's, you know, I got to say, I mean, first and foremost, like coming in this year, we have a new bike. Uh, you know, I, I definitely think last uh, three years, the bike's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, KTM really did themselves good with this, and I've said it before, and and I'll say it again. You know, I mean, it's 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 a good bike. You know, everything is pretty much from the ground up on that bike is brand new, and and I like it. You know, it's got a better feel. It, it's just they improved like like they should on on every bike. So I'm really happy with the bike going forward, and uh, had some changes coming. Not big changes, but working with Alden now has been a been a big step for me, and just. I think the the biggest thing with that and me and Eldon is um, obviously I've, I've always wanted to work with him. So it's, uh, as soon as I got the opportunity, I jumped right on it and I'm glad it worked out. But also, you know, for, for so many years I've had to, to, you know, not, not, you know, I did what I knew, you know, yeah. I, I, I wasn't afraid to put in the work by any means, but I just kind of went off of what I kind of learned over the years and what I felt like worked best. And, you know, it worked for a long time, but to a certain point, it just was not cutting it anymore. And so stepping in that, you know, going in that direction with Eldon was, was great for me because now, you know, I, I trust Eldon and I believe in his program and it worked. And, but also I don't, I can put all my mental focus and energy in, into racing and, and, and not have to worry about putting together a plan and not worrying about if I'm doing the right thing, which creates doubt, you know? And so that, that, that was a big thing. I think I battled a lot of years and, and and so going forward with that, everything's been good there. So the bike, the trainer, and then yeah, I got like, coming into this year, I got married in November first. So that's exciting for me and Lindsay. We took that next step of our lives, and we had a lot of fun. You know, I mean, the whole year, I guess, planning the wedding was good time, and um, obviously the wedding day went awesome. I got to go on in my first vacation, which ended up being <laughs> honeymoon ever. So. I mean, I just there was a lot of new and and exciting things in my life happening, and um, you know, I I, I I guess I don't know where to say that's that's be, right. where the success is coming from, but I, I I do believe that there's a balance that you have to have, and um, you know, and and I feel in a good place. So, 
you know, and, and, you know, you only get one chance to do this and, and I want to do it right as well. So I'm driven and I'm focused and, you know, do all the right things. So, yeah, it's, it's clearly, uh, clearly working out pretty well for you. And you're moving down to Claremont, uh, to, to be down there more with Alden and the crew and riding with Marvin and, and Jason and Adam once he heals up. That's a big yeah. change too, you know, that's a huge yeah, change. I, I guess I totally forgot to, you know, throw that in there, but yeah, I actually made the, made the move to, from Tallahassee down here to Claremont and, uh, you know, obviously working with Alvin, he's got this this Baker's factory opening up. I mean, you should know about this. No, I'm, I'm in. Know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm aware. I mean, I like you're, it. you're a part of the program. Absolutely. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, as soon as I heard that and I got, there's an opening to come down, and I was like, heck yeah, you know. And as soon I, I spent a week with Eldon, and we were going to do this long term. I was going to be in Tallahassee, and, and, I, and he was going to be down in Claremont, and we were just going to do kind of a, you know, four hours away, but like kind of a, a mm-hmm. long distance program and, and the more and see each other here and there kind of check in. And, but the more time I came down here for one week before Christmas and I was like, I was with him for one full week and just training with them and being around them and, and working out with all the other guys, riding with the other guys. I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, I gotta, this is where I gotta be. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. a doubt in my mind. And, and, you know, uh, and and it all worked out. So um, that's that's what we're making the move. Me and Lindsay, we um, we actually closed on a house this week. So that's exciting and kind of selling the place up in Tallahassee. So it's it. There's a lot of things happening right now. Yeah, and it's. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, this is part of it too. Claremont's got you know you're you're 45 from Orlando, something like that. So you got a little bit more civilization around Claremont. You know. Oh yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean that, and there's a lot of fun things to do, but also, you know, I, I was I was flying out of Tallahassee. Not that it's a big deal, but there's we have layover every weekend, so I'm kind of pumped on the trek flights. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Right, you're always leaving from Tallahassee, always stopping in Atlanta and going out from there. Yep. Right. Um, exactly. What do you think of the two Atlantas? Uh, I thought the first week, I thought the track sucked a little bit. Same <laughs> same land or Dallas, and then it, I don't know. But then I thought. I thought it would be harder and shittier for week two because it's going to be in there all week. But they did a mm-hmm. good job watering it. I think it turned out better the second week. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are two different extremes. I mean, the first week was, you know, regardless of the layout, the first week was, was track was kind of fast. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, um, I guess, yeah, just fast. Right. And, and kind of hard pack. I was actually surprised how hard the dirt was. I don't know why. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, then the second week it, it was, um, completely tight, like really tight, longer lap times. Like by the time you get on the gas, you're already shut down to the, you know, to, to check up. So kind of two different deals, but, but more moisture, but still a little bit hard. But I kind of, it was kind of crazy because the second week I told my dad, we were, we landed in Atlanta and, and Lynn's and I was like, man, it felt like we just left this place. And, <laughs> and we kind of did cause we had press day by Wednesday. So right. we left Sunday back, but Honestly, I liked the back-to-back weekends. That that was kind of fun. I didn't really mind that too much. But, right. yeah, I mean, something different. Yeah. But you yeah. Ain't, it's not going to be a perfect world either with tracks and stuff, but, but make the most of it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Ryan, this is uh, DV. Um, I wrote, hey. I wrote in, in my column after Anam won that um, you actually kind of looked uh, uncomfortable in the turns and everything, and, and I brought up the – Ball position too high and levels too low. Uh, in my opinion, that was um, not re- did not look really good. And um, 
in on TV you said something about changing ball position and levers levers and stuff, and I was I wanted to know what was going on with that. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say that because, uh, um, you know, I mean, coming into Anaheim one we with the new bike and everything, it, it was very, it was good by all means. Nothing was really uh, bad sticking out. It was just kind of fine tuning. But once we got, we did a little suspension testing just a couple weeks after, and once we kind of found a good setting, uh, you know, because you know, David, that there's nothing. The real test is when you go to the race. So. We're able to get that good, but also, like you said, I it, it's funny because I actually did move my bars a little bit back, and and I and all of a sudden I got a wild hair to move my levers up, and <laughs> and and as soon and that's funny you say that because as soon as I did that, and I just felt like I had so much more control over the bikes. Like all these years, I kept going down with my levers and down with my levers, and I thought it was good, you know, right. but um, for my riding style, it, it wasn't so having them up a little higher, I have much more control, um, in the corners. Um, especially when I kind of get going faster, like kind of pushing the edge a little bit, I'm not reaching down for the levers, you know? So that was nice. And I always probably drop a little bit, but I'm working on, I'm kind of <laughs> trying to fix all those things, you know, and kind of, uh, adjust. So yeah, you, I mean, you kind of now hit it spot on there. 702-586-757. Got a question for Ryan Dungey. Yeah, that's what I saw in Anaheim. I, th- I, th- I thought your elbows were really high, and then your yep. your fingers really low, and you cannot really turn that much, mm-hmm. uh, that good. Yeah. And then you know now it's getting better. Your riding is smoother and everything. And um, yeah, so yeah, that was you know I was actually glad to see you know the change. That was but, cool. uh, but but this coming from a guy who's lever bars and lever setup like it doesn't matter because i know i know because you're so tall i don't want the, the riders to ride like me i know that's what i'm saying you what were... i try to do is to see <laughs> riders what they do right. and try to change them where they they could be better no. and that's what exactly what i saw with ryan in a1 that's why i, I, I said something in so, my column and mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool that's you know that's yeah absolutely no there is only one man who, who rode like you dv just you yeah, that's it. Is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, also, Ryan, just oh, something, uh, yeah. you know, in the news right now, I don't want you to talk about um, uh, Vito Polo's first race or whatever. What I want you to talk about is uh, when you go to Europe, you went to Motocross the Nation last year and also mm-hmm. uh, the year before in, um, in Germany. And in Germany, I thought setup wasn't very good. You know, maybe the no. stuff that we have here, you know. And I think for the mm-hmm. listeners, because with, with uh, in comparison of, of uh, Vito Polo's race, uh, you know, this weekend, uh, mm-hmm. his setup was kind of off too. Uh, can you talk about the difference between uh, uh, what you race, you know, in the U.S. and then when you bring your bike to Europe, then the thing doesn't really work that well. You know, which is weird because the yeah. a dirt bike track's a dirt bike track, but yet it's not because we can see that. Yeah, it's so, different. You so, know, it, yeah. it, it would be good to see what you think about it, especially Germany, because last year was kind of like a different track. It was kind of sandy, but Germany was mm-hmm. alpac and choppy, kind of like what uh, Vito Porto had this weekend. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, definitely it is. I mean, here in, I think the closest thing to um, Germany, the our track over here would probably be like a Unadilla, which even doesn't even, you know, come close to like what Germany was and well, maybe was Shugel too um, maybe. yeah a bit was Shugel yeah yeah like the, but but even I don't think well, like I think the thing we came to la- this year was uh, when after we got done racing and everything was done and 
after uh, um, Latvia, we just came to a conclusion like, you know, look, we were the first race out there, the 450s are, the track's mm-hmm. smooth. And even the second race, they, we fix all these things, and the track's smooth. They're, they're not smooth, too smooth, but like they don't get, we don't let them get rough enough. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you could probably touch on this topic. But you know, racing here is the lines develop different than um, than Europe. You know, Europe they have a different riding style, and, and they do different stuff, which is actually pretty pretty nice to watch. As even if you're a rider myself, I mean, they do things that are incredible, but the lines there, like a t- like a touch and tell in Germany, it was really rutted, ruts everywhere. Every rut was choppy. There was no smooth line by by race day, and you know we were constantly, you know, and I I never ridden like I never rode anything like that all year. We never tested in those extreme conditions to to even have a fair chance. And I mean, not, there's no excuses by any means, but like I think just bottom line, we. You know, Europe all these years, they were getting beat, and they made that change to, you know, how are we going to make our riders in Europe better? And, and you know, and uh, you know, bottom line is to let the tracks get rougher, test on rougher conditions, and for bike development, for rider development, everything, where we're kind of like, okay, what's what's safe? And, and that's good. Mm-hmm. I think we need to err on the safe side, but, you know, motocross has become too, too smooth, too flat, and... Mm-hmm. And I think we need to, and it's become a one-day event, which is fine, but I think we need to let our motocross tracks develop, get rougher, and, and the 450s almost, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to say because 450s, you know, you got to fit the TV packages as well, and we want that for the exposure of our sport, but we also want it to be a man's race, you know, like the 250s always went first, and then the 450s went first, or 125, then the 250s. Right. Like, I, I, you know, for the 450 guys, it is nice to be the first moto and get done earlier, but it's like, you know, we, we do, it, I think it hurts us in the long run. So, you know, and, and, and not to mention, you know, I was fighting bike setup a lot. I, I was struggling. I mean, I, I can fit, really say like, I, I was lost. I mean, I, I was given the team feedback. They never didn't understand. I mean, I, I was just, I, I couldn't say the right thing. I couldn't do the right thing. It was just like, <laughs> I was way out in left field and, and way off on my setup and, and I'll take the blame for that. But, you know, yeah. and and that's what I hope. I hate that these last three years, it's like, I, I go over there and it's like, man, what the heck, you know, I'm way better than what I'm showing to be. And, and even Villapoto, I mean, he just come off an injury. his first race back. And yeah, he said, you know, his bike setup was off a little bit and he's going to get better. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's gonna, He's going to be there, you know, and 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 I I would hate for those guys to rule him out already, you know, because they got another thing coming. They don't want to underestimate him because you know he yeah. he's a solid guy and he's that's going to motivate him. But I don't know. I could go on forever all night about that topic. And, and <laughs> well, one thing, I don't want to yeah. make excuses though. It's 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 what it was at the time, and I mean, you know, yeah. I. We uh, we go there, and I mean, I watch. I've watched almost. Well, I think every race you've ever raced in your career over here, and I go to mm-hmm. Des Nations and I watch you, and I'm like, this is Ryan Dungey. Like this is, you know, I mean, give pro- full props to those Europe guys. They haul ass and stuff like that. But you're right, it hasn't, for whatever reason, bike set up mm-hmm. or something. You haven't been yourself, and it was still, you know, you still went and and raced for the country. And God, I think you've done seven years in a row or something like that. So. That's yeah. awesome. I'm sure you're looking to get, you know, get back at it and, and prove that, you know, you're the national champion that you are. So, um, yeah, let's take some calls real quick before we got to let you go. Uh, Dayton, okay. you got a question for Ryan Dungey? Yeah. 
It was, um, what expectation do you have for your parents? Like, what, what role do they play? Because I was sitting behind your parents in Atlanta, and I just saw how nervous and pumped up they were. <laughs> I just want to know what it is that, is that part of your motivation to win? Your parents, what role do they play? So, like, the question, I guess I can, can barely hear about the question. Oh. What role do your parents play? What, your, what role do your parents play? This guy sat behind them, and they looked pretty nervous in, in Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, you know, mom and dad just being there to support. Um, you know, I, I feel like growing up, they've, they've obviously did everything in their power, and, you know, including going into debt to get me to this point. And, and it's kind of cool because now, you know, you know, we, we can fly to the races and do the whole thing together and they don't have to do anything, you know, they can sit back and enjoy it, but they're there for the support. You know, I mean, I, I want them there, especially cause that's, that's the way it's been my whole life. And, and I like, I love having my parents there and it's just not as fun if they're not, but, um, you know, it's, I think as a mom, it's, it's nerve wracking, you know, it's definitely, and my dad, it's, it's a thing that you want to control something that you can't. And, and I think it's exciting. It's just the, the wanting to do good and, and you know it's 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 the road that the trip we had the the journey we've had to get up to this point. I mean, we all know how hard we worked to get to this point. So it's it's um it's rewarding, but yet wanting to accomplish so much more. It's it's um it's it's a team effort. You know, it's 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 is, been a family thing ever since I was a young kid. Even with my brothers, my brother Jade Blake is uh, is Dad still the mechanic, the practice bike guy for you, or do you have a no, another guy? No, actually, Dad Dad kind of got a better position. My grandpa's old company <laughs> and yeah, okay. my dad and. And he's he's running that up in Minnesota right now. He's actually here in Florida with me because um, work is is obviously winter time up in Minnesota. It's kind yeah. of slow, but he runs the whole flat work crew and does commercial and residential. So it's it's a uh, he took over last year and it actually is real successful. So I'm really really happy for him and my mom. Cool, right on, uh, Josh. You got a question for Ryan Dungey? Josh. Oh yep. Yeah, you got a hey, question. Guys. Got a question for Ryan Dungey? Hey, Ryan, great job this year, man. Um, so as a fan watching uh, this whole Weston Pike play out, you know, it's, it's been really, really exciting and uh, kind of like a, you know, a feel-good story. And um, just curious to the rider's perspective on it, you know, like when you see a guy rise up in the ranks and, you know, just, uh, you know, doing so well now, I mean, how does that make, uh, you know, you feel? And, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, regardless of how I feel, I mean, the guy, he's, I mean, I've I've been since I turned pro, and, and as far as being in the 450 class, I've watched him. Um, you know, he started off as a privateer, and he was a privateer for many years, and then all of a sudden he started getting some speed, and and you kind of forget how young he is. You know, he's he's much a couple three years younger than me, so um, I think people take him as he looks way older for his age because he just looks mature. But it was cool to see as a privateer, he worked hard. You know, he made some progress, and obviously. Um, you know, signed, uh, you got RCH last year in the outdoors, which went well for him. And then he signed with Gibbs, which, I mean, that's a, that's a full ride. I mean, they're getting factory equipment, the best of the best. So it's cool. You know, it's, it's, it's a good, um, and it's a good to see that somebody's hard work and worth ethic can take them from the, from a position of barely getting to the races to on a, on a, you know, fully factory supported team, uh, with Gibbs. So it's, I mean, I mean, it's impressive. And now he's, you know, he's, out leading races in the main events in the in the the highest you know class of of uh, of our sport. So I mean, and this, I would say it's pretty impressive, and, and he's got a lot to be proud of. And this weekend, you were like, I have to get by this guy <laughs> somehow, yeah. somehow. Well, I was like, 
yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I've seen, I've seen him, and obviously Reed made a mistake, and I, I saw it, um, him out front, I started, and I closed on it, and my man next to him was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I got too much. He, he's got 40. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, uh, Kiefer, you got one last question for uh Yeah, I just, I just, I know Blake's uh, getting ready for outdoors. Is he still doing outdoor nationals? Is he still riding? I know he got hurt a little bit, but uh, how's his prep coming? How's he coming along? Yeah, actually, Blake, he's he's not going to be racing uh, the outdoors anymore. He, he oh, decided man. to take a different. Yeah, he did have that hand injury. He broke his hand. Um, so he, he set out for five, six weeks, but... He just he just kind of came to terms and and um, his heart was in another place and he decided to go that route which he's very talented got a lot of he's got a lot of um, you know a lot of talent and, and everything and, and he actually does graphic design work and um, as a freelancer and, and also um, you know helping out other companies as well so he, he's not racing anymore the outdoors no oh, okay. And, and and just be careful, man, because J Law's in Florida. I know you're moving to Florida and all. I don't want, I don't want you guys running into each other or anything. <laughs> yeah, I saw you. I saw you at the uh, Villa's old place last yeah. week. So, yeah, no, I think we're good. We're we're fine. All right. He's cool. riding with he's riding with the great Tim Ferry. Oh was, man, I, was, uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, Ryan, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Roostmx.net uh, presents Ryan Dungey. Uh, I know like you said this is this is late for you on the East Coast, so we we appreciate the time you did uh, make for us. Congratulations on the win and uh, great job out there, man. For sure, Daytona coming up this weekend. I know you're probably pumped for that. Again, a, a nice short drive to the track, so that's nice. Yeah, the travels haven't been too far, but no, I appreciate it and thanks for having me on again. And uh, we don't race till. 10 o'clock either so i shouldn't i shouldn't be going to bed this early <laughs> yeah that's all right so man. all right tell so, yeah thank you guys very much and if you want to check out go on uh alden will log you on to the polar thing you can look at what i've been doing too. see what you got see if you can i'm on strong are we keeping it under under 180 plus one under 190 heart rate are we good dude i'm i sometimes hit uh 177 and i think i'm gonna die oh. i think i'm going to die like, Ryan, he bl- Ryan, he blacked out earlier on air, and he went to uh, he went anaerobic today. So that's I, why. something happened. At, I I don't know, but um, I'm on Strava too, so I'm sure Alden showed that to you and all the graphics and everything, so you guys can figure that out down there. Well, just just getting on the bikes half the battle. So I'm pumped. I'm, I'm proud. I will give you credit because that's a lot of people. It's even hard to get to work out, but if you're on the bike, you're doing you're solid. So keep it up, man. All right, thanks, Ryan. You just thanks, made buddy. a mistake, dude. All right. Thanks, thanks for coming. Right, thanks for coming on. All right, roostmx.net. Oh, uh, you're glowing. Uh, you know, half, that's half the you're battle. Just, your whole face is hey, more you know colorful. What, you know right what? Now. Alden, remember when Alden was on? Were you on up here when Alden? No, I wasn't on. He said, "If you can't go out for an hour, don't even bother." You well, have to go an hour. Well, Dun- Dunge said, "Just getting on the bike is half the battle." Uh, yeah, got so, it. Lame. Hey. Um, so there we go. Ryan Dungey, everybody. Uh, DV, good call on the levers, man. Uh, once Dude. again, you're just uh, doing this guy, DV right? That's things. what I do, buddy. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, not to waggle, you know, because I'm next to you. I like a Jeep. Okay, easy, easy tripod. <laughs> wow, things, things getting weirder again. Easy tripod. Um, it is pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Do you read his can, column? No, but oh. it just what him, he said, you know, he's pointing it out. He knows. And then have Dungey. Not even he didn't even read your column, but he did what you said. That's pretty cool, you know. Maybe you should more often. Maybe right. Everybody should. It's free advice, guys. It's free advice. It's free. You guys pay. You know how much does he pay? All done. Over a hundred grand a year. Just, oh, I'm sure. Just you know what? You need a Wi-Fi connection. You find free. Well, PulpMX.com. There you go. Uh, you're gonna probably hit me up for a raise pretty soon too. Uh, since the exception. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I want like a, a two thousand percent raise. You want some uh, boots? What? I don't need that. Boots. Those fucking boots. <laughs> Devin's boots? Yeah. yeah. You, can, you know what? You can sit on those Thanks, boots. Uh, Star Racing Yamaha, Rockstar Husky, Troy Designs, KTM, JGR Yamaha, Crossland Honda. Just some of the teams that use FMF since their exception in 1973. FMF has evolved in the world's premier off-road exhaust system. Uh, they're doing it right down there, and uh, everything they manufacture is done right there and under one roof. And SoCal, when you, what, whenever brand you ride, FMF knows how to feel the power. DV, you know all about FMF. Best pipe out there. Best pipe out there, bro. Um, all right. Well, thanks to thanks to Dunch for coming on RoostMX.net, bringing you him. Let's move into uh, some more race talk. We didn't get all into it. So, if you're Kenny Roxon, your RCH, and he's got some ligament ankle damage of some sort, what we saw, he got his way up to six this weekend. Kind of a shell of his former self. Went back to did he get eighth? I think and he got eighth. Um, what do you do? Do you do you bench him? Do you do you just say look like, like well I mean get surgery like fix oh, fix the okay. ankle like fix it like what's going on DV? you know I you know I don't know it depends on a lot of things you know it depends the extent of the injury what is it is it sprain is it broken what is it ligament ligaments I believe is it snapped is it ready to go or can you do uh, therapy uh, if you don't know the the injury it's tough to speculate on what you should do. And you that's know? from this weekend, or he did that the previous weekend? Well, he heard it. I talked to his mechanic uh, last week at, about the crash last weekend. Right. And he heard it. He got an MRI, and he checked out that it's just, you know, bruised, sore, whatever. Well, third practice, he goes out there, and first lap, he, he uh, does something. First or second lap of the, of the third practice, he rides straight off the side of the track onto the concrete, rides straight to his mechanic. They talk for a little bit. He puts a jacket on and heads out. So almost like... He did something in that practice to to finish the ankle slash foot off hmm. ligament wise, and then we saw him. I mean, he got third, fourth in the heat race, rode all right, and then we saw in the main event just nothing there. And you know, obviously third in the points, lost more points to Ryan. Did, did he uh, get an MRI? Did he? Well, he got one last week and said it, said it was fine, but I'm sure he'll have another one this week. But yeah. if he's injured, I mean, he can't. I mean, this thing's, you know, like if it was a few races left and he's in the points lead, gut it out, right? It's looking grim. Get some shots in yeah. it. But at this point, he's got a, a, a motocross title to defend. So what do you do, right? You kind of just get fixed early, right? Yeah, if it, it depends. If, you know, if it's a sprain or ligament or touch, there's no, there's no way to, to fix it. Then maybe you rest, yeah. you know? So it depends what he wants to do. It depends his, also his contract. If he has injury clothes, uh, you know, I'm sure he makes a lot of money and, you know, so there's a lot of things that comes into play. Thank God but, for Tickle. Uh, yeah, fourth place. Dude, he's riding really good. <laughs> I'm very Clear, impressed. This, this is funny because... Clear vision, uh, I, It's not like I'm a, a huge fan of KTMs, so you know. But, you know, Roxon leaves. And then you yeah. know, KTM wins, you know. <laughs> yeah. right. They... they uh, Grand Slam, you know. From everybody... I, to 50 from years. everybody I talk to... And I think this is legit. It wasn't a money thing. It wasn't anything. Kenny left because he wasn't happy with the bike. Yeah. He won the 450 national title. That's exactly what it was. It was. It's not about money. It's not about no, anything. No, but he never rode he, the new bike. Though, he didn't either. like the bike. Right. Then they bring the new bike out. Roger doesn't let him ride it because right. that deal was done for RCH whenever, like uh, in yeah. May or June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't let him ride the bike. Mm-hmm. Why would you? I, I mean, I wouldn't either if, if I'm Roger DeCoster. And now this new bike. So right. Roger said, I mean, this could be just, you know, propaganda, but Roger's like, yeah, it fixes all the things that 
Kenny was complaining about. Right, but you yeah, know. that's easy to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, you know, I know, I know. He, he gets paid, uh, you know, uh, well over six figures by KTM. He's not going to say, "Hey, the bike is it's no, not no, a I big know. deal." Yeah. You know, it's just we change a couple of plastics on the bike. But the Suzuki's riding is pretty damn good too. So yeah, the bike is good, but right. it's kind of like ironic that he leaves the team and then the team is like Dungey, kind of like has this, yeah. you know. Second wind in his, the, in his yeah. career almost, and then wins and lead by a race plus. There's no doubt about it. The bike is better because every guy that's riding it is doing better than they did previous year. Like Shorty's riding better. Yeah. Ryan's riding better. But Shorty had that bike beginning of the season from day one? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, in 2015. Except he's on different, you know, suspension. Yeah, he's, he's running the, the full air suspension. Yeah. So, um, so uh, 250s, uh, Muscan. DV, Frenchman, he's looked great, class of the field, should win this thing if he doesn't make mistakes. I mean, he made a ton of them in Atlanta 1 and he, still he got sh- second. But. He sh- he should Yeah, uh, it's Atlanta. That was the worst race I've seen him yeah. in. He, he, was, that, was, that was just horrible. I saw him not like, even triple like a he, few times. He, he looked like a, um, a PC rookie. You know those the rookies that comes – out of the PC program, yeah, they make so many mistakes. They crash. They do. Yeah. Like, they ride over their head all the time. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he wrote. I'm like, is this this guy? Just kind of like you. You're wondering if it's Dungey rides a motocross nation. If, yeah, if that's yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I thought in yeah. in the first Atlanta race. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> you know, he comes up short everywhere. Yeah, he, like he, he doubled the triple like two yeah. or three times. Yeah, he yeah. goes inside. He couldn't go over that little double before that big triple. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. And then, but we're talking in the car on the way up, and I think he needs to. He's not as good as last year. No, for me. Uh, well, he missed all Supercross, so maybe that's it. He he wasn't there. No, no, but I mean, well, like, you know, no, I mean, like you know, it takes him a little bit of time, maybe. Yeah, it's the riding. I think is is more like mellow now, maybe smooth, but I think he, he misses a little edge. And uh, I did a little thing this week. I went to um, I checked all the lap times from all practices mm-hmm. combined, fastest four fifty, fastest two fifty. And then um, I in, in 2015, in 2015, I showed mm-hmm. my file on my computer, and actually Marvin is the slowest first guy. The first couple race on a, mm-hmm. I did not do the last race. Yeah, but Dallas and the first Atlanta is the one that's that's gapped the most from between the 450, a 450 and a 250. Yeah, from the the top the, 450 to the top 250. Right. The, the first interesting. Uh, this guy over here, look at him. The first ten. Um, what? Yeah, he's doing home so much info. Yeah, and what do you? What have you done? I ain't done that shit. Look, what have you done? I, I've done it. I've <laughs> done it. I have it on my computer right here. Um, so let's say, for example, oh, Anaheim, Tomac Webb, one point one. Got a full spreadsheet. And then Tomac Webb, Phoenix, one point six. Retired. He's a millionaire. He's retired. Anaheim. He's a lot of time on Anaheim two. You have Barsha and Osborne, point nine. The closest was Canard and Hill in Oakland, only point three, point three seconds. Mm. And uh, then you, and I'm three, you have Dungeon and Bowers, 1.1. San Diego, Roxanne and Bowers, 1.2. And then you go to Dallas, it's Roxanne and Muskang, 1.6. And then Canard and Muskang and Atlanta, 1, 1.4. So, like, he's almost like the s- slowest. Only in Phoenix, Webb and Tomac, the gap was bigger. If not, it's uh, both okay. of Muskang times. And I okay. think... 
it shows because you know what I did this and it took me a while to do you know I yeah, did it clearly. took me a while I can see and um, because I wanted to see the, I didn't really feel like Marvin was riding that aggressive and super fast mm-hmm. and I wanted to see the that difference yeah. you know and I think it confirms it I think Marvin should be on, closer on, to the 450 guys yes yeah. it should be the closest one out of the west and the east I think because Potentially, he's the best guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's a better than almost a better than Webb. Speed wise, on one lap, I would take Muskin over Webb. Yeah, I don't think watching the three East Coast races, just the eye test, Webb looked faster. Yeah, that's, you, you know what I mean. Like Webb, Webb's hauling ass, and, yeah. and I haven't seen that from Marvin. Yeah, it's been so good. But he's not attacking yeah. the turns. He's right. not like super aggressive, moving with the bike. Right. And Marvin's was, never really been that way, though. Yes, he's been. He's been. You 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 forgot. He's been. I've known the kid since he rode in the 60s. You know, like I, I've seen him ride so many times, and um, he's missing a little edge. You know, and seriously, seeing the lap times, I think he's one second off in practice. He should be one second faster. Okay. It should be half a second from a 450. Let's, uh, let's take some calls before we take our commercial break here. Uh, Cole's been on hold the longest. Cole, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Hey, uh, what's going on, DB? Kiefer, you're the bomb, dude. He's Thanks, a, man. He's the bomb. Hey, uh, quick question. Um, Josh Hill in the first or second heat race got pulled out because of the hats-off device right. uh, not mm. being on his helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who's responsible for that? seems like one of those things that you would just, normally put in any way like a transponder or whatever i mean it just seemed kind of weird to get pulled out for something you know so so of the norm yeah it's, uh, it's your helmet so it's your fault riders are responsible for it. it's happened when, before yeah. when you go to tech you're supposed to bring your jersey your helmet and your bike so yeah but the thing is you know what those guys i'm, I'm not saying hill and everything but everybody makes you know hundred thousand two hundred thousand a million bucks they don't want to spend 30 bucks you know, to put one in every helmet. You know, they he take one saying, oh, and yeah. they move it from this. Helmet oh, okay, to helmet. I'm right. going to use this helmet, so right. I'm going to put on the other one. Right. Just fucking spend a hundred bucks, take three of them, put them in your helmet, and you're done. You know, the guys makes. You know, yeah. yeah. If you make a man, you make two yeah, grand, yeah, twenty no, five hundred no. bucks. You don't want to put twenty or thirty bucks just. So you set for the whole year. You take right. your two helmets and you put one in, and that's it. I right. think what he's saying too is you're all right. They should do that, but. Josh had one in. It just wasn't the one that AMA approves. Josh had a hats off inside they no, because they come with it. The bell, yeah, but they, they want, yeah. I, and I get this point, you know, like AMA should know about those. But you know, when Buttner goes next to the track or the Asterix guy, they're looking for the well, the well, regular one. Well, what I'm curious you know? is if he didn't, he should know better, right? So if you bring your helmet and jersey to tech, if he didn't tech that helmet. He should know better. Be like, okay, hey, I didn't get a sticker on my well, helmet, you know? Do you think, I mean, if, if the, the bell has the hats on thing, so maybe he brought it to the AMA and said, hey, this thing's got hats on thing. I mean, could you not see an AMA guy down on the line not realizing that? Of course. Well, and that's another thing I'll so, say. I could see it both ways. And like, how come AMA couldn't be like, okay, man, go ahead and race. You have one in there and radio to the guys on the track. Like, say, hey, yeah. if he'll eat shit, this is what he has on. You, you yeah, would, you, you really think, think they're going to do you that. Think, but no, this is you the think, AMA. Right. You're yeah. taking the envelope way too far with yeah. AMA. Right uh, thanks, Cole. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, you got it, man. All right. Uh, Snowman, what's up, man? Yo. What's Sorry. Up? Uh, so we've all watched Pike's uh, incredible ride this year, multiple rides. 
I'm sure when JGR originally negotiated the contract with him, it was probably they had uh, an idea of where he would get. Do you think that this season so far he's gone above and beyond what they originally planned for him? And if so, could there be uh, any kind of bonus structures that Koi could give him for doing so good considering he's basically their only top rider right now? now that well, if he, if he gets hurt, is he going to write JGR a check? For his salary, of course not. No, there's not. I mean, whatever you sign, you sign. Your bonuses are there, and you know that's how that's how it is. It's, Let's put it this way: is a factory is um, a factory rider, right? Yeah, is under Yamaha. Well, Ralph said he wishes. No, Irv was saying that he hopes a factory team picks him up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good job, Irv. If he has a, you know, the, all the Yamaha contracts are basic from all the teams, you know. So right now he hasn't got any bonuses because bonuses in Supercross is top three only. Maybe he has something with JGR, straight to JGR, maybe he gets something. Yeah. But, you know, if it's not on writing, it's doubtful you're going to get yeah, it. Yeah, no. And Sometimes look, it's on writing and you never get it. Here so. comes a McCarty story. For DV. No, okay. I'm not going to say it. Okay. There's, on, there's only your one Millville, guy. Your Millville. Yeah. Millville there's only one guy that would give you money without having a contract. Um, that's it. No, a snowman. I th- I mean, yeah, whatever his deal is, his deal is. And, you know, next year maybe he'll get a raise because I think he's been riding great. So. Do you think he stays with JGR next year or uh, is like KTM or someone goes knocking? Do you uh, think he has I'm, only one year deal? Yeah. Oh, oh wow! I believe so. We, have to, we can ask JT. We but that's good. Better, but I'm pretty In sure it's yeah. If it's too good, like one year deal, great. If you perform, yeah, absolutely. Me, I was always on a two year deal, and I always perform on my first year <laughs> and got on second year <laughs> when I had to had no negotiate. Yeah, I was I sucked. <laughs> no leverage. So I could have made so much more money if I would change my years. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Snowman. All right. Bye. Uh, Mark, what's up? You want DV to explain the bar thing? Yeah, it was just uh, it just so happened I was watching the Terra Firma seven or something like that the other night, and I noticed DV's little segment his bars so were like you, you way saw my, up there. Uh, my six and uh, I was just messing around with mine like last night trying to because like someone told me not to put the setting like past the neutral position, like you know like the center like how it's numbered on the bar boner levers and, and mine always felt comfortable just a tiny bit up, but like now I'm I'm wondering if I should move them. You know, down a little bit because I'm I'm always seeming to like come up out of the ruts and the turns and like is it is it better to have them down a little bit? I mean, I'm like six foot, so yeah, six foot. You barely like a couple inches shorter than me. But um, bar position, it's pretty simple. You know, you have the the triple clamp and you have the the forks. You know, the you don't want the the balls goes over the alignment of the forks. So that would be like the the top setup, and then you you don't want to go over that, and then you can play around and just go from that position, and then move it down. Then the problem with people like say high, when you stand up and everything, the when your balls are high, it's it's easier, you know, like when you stand up. But then yeah, to, to turn is not that good. Like if you see uh, Dungey in A1, uh, its balls were too up like up too much and plus his levels were really low so he, he moves his uh, elbows up and everybody in this industry since like uh we began racing dirt bikes everybody says elbows up elbows up i'm against this i rode elbows two down 
But elbows yeah. up is not good to corner. You have to kind of like relax to have control, relax, and have your kind of elbows down. If your bars are high and levers low, there's no way you can turn. And Dungey is the proof in A1. So for you, you have to. And then when you're gonna move your bars down, then you're gonna see you're gonna go in the ruts, like small ruts on the inside line and everything. It's gonna be way better. Your bike is gonna fall down. You won't stand up in the ruts anymore. So I would play with that. I would bring the balls down a little bit. Uh, what do you think, Kiefer? What, uh, what's yeah, kind of DV's right? Like I, another thing I could add too is I try to run a a flat bar with not a lot of rise. And if you are a taller guy, use the rise in your mounts instead of your bar. So like instead of going to like a CR high bend, maybe get like you know, a, a mid, like an RM mid or a YZ high, even a YZ high bend is pretty low and flat. And then just... Yeah, use, I have... Go ahead. I have like the Reed, uh, Reed Wyndham bend. Like the uh, yeah. paper. Yeah, that's... A, that's, that's actually high. That's it's a, close to a CR high. Uh, yeah, that's actually well, high. Hold on a second. That's actually a ferry bend also. Yeah, so it's no good. <laughs> and and back in the day, I would scratch Reed Wyndham out on the bar and, and etch in ferry. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's a Reed. That's so, a Henry Reed. So, yeah, so maybe try like a, a, if you go into pro, if you like a pro taper bar, go to a YZ high bend, which is actually a lower bend than what you got, and try that, and then start from the the zero point to maybe negative one and anything in between there. That's where I kind of find the position. But if you have to, if you feel like you need more rise out of your bar, don't get a higher bend, just maybe get a five millimeter spacer in your mount and put it in your mount and raise it up that way. Okay. All right, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, thanks, I'm, I'm willing to try and get, get through these terms better. All right, thanks for, uh, well, just hire Kiefer to come out and, and give you uh, a motocross school. <laughs> no, DV. Or, or, if he wants to come the whole way to um, too expensive, or, or Preston. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, tweet in from uh, uh, Michael here, DV. Fuck, I can't stand DV. He seems to hate everything about Supercross and Motocross, and everything sucks or is wrong. <laughs> and I hate him, too. That guy's going down. <laughs> well, there you go, Michael. I love – this guy couldn't be more wrong. No, I, I know. Fuck. I love the sport. You do. I'm passionate about it. You are? I want yeah. people to do Look good. at the stats you, got you just did. spreadsheets. <laughs> I, I do spreadsheets. <laughs> I analyze shit, and you tell me I hate the sport. Go F yourself, bro. <laughs> F you, dude. On that note, let's take a commercial break. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. We'll be back with AJ Cantonzaro, Davey Millsaps, and much more. Uh, oh, probably a little bit about RV and the GPs. Hey, hey, Just hey, a little are bit. Are we going to yeah. eat something? Else? Yeah, we'll, we'll eat this commercial later. All, All right. right. See you. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. 
From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support our companies that support Pulpamex. Pulpamex Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulpamex Show. Use coupon code Pulpamex when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shermeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like better on Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. 
You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too works connection your one-stop shop for cutting edge products visit them on the web at w www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 
With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. Wheels. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. 
Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you listening tonight. Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, we need we need two callers right now. Two callers that want to play some trivia with Kenny Watson. And you can win a hot cams. That's right, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call, and uh, we're going to take the first two callers. Uh, first up, caller, what's up, man? Who's this? Hello? Hey, what's up, man? You're on the air. What's happening? Dude, I'm not calling about the hot cams. I know. But what? I want to congratulate you on the on the Badass Larry Ward podcast that you did. Uh, whatever, bro. Whatever. That was awesome. That was sweet. When you know what you talk about when he's won Seattle as nine seventy one. That was awesome. I, I loved it. It was great. Larry Ward won't do a podcast. Larry Ward won't do a podcast with me. Okay, so why are you rubbing it in? I think if Larry Ward was from Saskatchewan, I think there would be a free podcast done by now. That's all I'm saying. I would like to do it. I would like to do it. It'd be fantastic. I saw he did an interview with the uh, RC Car Magazine. Yeah. No. Larry's Larry's an elusive, you know, elusive Bigfoot. The unicorn. I talked to him all the time. He was in. Uh, he was. Him all the, that's the thing. That's the thing that's most frustrating about it was when you bring him up and you talk about it, you talk to him all the time and he still won't do a podcast. With you. Yeah. No, he won't. I ask him. He says no. So. Um, yeah. When you, you guys, gonna... you know, his name is brought up probably <laughs> one out of every three shows that you do. You think? You think Larry Ward's brought up I... that, that often? Dude, I'm a Larry Ward. That's my roller bar. You know, that's right. my guy. Yeah. Who's roller bar? And roller ball. I, roller ball. Um, and I dude. was actually, you know, I was at the Seattle Supercross. He was a local guy. Same mm-hmm. women. And just the fact that he can't reminisce. And then, obviously, he left the sport. Just Yeah. One day he was racing, and the next day he just died. I mean, what do you want me to do? You want me to, like, kidnap him and force him? I can't. I can't do it. So... I, Big Bird. Just... I just don't think you're putting the quite... I don't think you're putting 100% effort into it. Uh, Ooh, half-ass. Okay. Well, I don't I like know what that. else I can do. Half just like ass. on your bicycle, buddy. Just like on my bicycles. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I listen. I know you do one if he, if he, if obviously if he wanted to, but I just uh, it's it's maybe if somebody knows him, somebody's listening, maybe could uh, just reach out to him and just Larry, let him know that there's a lot of people out there. I don't think it's just me uh, that DV. would really appreciate uh, the breakdown and, and the way you interview. Yeah. The way you do your podcast is cool. I mean, obviously, those things are cool when you go back in time. Yeah. And, All right. Okay. Thanks. Uh, We're gonna work on that. Uh, DV, what's your favorite Larry Ward memory? Sprinkle. Uh, that was a sprinkle. Dude. Larry Ward memory. It's, uh, it's funny because... Um, did, you ever, did you ever really much race with him? I guess you would have. No. No. Yeah, because uh, he... Yeah, he was he on was, the Cowie. On the Cowie and then on a... So, in 2000, I think he was on the Cowie yeah, and, and then he wasn't as Zizler. great. Uh, Zizler, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I was uh. too young. He's way, yeah, he he's way older Sizzler. than me. Uh. Yeah, Sizzler. Um, TV was on. No, I just want to say, actually, Sizzler. I actually <laughs> no. loved. I, I liked him because he came to Brosio all the time. Right. I like when you rode those uh, Leopard uh, Answer gear. Remember right. Rode that time. Extreme, and, bro. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, hey, answer. We got We got With the mullet. And okay. Stuff. We got. We got to run. We got. We got some stuff to do, and then we got AJ Catanzaro coming. So up. you so. ask me a question, and then you say, "Oh, we got to go." Yeah. Well, I got your memories. It's good, bro. Watson, <laughs> welcome to the show. And you. then people say he's a hey, dick, and he's I, wondering why. Hey, my favorite Larry Ward story. Okay. I walk in his bus one time, and he's like, dude, my chick is crazy. And I'm like, why? What's she doing back there? He's like, bro, she's looking 
through all my linen to see if she can find any other girl's hair in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) She was right. She was right. She probably did find some. Yeah. (laughs) I said, well, I better get out of here before shit hits the fan. See you later. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, uh, we got our guys. We're going to play this game again. Kenny, thank you for doing it. Uh, Up up for grabs is a set of hot cams for uh, for a bike. Hot cams. uh, Hot cams. Unleash the power within... And uh, so we got uh, Colton. You there? What's up, boys? Colton, what kind of bike you got? Uh, 2014 KTM 250 SXS. All right, perfect. Uh, so Colton, um, that bike can, that bike needs a cam. All right, uh, and really also too, we got uh, it needs to be sold. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What kind of bike you got, Derek? Uh, right now, I'm building a. YZ252 stroke, but uh, I'll be buying a 15 CRF 450. Okay, so you can use a hot, you can use one hot cam for that bike. Yeah, a single cam. <laughs> right, cheap. right. Um, all right, so what we did. Hey, we- hey, before you start, I wanted to know, let you know, uh, me and uh, your producer have a side bet too. Okay, what is it? A gonna- $100 side bet. He does not have a hundred dollars. I say I get them all right this week. I'm feeling it. Okay. All right. Well, Kiefer came up with some trivia questions, and uh, oh so boy. so Colton oh and boy. Derek, Colton and Derek, what we need to do is uh, I'm going to ask you guys whether Kenny's going to get this question right or wrong, and the first guy to two or three, depending on how long this goes, gets a set of hot cams for his bike. So uh, Kiefer, first question for Kenny Watson. All right. Here we go. Question. How many questions do we have? I wrote down five on the way up here. Oh boy. Okay. So question one. All related to Kenny or World World Matters or a little yeah, a little bit of both. Right. What year and what race was DV's first two fifty supercross win? All right, Colton wrong. Colton. You're wrong. Colton, you say wrong? That was no, Derek. I, think I said Derek. wrong. And Derek, what do you say? I said wrong. And what Colton, what do you say? Oh uh, yeah, Kenny will do it right. Kenny's gonna get it? Yeah. All right, D- Kenny. First year. What's, D, what's, what's DV say? No, that's the point. You can't tell. <laughs> no, so, he's saying right or wrong. What do you think? He'll get it or not? Uh, well, I'm doubtful. Yeah. All right, Watson. Year and. Steve, what did DV, DV said? Yeah? He said doubtful. He's like a magic doubtful. eight ball. I'm a, dude, he doesn't even know I'm a big fan, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Europe. I love people from Europe. This is true. Yeah, you, you, you're a big fan, but you never answer my text since right. uh, A1. Exactly. Okay. Uh, all right. So what is it, Watson? Year and place. DV's first 250 Supercross win. So I got to name the stadium, the mm-hmm. city, and the race. Or just the city will do. City, yeah, and, city year. And, and year. year. Can, I name the, can I name the state? Sure. Okay, since we have so many in California, I'm going to have to say California. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have to say, I don't remember, I'd say the year two. Yep. Um, we'll go 2000, and we will go with California, San Diego, 2000, San Diego. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Good uh, job. Good uh, job, uh, Watson. I'm- Impressive, and, the, and then, he must and then be a fan. Uh, do you want me to name the podium too? Who's on the podium with him that night? Because I remember, like, his <laughs> yeah. okay, okay, say the podium. Loraco Wyndham. You're right. 
Kenny's like Rain Man. He's like Rain Man. You're like a beautiful mind. Yeah, he really, he really is. And then you could ask him what day it is today. You get that wrong. But uh, oh, maybe, right, maybe, but I, I think McGrath got fourth that night, too. I, it, I nearly missed the podium. Oh, he he got did. Fourth or fifth. It did. He crushed on the start and he got oh, fourth. Oh, Okay, and so. Cali, and Ar- All right. Either, right. Colton, congratulations. You got it. So uh, I'm going to turn DV's mic Pookie, off because he's going to be eating. the best. Okay. If, if, if you ever divorce her, I yeah. want to marry her. Okay, I'm taking your mic off because you're eating. People don't like that. All right, okay. So, all right, Colton, congrats. <laughs> you got one. All right, next up. All right, question two. What is the smallest U.S. state? Derek, wrong. Derek Colton, says wrong. Get it right. Colton, no Colton, what do you think? We get it right. All right, Watson, smallest U.S. state. I think I said it last week. That's an easy one. Rhode Island. That's right. Jeez. He's on fire. I said, I said, I said it last week when you asked for the biggest, and I was a smart yeah. ass when I said Rhode Island. Yeah, I, I don't that like that question, but that's okay, Kiefer. That's all right. Oh, okay, okay. But hey, Col- Colton's up 2 nothing, so we need a big comeback from Derek here. All right, let me, let me, let me, I'm going to mix it up here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. If I were just you, I would just say, yeah, I know it. Just. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm going with. All right. So, question three: What race and year did Jeff Willow win his only 125 Supercross? What year and race, Derek? What do you think? I think he's got that right. Is this Derek or Am Colton? I on? Am I thing That's Derek. <laughs> Derek, Derek <laughs> says on the on the Watson train here. I think he's got that. Colton says right too. So both right, both right. Okay. But, but Watson, what is it? Was he riding a stiffy bike? No, hell no. He was riding a Honda Troy. Honda Troy. And he won in San Diego in 1996, I believe. You're right. That's right. DV can – I didn't even – this son of a bitch right here. I would have known that too, though. Really? Yeah, I didn't no, know that, I'm, and he knew right away. No, I and then I insulted him by going on the you know, on yeah. the phone. He's like, what the fuck do you do that? That's the day Pingree so broke his femur. Yeah, no, I, I would have known it too. Oh. It's common knowledge. Okay. Willow's got one win. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't know, know. So, I didn't know. All right, next question. That's like asking what race did Brian Deegan win. Right. All right, here we go. Question four. What year was Krusty Demons of Dirt released? Released. I think he knows it. It's Derek. Derek, okay. What do you, Colton? Colton, he better know it. Yeah, he better. You're right. I'm 95. With... Yeah, fuck. All right, let me, let me ask a question. Happened? Let me try to stump him here. We, he's, we, Colton needs one more. He's trailing. I have one more when you're ready. Okay. Um, 2000, uh, 2007 U.S. Open. Watson, you were the team manager for Josh DeMuth yep. at this race. Now, he got third overall, so that's yep. what he scored. He almost won the damn thing with DeMuth, yep. who was probably yep. had a blood alcohol limit pretty high on yep. the day of the race. <laughs> but regardless, what was his overall two-night scores to get third overall? Derek, do you think he gets it? Do you think Kenny knows the two-night scores? no on this one. I don't think he's got it. Uh, Colton, what do you think? Oh, the sheriff. Kenny hasn't let me down yet. I'll say yes. Okay. All right. This is could be the tiebreaker here. All right. Well, it, was it two four? It's two nothing right now. No, the, the overall was it two oh. four or two five? No, it was six two. Oh, six two. Okay, I knew it was close. Six Lost two. So and I know, I know, up. I know. Only down by one. The other night, all he had to do was beat Weimer, and he had it. Yep. All right, Derek, you got one there. Uh, go ahead, Kiefer. All right. Last one. Non-moto question. Who gave the United States the Statue of Liberty? Derek? No. No way he knows that. All right. Colton? Yes. 
Colton is going right the whole time. <laughs> Colton is faith in Kenny Watson. Colton deserves to win just for Steve. Do you, do you think I know it? Kenny, I, I do think you know it. I do think you know it. But, uh, all right, who is it, Watson? DV, I would like you to thank your country. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it. Wow. He's got it. Colton wins. There you go. France. Wow. France gave America the Statue of Liberty. Good times. Derek, thanks for playing, man. Appreciate it. Dub's yeah, on well, fire tonight. Good, good job, Kenny, tonight. Yeah, really good. I mean, it was, an, it was a phenomenal display of intelligence. Hey, who lost? Thanks. Who lost? Uh, Derek lost. Derek. I don't got any tickets to give you like I gave the guy last week. And I don't got <laughs> shit to give you. So better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. You did good tonight, Kenny. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for playing. All right, thanks. All right, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Colton, congratulations. Stay on hold. Uh, Gibbs will get your uh, info. Thanks for playing, man. All right, thanks. Have a good show, guys. All right, uh, did thanks. You, did you talk to Did you talk to the guys I gave the tickets to last week? Um. Yeah. Yeah. They were pumped. They said you blew. Right, cool. They said you blew them off though when they went to go thank you. Oh, I I blew them off. I gave them three VIP tickets, and the guy came to wanted to bro down with me in the busiest time of my day. When guy, Jimmy Johns got there, the guy's like, "Yeah, we went to go thank Kenny. He kind of blew us off." But um, <laughs> well, dude, they just got the Jimmy Johns sandwiches there. What would you do? Go talk to some guys or go eat some Jimmy Johns? No, I'd eat some Jimmy Johns. Absolutely. Um, exactly. Thanks for playing, Watson. Hey, what's up with Rock Rocks and everything? Okay? Do you know yet? He's obviously getting MRI done and everything. Uh, yep. He's, he's uh, matter of fact. Uh, I'm in Tallahassee. He's in Tallahassee, and. Uh, He's, uh, he's, he's, everything's checking out okay, so okay. let's see what happens. All right, man. Yeah, rough, rough, rough race for him, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, he was, he was the, uh, the, the uh, seventh loser, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks, Watson. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Kiefer. Yo. Thanks, thanks for the great questions and the heads up on, uh, on everything. And, uh, <laughs> He's talking shit. You gave him the heads no, up. No, of course not. All right. God. No, the heads up on the questions when he asked me, I'm dickhead. Why would he give me the. <laughs> Come on, Steve. How would I know Kiefer's going to ask me questions? I don't have Matt, I don't have your phone number, actually. I need to get it from you. But you don't need yeah. it. You don't need it. Even if you have your number, he doesn't. Yeah, maybe anywhere. I shouldn't get it. And then Mathis will start getting, you know, thinking I'm he giving does, the answers. He, he's a tough text. He's a tough text. Yeah. yeah. Hey, TV. Yeah. Starting next week, we're having poker at my house every Wednesday night. Bring your money. Easy money. Sounds good. I'm in. All right, buddy. I'll, I'll call you. Thanks, right. you guys. Later, okay. Kato. Thanks. Thanks, Watson. Appreciate it. Hot Cams, the leader in uh, the uh, design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams now a proud supporter of the Pulp Mech Show. They want to help you out. 30% off if you need some extra power. Uh, all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 to get 30% off. Colton wins, uh, what did Colton have? He had a KTM. So he wins two cams That's for right. his bike. And uh, thanks to Watson for playing the game again. That's fun shit. You gotta, he's just too smart. He's killing though. it tonight. No, I think he was, he was Googling the answers. There's no way. Yeah, he had to he had You think he was doing it that, that quick? I don't think so. No uh, way. Maybe. By the time the other two guys were deciding yeah. yes or no, maybe he was doing Or he so. had someone in the back like... <laughs> Seriously, to, to I wouldn't put it past to, to find out San Diego 2000. That's kind of nobody really knows. Uh, that. All right, and well, the podium. Come on, tweet us right. Tweet me right now at Pulpamex if you think Watson was googling the answers. Uh, to tweet me and uh, and we'll figure out if he if we really think he was. Uh, was but uh, he was on his phone too. You that's can, what I mean. Uh, yeah, you can you can do it on a, maybe it was on a computer. Yeah, see, 
stop having f- not having faith in Kenny Watson. <laughs> Welcome to the show, uh, Privateer uh, AJ Canzaro. AJ, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, look, your Atlanta too was very dramatic. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> to say the least, man. Um, before we get into your season and and what you think, and you know, you you made it for the main earlier this year and all that. Let's talk a little bit about it. So, when did you find out your race bike was stolen? Okay. So. Against my will, kind of, we left the bike in a trailer in the privateer parking, which right. isn't in the best of areas. Right. Was, um, they right. have security there, but to be honest with you, every time I talk to security, I swear they're either drinking or sleeping. So <laughs> it didn't seem too safe. Um, we showed up Saturday morning, I'd say like eight thirty, nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and as we were pulling in, I looked to the left just to kind of see if I could see the van and trailer just because I already had this weird feeling. Did you really? Yeah. And I thought I saw the trailer door down, <clears throat> but I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going crazy. I'm just overthinking it. So <laughs> right, right. I, I mentioned it to somebody in the car and they thought I was kidding. Right. So we pull around, I walk in and as we get closer, I'm like, Oh my God, it's, it's down. It's actually, it's seriously down. So then I start running. Oh. I run and I, and I go around the turn and my, Everything in the trailer is kind of thrown everywhere. Mm. Both bikes completely gone. Um, all our helmets are gone. And I'm just like, wow, I'm about, I'm going to throw up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the worst feeling. And, and the so, worst feeling. 12 right. o'clock boys took it. I, I bet. Like, that's just, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, was there all week, right? It was there all week from the last race? Is that, or, or was it No, 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 no. Okay. God, no. I would never leave it there all week. Uh, <laughs> okay. We went back the club of max in between the two atlanta okay um at which point we were killed with another week of rain right and it was the third week in a row that i hadn't been able to ride i haven't ridden a 250 <laughs> besides one day this year which is it's yeah. ridiculous right so that's when we made the decision to load up the trailer with my bike and my mechanics bike and we brought it south with, with us because trust me i was i wanted to do everything i could not to bring a trailer to atlanta but right it was my only option so you rode your – how did you get a bike? What was what bike was that? Your practice bike? It was my practice bike that was stolen, my one and only practice bike that was stolen. Mm. The, the bike I raced, uh, that which is my race bike, that was with Team Gus and inside uh, like, okay. where the pro pits were. Okay, all right. So that was safe. So tell me this. Are these bikes that you pay for or like a dealership gives you these? No, the, the, this practice bike was a bike that Suzuki – loaned to my team owner for me to ride uh, so that makes it worse actually <laughs> yeah kind of. Uh, honestly yeah 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 so i mean he jeff from jmr racing has done he's gone above and beyond for me and he's spending all of his money to try to help me out and then a bike gets stolen and i'm like i wish it, it would have been my bike because at this point i feel even worse because i have to call him and tell him right right so you race that night um uh, obviously um you know, thinking Terrible. about this, yeah, th- didn't go, didn't go your usual uh, great r- race the way the way you've been riding, and um, so how do you how do you see the Instagram with the guy who stole it? I mean, obviously, okay, you, this yeah. is where it gets good, right? It, it, <laughs> it gets real good. So we get back to my hotel that night, and the, the first thing I, I receive a text from from my team owner with no explanation, nothing. It's just a screenshot of a guy riding my bike with my helmet on going down the road and i'm like that's awesome what 
the heck is going on? I show it to my mechanic, and we're just losing it. Like, this dude is riding my bike down the road. So we call up my team owner, and we're like, where did you find that? He sort of give us, gives us a little explanation. So then, obviously, first thing we do is type in this guy's name in Instagram. The next thing you know, video after video oh. are popping up of these guys riding our bikes and wheeling our bikes. Oh. And it, it wasn't <laughs> five minutes after that that I received a call uh, from the officer that was kind of first on scene, the officer that had first arrived. Yeah. And uh, he goes, well, listen, we showed up at a Chevron gas station. There's about 50 to 100 of these guys on quads and dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that one of them crashed. Mm. The one that was on my bike crashed while he was trying to get away. Yeah. So he hopped on another dude's bike and booked it, and my bike got left there. How? What are the odds of that, too, with 50 of them or whatever, all there? That's crazy. Karma. That's karma. You know, like, That's what that is. I'm just, I'm glad my guy was the worst rider out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> dude how did your team owner find this how did he get it like how did this come to his attention somebody follows these dudes or whatever uh, no i i mean it was he told his son and what his son did which was i mean genius now yeah. i think about it now because right. i would have never thought of this he his first reaction is okay i'm going to type in uh atlanta wheelie boys or atlanta bikes or right. start typing in like keywords and hashtags the next thing you know these videos start popping up and he finds it in one of the videos oh brilliant yeah brilliant move so it's crazy you know how damaged was it was it jacked up at all no it's perfect i mean <laughs> it had a little bit of salt on it from riding on the road the clutch lever was broken from when he tipped it over and the, the tires balled which yeah granted right it's gonna happen uh, <laughs> shit hey honestly like you know i've seen this thing on vital mx the the, the baltimore guys the 12 Wheelie o'clock boys, boys and, dude and like the cops don't even do anything and there's 50 100 of these dudes how oh, do you, i mean what are they gonna do honestly you know? you, they should just be able to just mow them down you can't ride a dirt bike on a street like I know, I don't I understand mean, how something so me. illegal. <laughs> I like how all the shit that you could say is what you come up with is you can't ride a dirt bike on the street. You can't. It's illegal. What about the shit that they stole? That would be the first and foremost thing. Well, you I, I don't okay, understand. So let me let me tell you this. <laughs> yeah, uh, unbelievable. I don't know how true this is. When I when I started putting up these posts, and uh-huh. I, I'm of course posting it as professionally as possible. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to do that. Um, the comments are everything but professional. I mean, I don't know if you guys went through these hundreds of comments. It gets it gets bad. Yeah. And so then I have all these bike gang dudes and these wheelie boys and these these what seem like really hood people just commenting <laughs> like going at it. And some of them are just super hood. Some of them actually seem like fairly intelligent and are like right trying to defend themselves and saying, "Listen, we some of them actually own these bikes." I mean, and, I'm sure some of them do, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know. And yeah. what, actually, two of them. One is the main dude who does the filming, I guess, and he actually messaged me and sent me his number. So I called him up, and he's like, "Listen, I film all over the country for these guys, and they just pay me to film." And he's like, "I'll do whatever I can. I'll review the footage and try to right. figure out who exactly was on what bike." And so I've been on and off the phone with a couple of these guys. Um, to try to, you know, figure out, because my mechanic's bike is still missing. So, oh, okay, and so yeah. is Cartwright's bike as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, tr- try to get those things back, you know, somehow. Um, it's it, it's, a, it's a remarkable story, and your owner's ki- your owner's son should be, like, like yeah, applauded yeah. for thinking about that and doing Kicked that. Kicked down some. Um, 
it's amazing. But yeah, hopefully you can find the other bikes too. You know what I mean? Before it gets just gone forever. Who knows? Or yeah, whatever, I know. It's like the first, the first. 48, it's like a murder. We're, we gotta right, find this right. bike first 48 That's a good hour. show. That's a good show. It is a good show. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> um, and yeah, well, at least for you, it turned out okay. But it's just that's just crazy how it went. And I and I read the guy, the guy who stole it or the guy who found it says he didn't steal it on his. I went through that Instagram account, uh, that guy, and he's like, hey, I just I didn't take it. You know what I mean or whatever. And I'm just like, come on, dude. I know. I yeah, I don't know who to believe. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably it's like crazy. A, it's, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it. There's a video of this dude crashing my bike and running and hopping on another dude's bike and taking off. I didn't and see the that. The cop is just running. Is the cops like there? Wow. wow! And there's music playing to it. It's like a legitimate video. Yeah, and they just and they yeah, can edit on it. edit on it and shit. And they just do this thing. They're not scared because the cops can't do anything or whatever. You uh, know, sketchy. crazy. I, they had a helicopter chasing them, I guess. You know, homeboy, the security guard homeboy was in on that shit. You know it. Probably. All right, now let me tell you this. This is going to make me sound dumb. <laughs> I feel so dumb for uh, having done this. When we pulled in with my van and trailer, my van, it, the van is a litter box. I don't know if you guys know what the litter box looks like. It's it's sketchy looking. Okay. A cat box? That's like my a cat van box? that I drive. It's got like a camo paint gel on it. It's, it's terrible looking. <laughs> We pull in with the litter box and trailer, and I'm chatting up the security guard. He's all pumped to be talking to a rider, and he's like, oh, my son wants something. So I go in my trailer just to look, and I go in, and I just see one of my old uh, number 73 jerseys sitting in there, so I sign it and give it to him. He's all pumped up, excited. I'm like, hey, just if I give this to you, just keep an eye on that van. No. And now thinking oh. back on it, like, Jesus, why would I have ever said uh, that? Yeah, mm-hmm. really, right? That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's probably checking it You're out. You're trying and, to you make know. sure it doesn't happen and shit happens. Yeah, trying to be a nice guy. Look what happens. Yeah, I gave that guy a jersey to steal two dirt bikes as well. Right, right. Hey, let me help you. <laughs> you, may yeah. well, you may as well help them unload them. Give him a little tip. Right, right. Oh, oh man. What a gnarly story. Uh, on top of that, um, yeah, the race didn't go so well for you either. Huh? Talk about that a little bit. Saw you hit the deck a few times. Uh, well, I mean, it's just been... It's been rough. Ever since I got off the 450, mm-hmm. um, it took us a long time to get the 250s in our hands. Um, yeah. We were kind of preoccupied with the 450 program, and it wasn't until the Thursday before Dallas that I got a 250 to ride. So I rode, I rode the bike one day, uh, which is tough. You know, trying to time, like, time all these jumps on the 250, it's just it's a tough transition. Yeah. And at, since that Thursday... The track has either been frozen or underwater, and I haven't been able to ride since the Thursday before Dallas, period. I haven't touched a dirt bike. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's no so, way. So, you know, like, you. I know how to ride a dirt bike, but mentally, it, for me, it's it's very tough to line up without that confidence of feeling like I'm prepared. Like, I'm on the line, like, do I know what I'm doing here? Yeah. Yeah, because on the outside, like, I just watch you ride, you know, and I've seen you ride before, and, and it looks like you ride a 450 so much better, but, you know, not knowing your story, people would automatically think that, you know? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I'll tell you, I, I ride a 450 better general. I mean, I mean I, I've watched you a little bit on TV, on the 250. I'm like, fuck, dude, he rides a he rides a 450 so good. And then I was like, man, he should be just go back to the 450. Well, I mean, also, too, with, with the, with the purse money and everything, and you made a, you were made, you made one main on the on the West Coast, so you were in the running for many others, and the purse money in the 450s is, is so much better. Maybe maybe that's the move. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, if everything had went as planned, right. 
I wasn't too worried about results in the 450. I, I don't think me making one main really did justice as to how well I was riding it. Right. Around. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that was supposed to be up. That was supposed to be a warm up. You know, mm-hmm. I was supposed to come in the 250 with confidence and with more preparation than usual. And it, the plan sort of backfired. So right. uh, now I'm kind of wishing I had stayed in the 450. But last year, people consider a breakout year for me, and I didn't turn it around last year until Daytona. So, oh yeah, that's true, right? Um, the series doesn't start till Daytona. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hotcamsinc.com. Hot Hotcams bringing you AJ Cantanzara on the uh, Pulpomex Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Hotcams unleash the power within AJ Cantanzara on the phone with us right now. Um, yeah, it's been tough. If you can get some results on the 250s too, like there's no Suzuki guys. Like I don't know what Suzuki is doing. In the 250 class, not really sure what's going on. But that's the thing is, this yeah. is if there's any year to do well, this is it. Right, right. You, you can get some attention from them. That you can put a yellow bike up there, you know, and and you know. Get... And it's a great bike. It is. I mean, I'm not just saying that. It's it's a good bike. And so I'm a little confused as to why nobody's on it. I don't know if that's just a coincidence yeah. or no. I think it is a good bike, huh, Kiefer? Oh, the Suzuki is great. Like 250? Yeah, no, yeah. I just rode one last week around, and I haven't ridden one in a while, and it's exciting feeling. It, I mean, it turns bitching. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like oh, it. Oh, it definitely turns. Yeah, I mean, Suzuki's always known for that, but the motor's pretty good. It's kind of short where you, you can't really rev it out that much, but, right. man, yeah, the chassis is really good, especially for that 250 for Supercross. That bike would be really good, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got a narrow feel to it. It's, yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. I, I I enjoy riding. I just wish I had more seat time on it during the week. That's about all I can say. Right. Hey, before we let you go, AJ, who's helping you out this year? Uh, I got Jeff from JMR Racing, and he's basically the main dude funding this whole program. He's done shoot. He's done everything for me. So uh, I don't even want to start list. I mean, I could forget everyone here. <laughs> I mean, O'Neill helped is helping. Arai. Uh, Hundred percent. We got tire stickers, uh, Phoenix tube. I mean, the list goes on and right. on. My supporters are great, and yeah, I'm you're definitely uh, more than thankful. You're definitely a better rider than what's been showing so far. There's no doubt about it. You were great last year, and uh, even though the coast is deeper, you know, I, frankly, you should be putting in some better results with your skill and your speed. No doubt. I hope it turns around. Maybe it will. Daytona, like you said. So. Oh, it will. It will. It just. Uh, Man, I just don't want to take until the last two rounds to get it going. So yeah. hopefully you, you can jumpstart it a bit this weekend. I'll, I'll be able to ride this week. So well, yeah, that's, that's all I need. That's step one, no doubt. Are you? Are that you step one? Do you? Are you still in with the Olin's guys at all? So I remember you were riding this, a lot of Olin stuff back in the day. Um, I, I'm still friendly with the whole crew. I mean, I haven't run Olin's suspension in four years. Yeah. But I actually just saw I saw all the Olin's guys this weekend. At, at the second Atlanta round. Yeah. First time in a while. Yeah, Chisholm's running holdings. Yeah, a lot yeah. of guys are yeah, trying through, to switch over. Kind of through Burner. Burner Who was is? doing uh, Chisholm. He is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Burner was doing some work with him, and it kind of worked out that way. And so, uh, yeah, Chisholm's been riding on Olin's on his Cowie. So. Oh, I had no idea. They're still out there. AJ, thank you for coming on, man, and sharing your story. Uh, crazy, indeed. I'm glad you got it back. Hopefully the other guys get their stuff back and uh, – Man, yeah, the power of social media in in a good and a bad way. And uh, good job giving your jersey to the guy who ripped your bikes off. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, hey, before I go, I'm with uh, I'm at Nick Meyer's house. I'm with a big group, and they want to say hello. So let let me put them on for one second. They just want to say hi. All right.
Hi. Everyone say hi. Oh, look. We're big on uh, wherever AJ is. <laughs> yeah. Pulp show, bro. Nice. There we go. Yeah. I love this guy right here. Ah, it's good. I'm glad people are listening. I didn't think anybody listened to us go on and on each <laughs> Monday night. But, uh, yeah, man, thanks for sharing uh, your story again, like I said, and uh, and uh, better luck. Yeah, this good luck in Daytona. And everything else. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, AJ. All right, see you. All right, Hot Cam's bringing you uh, AJ Canzaro. Crazy story. He's actually, you watch him right. He has a good style. He does. He's, he's a good yeah. rider. No, he does. He's been he's better than what he's been shown. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, all right, let's welcome in our regular uh, man on the phone. Like a man on the street, but he's a man on the phone. The great Jason Thomas. What's happening? How are you? How's your voice? Uh, it's coming back. It's not D- great, dude. We couldn't do a pod- we couldn't do a podcast today because his voice from the after party. Yeah, from the- that's what I think sick. it is. I think it's his. No, I, think it's- I wish it was something fun like that. The Chad Reed after party. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah. Those have been uh, epic this year. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Uh, w- welcome to the show, uh, JT. On a on a scale of, uh, and we'll get more into this later on, but on a scale of one to ten, ten being Holy shit, I'm shocked. RV's GP results this past weekend. Uh, the first moto, I would say, you know, middle of the road, five or six, because the, the start was just ridiculous. And I maybe disagreed a little bit. I'm not really sure what DV was saying in his article about that it wasn't electrical. Um, but in the second moto, I was shocked. Like he, I, Yeah, it was high. Nine, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> his rear brake did go out, so he did yeah, have some issues yeah. there. Broke his rear brake. I kind of have an insight in there because my former, I do too. My, yeah, I do too. My former mechanic is uh, is RV's engine guy this year. So yeah, they have. Uh, but aren't they? They're. I was told they're running a uh, a launch control. It's not a not a Kawasaki part, and they've been having some issues with it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, they say like there was no there was no. Problem with the bike, I guess. So, I, I don't know. I heard the same thing. I, I, I don't. I didn't really understand if you like on the start. You have a ton of RPM, you know. So I don't. I've never seen a, a pro guy just stall it on the start before. So yeah, I have to think that some, the bike didn't yeah, some, do something right. Something wrong. I'm with you. Yeah, it was odd. Like you just. I don't see anybody doing that. Even. even yeah, I, I don't. I mean, you, you have way too much RPM to just stall. So something had to be amiss. I don't. I'm not smart enough to know. If it was ECU or electrical or you know what it was, I, I don't. I'm not claiming to know that, but I don't think it was just RB screwing up. Do you so. I, honestly? He's going back to Belgium. It wasn't planned to go back to Europe, and he's going back to Europe this week to test. Um, that's gnarly too to fly from Qatar to Europe, Europe to Thailand. Gnarly. But um, I don't see him making the podium this week. In, the in, Thailand thing is gnarly. Like going back to Europe is not a big deal. But no, then going all the way back to Thailand. Yeah, but. Yeah. Can he make that much improvements, DV, do you think, to get on a box, let's say, at Thailand? I mean, is he going to be that far off? And I think, like, um, I mean, if I was them, I would have wait, waited before going back. I wouldn't have went in between. Thailand is, you know, more like a, more like a U.S. track. I know we said that for Qatar. We did. <laughs> Qatar is like Lake Elsinore. We knew it was this, yeah. or Utah or something, yeah. you know? But um, I think Thailand is kind of sandy and maybe a little better f- for his style riding and right. his bike setup. So I, I would have just, you know, 
suck it up one more week, just kind of like and not having to fly and get tired and yeah, and he's gonna ride. I think he's gonna ride Monday, Tuesday, and then fly back. They were flying on Sunday, I and mean, you get there on Sunday late, and mm-hmm. then the next day they were testing, I guess. So and they decided like a couple hours after the race, yeah, you know, yeah. because uh, he texted me, said, oh, "Dude, it's a big." Uh, it's Big crazy. Meeting, yeah. yeah, it's crazy here. We're going back, so I guess they took three people with them, and three three people of the team uh, flew back to to Holland. I guess that's that's. I mean, I like to know when is when he started having rear brake problems in that second moto. You can see on the lap time is halfway. Oh yeah, yeah. But okay, so af- before halfway, he wasn't really moving up. He started about tenth, eleventh. Got a couple guys. But he got better on the second moto. Second moto, he was only like eight tenths off the fastest lap of the race. But he wasn't really moving forward. Yeah. It was it was a little bit weird. Like, he was all over Strybos, and then all of a sudden he just, like, he kind of lost touch with it, and then it was over. You know, like, I, I really right. felt like if he could have got around Kevin right away, maybe he could have kept moving forward. But he lost momentum there, and then it just kind of fell apart for him. And then, obviously, the break issue it was, happened. Uh, JT was pretty funny. Everybody in the pits, every hauler was gathered around the TVs. Like mm-hmm. it was a little weird. You walked, looked around, and everybody, like media and teams, everybody was like, around their TVs. Yeah. So it captured a lot of attention. No, think, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I was glued to my computer for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking Longo, of Longo is making a lot of money. It was free, but he's going to make a lot of money <laughs> in the purple view uh, department. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Yeah, exp- I paid six bucks or whatever. <laughs> Did, it was free. It was free. Yeah. No, I think I had to pay. I had to pay. I, because it didn't work. There was something wrong. Uh-huh. And when it came back on, I didn't watch the first motos because I was a basketball game. When I came back, and it was on, and I never paid. Hmm. So it was actually the... People in the chat room are saying they paid, but yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, um, it was free. All right, let's, uh, we don't have JT for too long because he's struggling, so we only got so much voice of his. So with that, uh, let's go into the X-Brand. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. That's not going to get you the boots. Yeah, no, that was uh, a... <laughs> I knew that was a mistake. That's not going to get you the, that that hey, get you you the boots. You hit the gate right there. Yeah. You hit the gate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. My launch yeah. control is a little off. Uh, hey, all right. X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. You want 30% off X-Brand? Use code PULPAMEX15 when you check out, and you can win, uh, or you can get save on the same goggles that uh, Brock Tickle used to get a fourth this weekend. Great job by him. Kyle Cunningham wears them. Uh, Nick Way wears them. Um, uh, the Cycle Trader Rock River guys wear them. Uh, Reslin had a good race this weekend, and many other top riders in the sport wear X-Brand. If you don't wear X-Brand, you're not going to win. It's that simple. Uh, all right, these are questions submitted by... Mo- something. Corey? Corey? Who? Uh, Rory. 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 Rory, that's what it Rory. is. Rory. Um, and um, uh, you have 15 seconds, DV, to answer these. We all have 15 seconds to answer these. Or else. Or else. All right, let's go. That was a, that's the stupidest rule ever. Okay, well. All right, Steve. Who yeah. has been the worst AMA official? Steve Whitelock. DV. I think we can all agree on that. That's fair. Why has it got to be white? What? Nothing. <laughs> all right. DV. What has been your worst investment you've made? That'll be good. Chris Blows at Hangtown. Uh, no, that's for DV. Oh, oh sorry, that was for Steve. No, none, zero. I don't think I'd, I've actually <laughs> none. You know, every investment is a I, great investment. Yeah, every investment. I, I never lost money. Okay. 
By the way, I saw uh, Monster Share is like all time high. They spiked the other day. It's the greatest stock ever. Yeah, I, I sold mine like a year and a half ago because I saw that big Congress thing about energy oh, drinks, yeah, and I got right. all worried. I didn't have a lot in them, but it, I, they showed the they showed the ten year graph of the stock. It's yeah. just insane. Oh yeah, somebody said on the chat room like maybe what's investment? Maybe getting married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah true. I, I lost a good uh, a good chunk. Yeah, what are you gonna do when it's a, tro- yeah. when it's a trophy girl? What are you it's gonna all do? Right. Yeah. All, all right, right. Kiefer. Yeah. What is one of DV's theories you disagree with? Oh, jeez. What, what was it? The question. Which one of your theories does he disagree with? It. It's a hard question. Maybe tire pressure. Thirteen point eight. Or can you? That's the. That's the thing. Like, That's if I'm one. gonna have to choose anything, like, there's a lot of things. Uh, I, I need, agree with almost everything got, he says. Got, uh, we need to get Brian Fleck on the do, show. Do you want? And he will, do you want, do you want will, to see all the the pictures of the guys but, riding on the rims? Hold here, on. Here hold we on. go. Calm down for a second. <laughs> here if we you go. want to see guys, if you like I, to I, ride I would, on the rim, then. I don't know. That's maybe what pressure do you, you want to run? No, here we go. Not ten and a half, not eleven. Okay, like thirteen. Thirteen, fourteen. Okay, I, I agree with him. Then everything. I thought he was actually saying more than that. So I don't. No, he's never said any crazy. That no, way. because I thought you were they saying ride like the ten, eleven. Yeah, they go. They go ten, eleven a lot. The, of times. the yeah. bike, they're on the rim. Or can you ride like this? Thanks, Kiefer. Thanks. Sorry. All right. Next next question for JT. All right, JT. If Burner raced Daytona, where would he finish? Hmm. Uh, I would say somewhere around 12 to 14. 8.2. Good mm-hmm. job, JT. Steve. Oh. Why is it that you and RV are fighting? We're not fighting. We're fine. JT likes to put drama in. He always starts drama. Who? And he, JT. And he started, he started this drama. It's fine. RV, RV, yeah. RV and I are fine. No problems. You don't seem fine. <laughs> we're, we're fine. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, DV. Which of the American riders would best adapt to the GPs? Uh, Roxon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a very good answer. Um, or Muscan. Either yeah, one. Yeah, Muscan. <laughs> I think Dungey. I think Dungey, if he gets his bike... Uh, yeah, yeah, his designation's results were so... Yeah, but I think his riding style right. is maybe the the riding style that suits the best for that kind right. of racing. All right. I like how you're doing the tear-off sounds now, too. You really want those boots. Killing Don't it. you? I'm trying. I'm trying if to kill Gibbs, it. If Gibbs puts in a good effort, JT, in the next three to four weeks, I've, I've noticed his efforts kind of slacked a little bit. We're gonna yep. bu- we're gonna buy him the boots, uh, the fly. Nice. Full retail? S- sector boots. No, we get, we're going to get a bit of a deal on it. Why? <laughs> I, I don't Why? know. Where, I don't know where to Why? begin with that. But he's a friend of the show. Yeah. All right. Next question. Thanks, JT and Kiefer. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to have as a guest on the show? I ask him all the time. I ask him. He doesn't. Uh... Diana Dahlgren. You, 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 really? That's, that's I, the I, worst I, fucking answer. That's why I, I said ever. it. To she, get him all riled she's up. been on. She has? Yeah, a long time in ago. In studio? No, no, not in studio. I'm talking no, about no. in studio. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mercedes has been in studio. Yeah. Can we get uh, her back? I like Mercedes. Uh, Jenny Tapp. No, Jenny Tapp. Uh, Kylie Stavis has been in studio. I like Jenny Tapp. She's she's a nice girl. She's really cool. Yeah, yeah. she's a great yeah. chick. Um, the, the What's her name? Jenny Taft. No, the other one. Staff. Uh, Kelly Stavis. Kelly Stavis. That's yeah. the one I was in with, right? What? 
Yeah, what? yeah, you were, yeah, yeah, you were in studio with her. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. she was cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> who, who, who thought that was weird for a minute? See, that's why. Oh, I, no, no, no. But that's yeah. That's I know. One, I know what you mean. That's but, the one I was no. in, right? Let me. Uh, I was in with. Yeah, 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 yeah with sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, uh, JT. Who has been more impressive, Brock Tickle or Weston Pike? Uh, I would have to say Pike. I mean, Tickle has been good, but this weekend was great. But Pike is, I mean, the guy led. Yeah, I agree. Six laps. He led six laps. Did he crash? No. If you switch well, yeah, that gear, if you switch that gear, JT would say Tickle. No, no. <laughs> but, no, know, no, no, hey, no. No question, it's Pike. We had a question earlier, JT. Is Pike got a one-year deal or two-year with JGR? Do you know? Uh, no, I actually don't know. Oh, okay. I know. I only know his deal with us, but it's irrelevant on right. that side. Yeah, okay. I think it's uh, a one-year. I bet it's one. I think it's one, too. Okay. So, um... Next question. Okay, next question, yeah. Okay, Steve. Yep. Have you ever stiffed a waiter by not tipping them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for really bad service, I don't tip, and Pookie gets furious with me. So I don't think I've – actually, I should take that back. I think I've bec- – so Pookie doesn't leave me or, or slap me in the restaurant. I've left like a $2 tip or, you know, a $5 tip or something. But I'm a firm belief if it really sucks, put zero. And we've had some really shitty service, and she, Pookie just says, it's not their fault. They don't, da, 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 da. I got punched by a, a stripper one day, not tipping her. <laughs> you got what? Punched. <laughs> punched. That's, I swear. I'm glad I got punched actually, by a stripper. Actually, my ex-wife was there, and we were with the f- friends, and we were talking. And you know the chicks are dancing or whatever? And then, But we were not close. You so, were in the front row? No, we were all the way to the back, and she comes like, Oh, you're on a tip. I, t- I didn't see you. And you're in the she, back. She should know you don't tip. Yeah, because I'm talking to friends. I didn't even see her. And then she said, oh, do you have a tip? I just danced and I didn't see you. You should have said, yeah, and I got then, a tip. And then she's here. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got a tip? And I said, and then I I was like a, like a dick. And I said, I'm French. We don't tip or something like that. Yeah. And she punched me on my shoulder pretty hard. I was like, what the heck is going on? That was funny. Did she, she didn't punch you in the sweats, did she? No, she never, okay. she never punched me in the uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. God, I could, never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, so why would that question come up, though, from, from Rory? I don't know. It's odd. We Anyways. Should, we should figure out who this Rory person yeah. is and ask him. But no, uh, JT, have you ever stiffed somebody, like, for just no tip? Just I always feel really bad. I mean, obviously, I've not tipped because anytime you're in Europe or somewhere where it's still thin, No, like, but you know, I mean, tip, but... you've gotten terrible service. Uh, I wanted to. I just. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, hell no. I will drop the zero. I will drop the zero (laughs) if it's, you know. I know you you leave it blank or do you I always want to and I threaten and then I just back out of it. (laughs) I want to, I threaten, and then I just don't do it. Yeah. Next question. As long as you write it and you mean it. I wonder what, if Rory's listening, maybe Rory can call in and tell us why he asked that question. Yeah. There's got to be a reason. Yeah. Okay, DV. Who would you like to see announcing the TV broadcast? I recommend David Bailey. Art was there this weekend. Oh, he's from there, right? He's yeah, from Atlanta. Yeah, 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 he was there. Well, I can't talk to him. I didn't see him. Yeah, I think they were like the best combo. I think Art recommend was great, like better than Ralph, obviously. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. and Bailey, I had knowledge, more knowledge than Fro. Fro is like going, it's like corporate. Like uh, there's nothing soft, uh, flat. You know, like, there's Limp. nothing to Fro, it. 
Bro is scared to say anything. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you really need that money to live? Just say what you think and just give us something. The some only thing point. I didn't like about Bailey, and my buddy Jason Thomas on the line here can attest to this because I think one of the – JT was an example. Uh, the number 51 Yamaha pulls a start um, at some Supercross, and he's up front or whatever running first or second. And Bailey's like, he's going to get shuffled to the back right away, and which is probably true to a point. But David would never like talk about like pump this JT up or any privateer that was doing well. Yeah, it's harsh. Bailey would be like, "Yeah, he's not in this guy's league. He will be." And I'm always like, "Come on, dude!" Because I was working for privateers back then. Like, come on, dude, give these guys you know some credit. So right. that's all. So, so yeah. you were pissed at him for saying the truth. It wasn't the truth. He didn't need to say that. He could have pumped up the privateers. So. Yeah, everybody pumps everybody in this industry. Uh, oh, Pookie. So <laughs> Rory's Rory's uh, question was about, because last night Pookie and I had an issue at dinner, but it wasn't mm. our issue. It was her friend's issue. But, yeah, anyways, that's why I brought up. Okay. Okay. Rory texts me somehow. He has my number. Weird. Yeah. I don't know how he has mine either. All right. All right, Kiefer. Mm-hmm. Does the constant bike and parts testing help or hinder you in setting up your race bike for Canada? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, it does both. Um. It hurts me because I'm constantly looking for something better because I've felt it before. And then it helps me to go in the right direction. So it does both, actually. Beautiful. You look good in the corners. Thanks. Got great corners. As long as Travis tells me, that's all that matters. See my corner? How'd I look? Yeah, you look good. Was that good? Yeah. Sweet. I don't like the slow-mo bullshit, though. I'm over it. That's him. Like, right there. I don't think this iPhone and everyone posts their shit in DV... You can get on this. Oh, here we go. This slow-mo, it makes the bike sound like shit. I mean, it looks cool, but I mean, like, just play it in regular motion. It Who looks cares? Better. I have a slow-mo. When I, follow, when I follow riders on social media, and all they do is post photos of themselves and talk about, like, I don't know, what a great day it was or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of get, like, dude... Why don't you post a photo of your bicycle, your bicycle ride? Or maybe you went to Jimmy John's and no, something no, weird happened. No. Like, that's your social what, media. Like, what I hate about this thing is <laughs> the social media. Yeah. It's all the companies that give free shit to riders. Yeah, I get free shit, bro. They get more exposure than people that actually pay the big bills. How so? They're all like... They're all fucking excited well, about, was, about a fucking underwear or, so, or the shoes they got for free when the I, team, they should show the team, the, right, the, yeah. the gear company, the, I don't know, the, well, the, yeah, the team sponsor thing. Yeah. They pay hundreds of thousands of dollars, but they're excited about, oh, they got a free bicycle. So we're going to, well, we got, but that's like fine. you, like you, you, you're going to post the a picture. To, that's the only way they're allowed to thank them. They can't thank him right. at the race. They you can't get, say it you, on TV. It doesn't matter. You know, guys that make media I know, DV. No I bought, I like bought my fucking bikes all my career. I don't give free shit. I, just want, I made money. Just uh, go buy one and stop, like, blowing everybody for free shit. But I'm that, over that the shit. company probably tells them to post it up. It what? doesn't matter. You don't. Seriously. You think, I like, all the pu- guys. I going to punch me right I thought he going to punch you. <laughs> hey, do you really think a guy like, let's say. Tickle. A, a top 10 guy really need a fucking free bike? Just go buy one. Right. Well, I'm okay. Entitlement. With that. You ever heard that That's word? Mine. Entitlement. Fuck. What? Okay. Back to what I was saying. JT, do you know what I mean? Like, I follow you. I follow you, Rider X, because I want to see. I don't know some funny stuff. What mm-hmm. goes on in your life? Maybe right. maybe a picture of your chick. Uh, a picture of your dog. I don't want to just see like a photo of you racing all the time from Cudby saying, 
great night. Can't right. give it up to my team enough. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that part. I yeah. mean, I also think, like. Yeah, you have to do that. Sponsors that get involved, that's the only thing they ask. I have contracts. That's what they say. All we ask is that you do social media of our product. That's yeah. it. Hey, Osborne had Nothing to know. Osborne. The, uh, your guys, your guys do like, oh, I got this cool fly shirt and post on Instagram all day. I don't think so. Um, Osborne yeah. had to join social media, I think, for uh, Rockstar. Really? Yeah, they want. They, 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 some they need to, to, to sign up and some they need to just well, quit. It does uh, but work. But TV, they, they say fly racing on, on national television. Like, I'd rather have that. It's, it doesn't bother me. It does, like, you know what? It, the, the thing is, on national television, they, uh, the market is not there. The market that, the, the people that follows uh, the writers on uh, on Instagram and social media is more outgoing fan that pays for product. More you look than at some the of those comments, I don't think they're older than 12 anyways. They don't have money to buy uh, The parents product. do. Yeah, maybe. And all, right. Going, all right, next question. Yeah. All right, last question for uh, JT. When the riders each designed a Supercross track, whose was your favorite? Uh, I don't know. They only did it like one year, really, that I can remember. No eight. Which yeah, one? Nine, uh, nine, I guess they did a little bit of Pastrana's track. I don't know. They all had their own strengths. You um, know, like my uh, Detroit 2008? Come on. I. I did all right. I did like your track. I thought your track was I actually like I did. I like the one that Larry Brooks did for Chad. Chad it was Chad's track, but Chad didn't design it. Larry Brooks designed it. I actually like that one. It was uh Indy oh eight. I like that one. X brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere, EKSbrand.com. The top goggle in the sport. Everywhere. Off road too. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Dominating. Killing it. Pulp brand is Pulp Show. Pulpamex 2015. That, that wasn't Moser's best work. It wasn't Moser's best work? No. Okay. Well, he'll try to pick it up. Um, oh, going to get better. All right. Hey, uh, JT, thanks for coming on, man. I know your voice is short, Yeah, no so worries. I wanted to get you on a little bit and uh, get your hey, thoughts. Hey, JT. JT. Yo. I wrote more mains than you. Did you see? Oh, here we go. DV, there's never been a question about who's a better rider. Or no, 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 no. But we had a okay. feud. We had a feud. If you're, if you're trying to brag to me that you're better, I don't no. really think that. No, 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 no. We had a feud on Twitter. It was during Southwick National a few years ago. And you told me there was no way I was going <laughs> to. I made more main than you. So one day I said, oh, two years later, I'll just look it up. <laughs> I, have a few, I have a few more Spread- on the spreadsheet. <laughs> That's all. That's all I wanted to say. There's no hard feelings, buddy. At least you're humble about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, fly racing, everybody. Uh, JT, I had to, fly I had to racing. Say com. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Uh, let's let's get a. I had to say we're supposed to take a commercial, but we didn't. So let's take a commercial after our next guest. Let's get our next guy on the phone. All right. Um, Killing it always. Black Ops Moto, that's right, to celebrate their hometown Supercross and Bike Week at Daytona. For the whole month of March, they will be offering 20% off their ignition coils. you got to go uh, online and, uh, and do this. Um, and we thank those guys for uh, coming on. BlackOpsMoto.com, I think. Hold on. Yeah, there we go. 
BlackOpsMoto.com. Uh, again, they're, they're doing it for the Munch March, a special uh, special thing, special sale. And uh, motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for 40 years. We should get you to try one of these, Kiefer. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we should do We should do that. Do a little test on it. Yeah, uh, I'll get you one, and you can uh, tell us what you think. Black Ops Moto Coil is designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Are you leaving, DV? DV's taking a break. Commercial break, right? No. I know. We got our next guest on. Millsaps. Oh, yeah, I'm stay. Okay, he's going to stay now, folks. <laughs> Congratulations. He's, he's K-dubbing it. Yeah, he's going to stay. Uh, Davey Millsaps brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, V3 uh, motocross handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition. And uh, Yoshimura Suzuki uses uh, Vortex. Babbitt's Cowie in the Arena Cross Series uses Vortex. If you want 40% off Vortex, email roger at vortexracing.com. And uh, they'll see you at the track. Vortex, owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts. Let's get uh, this guy on the phone and... Uh, Talk to him about his season and how it's going and all that, and we welcome on the show, I think for the first time in a while, Davey Millsaps, what's up? Not much, man. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks for coming on. DV was going to leave, and now he stayed for your segment, so. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I uh, appreciate it, DV. I should have stayed. Oh, wait, wait. Stay. I shouldn't stay. The other day, I saw him on the road. I waved him high. He's like, uh, he cool guide me. Dude, look you at know? you with your beard and hey, your no hair. I waved. I weighed back, but I had <laughs> no idea who it was. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I figured out. I figured out. You're like, yeah. who is this guy? Did he used to win Supercrosses? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because I was in front of him, and then I was going, and he wasn't going fast, and he sped up and got right next to me, <laughs> and then then waved and then sped up more, and I'm like, well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 702-586-757. You got a question for Monster Kawasaki, uh, Davey Millsaps. He's on. So I don't know how else to put this, so let me just come right out, Davey. <laughs> well, you might as well. You do everything else. So uh, good, good point. What's going on? What's happening? Uh... You're crashing a lot? Like, you're... You're, you've got you come around. You've had the illness you're dealing with, and you've come around, and you've put some times on the board and, and running some good laps. But man, it's been a rough year for you. Yeah, it definitely has been a rough year, and um, you know, I haven't crashed that much. Yes, I've crashed, um, but you know, kind of like I explained it earlier, it's you know your your brain's wanting to do one thing and your body's telling you no. And that's kind of how it is for me. Um, you know, I was dealing with a, with an illness uh, for quite a while. And as of, um, you know, recently, I was told that I'm finally, you know, able to do everything I need to do. Mm-hmm. And recently, as in last week. So now I can actually start, you know, doing the training and doing um, the writing that I need to do to get back to where I need to be. And it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, it, no sure. matter how much you want it to happen, as much as I've lost from this illness, um, uh, it doesn't it doesn't come right back overnight. It's going to take me a little bit to to get going and to to get the shape that I need and and the physical ability to stop crashing and ride within my limits of uh, where I was, um, you know, going mm-hmm. into Monster Cup or even in thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that answers your question. So we should be looking for better results here in the next two, three weeks or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think I think as every week goes by, I'll be getting better. Right. Um, because it is hard to play catch up in the middle of the season. You know, sure. at the end of the day, if you look at it, everyone that is racing, you know, most of them came in the season in shape. 
And those guys uh, are the ones that <clears throat> obviously are at the top every weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, every week that they go home, they don't just sit there and let everyone else catch up. Mm-hmm. You know, they work just as hard, if not harder, as they did going into the season to stay there or to get better. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to play, we're all trying to play catch up, <laughs> at least I am, <laughs> right. to, to those guys. So every week that I go home and I train, you know, they're doing the same thing and they're just getting better as I'm catching up to where they used to be, you know, it's going to take me a while to get to where they are. Yeah. Happy with your bike and everything and all that? I mean, is it kind of what? I mean, no, the bike's great. The team's great, you know, and and they've been, they've been very, very, very understanding of what's going on. That's Um, good. And obviously, you know, I had to tell them what's going on and and everything like that. And and they stuck behind me and, you know, at, You know, at the end of the day, obviously the results aren't there, and that's not what the team wants, and, you know, that's not what I want. But, um, you know, when when you when it's out of your hands and you mm-hmm. can't do anything about it, it's kind of hard to to sit there and, and take the blame for everything. And um, <clears throat> for me, it's they've all stuck behind me and, um, and have encouraged me to, you know, to, to get better and – and that's 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 been very cool on their part. Right. So it's been frustrating for you, I imagine. I mean, you know, you no. can run with these guys. You, you know? have no idea. Yeah. You, I mean, it, it's so frustrating to to go home and and even at the end of the night, you know, and when you're sitting there and and you have no gas left in the tank and and you're just wondering, like, seriously, how much longer is it going to be? But you know, it it, mm-hmm. just, it takes time. Is it something like, I mean, no, it sounds like you don't want to talk about it that much and get too personal, but is it something that just drains you? It's not you? that I don't want to talk about it. It's just something that, you know, I was specifically told not to get in detail about. Okay. So it's, because yeah. it just sounds like, you know, Epstein Barr, Mono, or something just like, it just if you just dig yourself in a hole, then you're screwed, you know? It was a little worse than that. Yeah. Well, listen, so, Tim, Tim Ferry had Epstein Barr when I worked for him. And people say Epstein yeah. Bar is made up, but I it's saw. The, no, I've had it too. I saw the guy. He was worked after a heat race. He was like white, like he was like <laughs> like like I'm done. You know what I mean? I'm like that wow. was that was the in the nineties was the the arm pump, and then he moved to arm pump surgery. Yeah, he moved to Epstein Bar. <laughs> I'm telling you, Epstein Bar is real DV though. Yeah, I saw Red Dog. He was exhausted after like a heat race. And then there's Mono. Oh, here we go. And what else? Well, Epstein, Barr, and Mono are, you know... A little bit different. You know, six in one, half, done, half dozen in the other as far as what they are. You know, them together is chronic fatigue syndrome. So, in a way, they're they're yeah. almost the same. But one can turn into the other, but the other can't turn into the one. Mm. It's weird. Yeah. But you, everybody has Mono, basically. Everyone yeah. has the virus every, inside yeah. of them. Everyone has the virus. It's yeah. just what you do to prevent from it coming out, really. It stays dormant in your system the whole time. Yeah. But... You know, at the end of the day, for me, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that. It was, you know, it was it was one thing that accumulated to two things that accumulated to three to four, and ended up having four to five different things wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And all that together <laughs> is what you guys have been seeing. You uh, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know you that well or nothing, but you look like you like lost weight or or maybe that was just training or whatever, but. You didn't look as muscular. Not that I'm totally checking you out, but what do you smell like? Did it cause no? But you know what I mean. Did it cause you to lose some weight and kind of I don't know maybe? It, it, no, it it actually it actually caused me to gain weight oh, okay. and lose muscle. Yeah, mm. yeah. I just thought you just looked a little different yeah. from you know years yeah, past. It, it, 
I feel different. Um, it, it took a toll on my body. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it's just weird. It's just weird how you know everyone reacts to what I had differently. Mm-hmm. And there's not the same thing for every single person. And that's what's just so hard about it is, is that you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. At Anaheim, I want to say it was Anaheim 2, when I was riding, I took off. And that's when they had that um, over-under at Anaheim 2. Yep. After the finish line. Yeah. And... I took off on the first lap on the face of that jump, seriously thinking I was going to make the jump. And I landed on top. <laughs> right. So you basically yeah, went half the distance or whatever yeah. you need to go. So, like, that's what was going on. That's what went on for a long time yeah. is the jumps were moving and stuff was getting closer <laughs> and further. And, like, it was shutting my motor skills down and, and my ability to judge the jumps. And, it was just it was just a really 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 strange feeling to be honest, and <clears throat> it was freaky. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you know, I had to push through. I I, I had to race. I wanted to race, and you know, I don't want I don't want to miss any more races. So even though my results are horrendous, you know, uh, they will get better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the question that everyone's asking too is. Did Trey hit your rear wheel to loop out, or yes. did you loop out on your own? Yes, I've said it. No, I've said yes. it. He, he, he tapped my rear wheel. Um, For sure. It wasn't, it wasn't like anything crazy, but it just happened to be the right time as I was coming down, and he rode up with my rear wheel, and it just shot me, shot my rear wheel to the ground um, faster than what I needed it to. <laughs> yeah, I think he clicked with the front wheel, like yes. knobs against knob, and... I said it three seconds after. Everybody says, "Oh, he, lo- he looped out." There's no way, and 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 uh, yeah, I, I've seen it, and it's 100 percent for and, and, sure. And and so you had that thing where you got the nice, uh, you know, your DNF, and then you at Atlanta, you were shaken up in practice in that crash. Um, yeah, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Atlanta yeah. hurt. No, no doubt. That about. was that was again. You know, that was. My brain wanting to go one speed, but my body saying, slow the F down. <laughs> hey, I understand what that's like, believe me. Yeah. In, inside me is an elite athlete, and now I can't <laughs> perform. <laughs> Listen to him. That's a, that's a genuine laugh yeah, right he, there. He really can't even control himself <laughs> right now. Um, uh, Vortex Racing, you bring in Davey Millsaps, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki's Davey Millsaps. Uh, Luke, you got a question for uh, Davey Millsaps? Yeah, I, uh, I was just curious because last year uh, you were racing with KTM and we really didn't get to see you uh, we didn't see race. You at all. And I was just yeah. wondering uh, what you thought about the KTM, how it felt compared to the Japanese bikes. Um, to be honest with you, I never got a chance to ride it that much to give you a, a real comparison. You know, I, I really wasn't on the bike that much. Um, all in all, it, you know, I was fine with it. I, I had no issues with it. Um, it, everything was good. It's just, you know, one thing after another that kept going on with my foot that didn't really allow me to get any testing done and, and, um, anything like that. So to answer your question, um, I, I can't really give you a, a full, you know, breakdown. Yeah, breakdown of either one of them, or or, or the KTM for that fact of comparing it to one to the other. All right, well, I uh, appreciate it, and I uh, wish you luck the rest of the season. 
All Thanks, right. man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Yeah, appreciate it. Hey, two uh, uh, the guys at Cowie, new new team for you. I, I've been around them a few t- for a few years now. Um, hung out with them, and a great bunch of guys, man. Not, yes. I mean, they won a lot of titles, a lot of championships, and I think part of the reason, honestly, from from Big B to Dan to Theo to Mike to uh, to Kurt to everybody, like real laid back, loose group. Loose group of guys that you know don't uh, don't put a lot of pressure on people, and, and but they're all great at their jobs. No, I mean they've been around for a long time, you know, and and they know what it takes, and and you know obviously they've won a lot, and that's what they've been used to, and this isn't something that they've been used to, so it, it takes a little bit to to kind of brush it off and 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 forget the negative side of it, and. and and make it and turn it into a positive. Right. But, uh, you know, they've all been all been doing that, and they've all been trying really hard to um, to do that for me. And um, so, to me, and everyone over there has been fantastic. Like you said, from from Reed to to Dan to Mike, of course, and uh, Theo and Rick and and Kurt and you know Dana and just yeah. everyone everyone over there. It's uh especially, you know, Big B. Big B's commentating with right. the videos. And, and right. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. He, mm-hmm. he's, uh, you know, they all make it fun, and that's what it, it helps me get motivated to obviously try to get better faster for sure. Yeah, with Will, Will's injury, uh, Anaheim won, and now you just doing what you're doing. That's a tough, tough year for him. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I'm such a jab, jab. jab. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's that no, dickish all, thing you know, again. I mean, it's the truth. It's, it is what it is, you know, but the problem is I came into Anaheim 1 with both hands tied behind my back, and yeah. and that's the part that sucks, you know, and, and the fact that I couldn't let anyone know and couldn't tell anyone what was going on, and, and you know, because it was supposed to be under control a lot sooner, but mm-hmm. when I started racing and, and I kind of, you know, was out of shape going in due to it, you know, my heart rate would <laughs> was, was through the roof during the races that it, it kept, you know, prolonging it, right. and it just, you know, just kept tumbleweeding. So we finally got it under control, though. So hopefully, hopefully, it'll, uh, uh, you know, be on the right track and and go forward. You uh, you like Daytona? Wait, yeah, you raced old school Daytona. You would have rode on one twenty fives, right? I mean, I rode my first podium was Daytona two thousand four oh, so- on one two stroke. But was uh, was a night. Still, yeah, so you, so you never rolled old Daytona then. I would have thought you might I have. Yeah. I mean, what's old? Like what's, during the daytime? What's your your first uh, pro pro year? Two thousand four. Oh four. Yeah, so that was yeah, a night already. It was already changed. It yeah. Oh three, I think it was. Oh three was the last year. One. Tim Ferry, Steve Mathis, third place. And me I, on I, the podium. I ended up breaking my back. Yeah, you day. broke your back. Damn. Um, anyways, um, so yeah, you like Daytona, you like, obviously it's a home race for you in a way, even though you live in Cali now, it's still, still kind of a home race, right? You like it? Yeah, most of my family will actually be going there, so it's definitely nice. Yeah. Um, I do, I do like Daytona. It's, it's a different, it's a different place. Um, it's, it's crazy and it's supposed to have a mother this weekend. I know, I saw the, saw the weather. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. So, um, I don't know, it's, it, it just, it changes everything up, um, was I really looking forward to it being out of shape? No, but <laughs> I mean, it it is what it is, and it's a great it's a great race to uh, you know to get twenty laps under your belt to work towards getting in shape and and to see what you can get out of it. Uh, 
Vortex Racing bringing you Davey Millsaps on the Pulp Max Show presented by BTO Sports and Fly Racing. Uh, hey, you're still working with Yogi, Ezra Lusk, yep. uh, one of the great guys and a uh, really good guy. How's that going? And, and talk about what Yogi helps you with. Um, it's it's going good. You know, obviously he's kind of in the same boat as as everyone. It's you know he's doing the best he can uh, not to lose faith and and to to keep you know pushing me forward and stuff and. And that's our robot guy. He, you know, he knows when to be negative and he knows when to be positive. And and we've been working together for quite some time now. So uh, I think we work really well together. And I mean, I I don't see I don't see me any year from here on out till I retire not having him with me. Mm-hmm. So um, he he pretty much does everything that he could possibly do for me. Does he talk much about Timmy being teammates with Timmy? <laughs> no. Okay, I, I would. No, but... you've you brought that up before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, I mean, he he obviously you know talks about Red Dog. And, oh, I bet. Yogi might like be that. one of the yeah. sickest rider to ever ride a bike. You think? Yeah, Yogi. His style is St- unreal. Yeah, Yogi gets stuff. Yeah. The technical abilities he mm-hmm. had. Is insane. I've seen him do some stuff like I wouldn't even dream doing. I think he looked the best when he was on his Yamahas. Like, uh, the f- actually, uh, in in uh, where was that? Ninety eight on a Honda was good against MC. Yeah, when he T-boned the shit out of MC at St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> what about in Phoenix? That was also after the finish when they hit. I don't remember. Yeah, Phoenix 98. Yeah, Phoenix was a good one. DV, you you can remember this. When he rode Mach 1 Yamaha, he was on last year's work stuff. 2004. They gave him a year old work stuff, and he was going as fast as Chad before the season started. He was the the second fastest guy out of all of us at the test track, day in and day out. He was looking good. uh, But there were some crashes in there. But, man, the guy, he he was on it that year. And he was near, you know, his last year's. He never raced again after that year, so. O four was his last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, he broke his tip. Yeah, he was, was doing. And then he was, was doing good. Yeah, I've seen him do a quad in Pasadena World Supercross, uh, outside a turn, like out of a turn, uh-huh. uh, seat bounce. I'm like, there's, I will never do that in my career. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not right. possible. Right. I can't do it. So yeah, it was, and I actually looked up. Timmy would have done him, it for him. Like I love this style oh, in '97. <laughs> In '97 on the Yamaha, yeah, it was yeah, it was he, pretty good. He won his first races that year in the big bike class. Kiefer, you got a question for me? Oh, I was we were watching uh, Supercross behind the Dream there night with the family, and oh, I missed I, that. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, and it was about Davey and yeah. his deal. And I just want to know if you you got a chance to see the final product, and if you liked the way they edited it, and then what'd you think? Yeah, I watched it actually. And yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. Yeah, it's just is this a, a little bit different from I guess the last couple of years when they had a little piece on you and about your family and stuff. So it was just kind of cool to see a different side, you know, a little more yeah, positive I mean, I, side. I, yeah, I think I think you know, every time I do an interview like that, um, I feel like they always try to drag the past and what happened, right. you know, between my mom and I into it and and all the drama and and stuff like that and and all the negative. And for this time. Um, it just seemed like they were they wanted to be a little bit more upbeat and and I agree and focus yeah. on on the on uh, how our sense of humor was and um, you know how the team and I meshed together and Will and I um, meshed together and and just just everything. So I thought it was I thought it was definitely a different side of it and and a good side for the fans to see for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, the the, the the thing about the drama with your family and everything, it's been told, it's been done, let's right. move on, let's try to yeah. focus on positive stuff, and you know what I mean? So yeah. it was cool yeah. for you to do that at the time, to be that honest and open about it, but yeah, you're right, like, it's a long time ago, things change, and let's move on, you know? Yeah, it was a very long time ago. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, Davey, appreciate it. No uh, worries. Um, good to touch base with you, and uh, I'll start moving you up in fantasy moto a little bit in the uh, next few weeks. David, you still live by the school? <laughs> I do. Okay, I might I might buy a house across the street from you. I went to see your house yesterday. Oh well, then DV can yell out the window about your air pressure no. and your bars and grips <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Just across. Oh, yeah, the street. I, saw, I saw that tweet today. That was kind of funny. Um, Why don't you move to Vegas, DV? Come up here. Houses are cheap up here right now. We can be neighbors. Uh, Vegas is it's, it's good. You to like come in the weekend in the summer? I'll go to the pool, gamble. But you live here. It's kind of shithole. All right, thanks. Thanks a lot, jerk. Um, well, I like to see... Too many buffets in Vegas. What's that? Too many buffets in Vegas. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um, hey, I'm, a, I'm in Alden. I'm in the bakery now. I'm in the baker's factory. There you go. Yeah. yeah no. He's eating cookies. No, no, no. Alden gave me a, a heart rate monitor, and I've been logging in my results, and we're on a program right now. Yeah, and Aldon's gonna you, with, with his iPad. Did you see that on Behind the Dream? That was fun. No, what did he do? He had all all his guy trained, oh, and yeah, he has I saw an, that. an iPad with all the heart rate. It says, "Hey Ken, you too slow. Go ahead." You know, oh with really? His iPad. Yeah, that was... so it's weird how Dungey tonight didn't realize I was in there. That's strange. I would have thought Aldon hmm, would have brought that up. Yeah, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, thanks, Davey, and uh, good luck yeah. this weekend. We'll see you this weekend. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. All right, see you. Davey Millsaps, everybody. Vortex Racing uh, presenting him on the show. Uh, commercial break. Public Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer, David Villeman, uh, and we'll have much more coming on. Uh, we're going to talk more GP, uh, RV GPs. We're going to got some more games to play. We got um, uh, something to give out, I think. I don't know what. We'll figure it out. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use the pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Jimmy Dakotas uses Race Tech. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves. Of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Hope MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. 
You can also visit us on Facebook or at blackopsmoto.com. Black Ops Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Kyle Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. 
Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schlott? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. 
back everybody btosports.com fly racing race tech vortex racing roost graphics x-brand goggles nfap jeep and truck parts hot cams works connection atlas neck braces fmf racing w wheels over like half the teams in the pits are using depending on w wheels for their wheel needs so check them out wusa.com guts racing we gave away some daytona tickets courtesy of guts two under Fantastic underwear, Kiefer. Yeah, great. Galfer brakes, official brakes of uh, JGR Yamaha, among other teams. KTMPartsExpress.com. For over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry, KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, they're there for you guys. Number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Are, their warehouse is stocked with huge inventory of genuine KTM parts. Use the code PULPMX15 to save yourself 15% from KTM parts. And look, a bunch of you guys probably have KTMs. If you need parts and shit, go to KTMPartsExpress.com. DV, good song. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize this is like a popular song, so I didn't listen to it, but I know yeah. what it's called. Very similar to the other song that you played on the show. If you Yeah, I'm really my hipster kind of yeah. deal. You okay. know? Yeah. I used to be indie rock a lot. I'm still indie rock, um, but... Kind of like been listening to what about Ipster stuff. What about Halen? No, I don't do 80s, man. Wow. No, they had number one albums in the 90s, so it's like you struck out there. KieferWorksConnection.com. Jump. Great guys. Good guys. Who? Good parts. Works Connection. Works? Yeah, would you like to talk bad about another sponsor on our show? Yeah, I could. Works Connection. They're on the cover of the new Dirt Rider magazine, by the way. They are? Yeah. With what? With Kenny Roxon. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Fantastic group of guys, and uh, oh, they have the new radiator braces in black now. Yeah, it looks good. In black. Worstconnection.com. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. I don't know where my wife went. She's supposed to be here. This is her. This is her deal, right here. So okay. So what sh- what Poogie said a few weeks ago, and, and to be fair, a bunch of other jerkies on Twitter are saying the same thing, that Justin Bogle and Kyle Chisholm sound the same. I've had it more than a few times on Twitter. My wife, the beautiful Pookie Mathis, whose friends are in town and she's barely been home the last little while, she thinks that they also sound exactly the same. Had to bring it up. So That's, that's going to be some great radio right there. She thinks that they sound so much the same that I won't be able to tell the difference. So this weekend I got the, the fabulous Brittany Chisholm who was wearing – a. I don't know what she was wearing, that smock. I don't know what that was. You could probably buy it at Pretty Rebels, but I do not think that was a good look for her. Anyways, she went out to Bogle and, of course, Kyle Chisholm. She got easy access to Kyle and had them uh, do some uh, reads for us. And, uh, do you have my- a wager on that? If you got everything right? Uh, no, we never wagered on it, but Pookie, <laughs> Pookie's about to be just destroyed here. Um, so maybe, maybe us three, Kiefer. Me I'll do it too. I'm in. DV. Okay. Come on. We can all kind of chime in. And Devin, I haven't seen these files. Uh, Swiss Corps, uh, the great Swiss Corps accumulated everything. And uh, 
and uh, sent them to Devin. So I Can don't know. Be better for Kiefer and me though, because you and DV know Kyle. You said I wouldn't know. You said I wouldn't know. Well, you're so cocky. No problem. That's what when she you're said. the best. When you're the best, you're the best. <laughs> I guess you are the best. That's what they got. The best of the rest. That email guy, though. I, best, I shouldn't yeah. say that because that email guy. Never. <laughs> yeah. I need to be nicer. All right, Devin. So let's let's do this. No more so what do we got? What, what's right. up? What's the deal? We got four clips. Yeah. I'm gonna play each four clip. You're gonna tell me who you think it is. I'm not gonna tell you if you're right or wrong until the end. So gonna okay. So okay. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, I got a piece of paper here. I'm gonna write your answers down. All right. Okay. First one. All right. This is the first clip. Pookie is my hall pass. Okay. Pookie is. Do you need a replay? <laughs> Can you replay on that one? I do. No, it's fine. That's I know who it is. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Um, Pookie, who do you think that is? Uh, I think that's Bogle. Okay. Uh, who do you think that is, Kiefer? Yeah, it's... God, that is, you know what? Now that I hear See? it, it's close. <laughs> Shit! Do it again. Hold on. Do it again. Do it again. Okay, one okay, more time. Okay, ready? Listen. Pookie is my hall pass. That's uh, Chiz. That's Chiz. I that's Chiz. <laughs> that's okay. Chiz. All right, okay. So clip number two. Okay, what do you this... think? This is clip. No, no, it's no. Chism. We're going to get his. It's All right, clip number two. <laughs> Jack looks good tonight. Hmm. I know that one. Uh, do it again. Jack looks good tonight. Oh, God. No. No. Well, I shouldn't exactly have played it a second like time because that one jacked me that's, up. That's Chiz. Okay. Who do you think? I Luke? think it's Bogle. I think it's Chiz. Chiz. All right. All right. This is clip three. F you, dude. Oh, they all sound exactly the Holy same. Holy crap. Oh, f- they kind of do. See? <laughs> they kind of do. Unless it's the same. That's Bogle. Unless it's the same one. Do it one more time. Bogle. Ready? All right. This is clip three. F you, dude. Oh, that's Bogle. Bogle. Yeah. I think so, too. All right. But hold on a second, though. I think that's Chiz. We do Chiz, Chiz, Bogle, I got. There should be eight files. There's four. Oh. Okay, so maybe he just picked the best ones. I don't know. I, maybe I missed his instructions. All right. Do you know what the answers are? They're not yeah, yes. he knows, he knows I, the answers. I, I know yeah, he's the answers. got the answers. All right, okay. next, next okay. one. This is the last clip. Yep. Steve has the best fashion sense, and that's a lie. <laughs> that's Bogle. That's both. That's both. I think they all sounded like the same That's person. That's both of them saying at the same yeah. time. Like I kind of Swiss core might have started it and yeah. then ended it. Someone yeah, else, there's two, two dudes. There's two. Go ahead. So, oh, no, ready? he said that the beginnings were choppy on one of them, though, remember? Go ahead again. As usual, right. the uh, ready? the pulp contest. Sorry. Steve has the best fashion since, and that's a lie. Yeah, that's K- Chisholm and Bogle. Yeah. Chisholm and Bogle. Um, yeah, it's Chisholm and Bogle. They should have Chisholm said, first. great radio, bro. Um, That's some, that might be the best segment on this show well, ever. We're just, I'm just, That's my idea. So you're welcome. You, you Are we answering sh- it right or should, should it be uh, two guys? You should make your own show. Should it be two guys <laughs> in each po- file? Pookie MX no. show. Starring DV. It's one answer yeah, for everything. One answer each one. Well, that last one definitely sounded like two different that's people. That's two different dudes. You want to hear it again? One. Yeah. yeah. Steve has the best fashion since, and that's a lie. That's Chisholm and Bogle. And that's a lie. Oh, Bogle, Bogle and Chisel. That's an option. Okay, but. You, oh, you I just know gave it. the you answer. Know it's so Fuck good, it. So. Can, we, can we move on? Who, who that is? Just I asked it. you to not play this game because I knew you would think it was dumb. <laughs> and you said you wanted to play, and now you're playing, and now you're making fun of it. And they have the same voice. We were wrong. Okay. Come on. You're, you know, I'm, I'm, shutting your, I'm shutting your mic off. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Okay? All right. Oh, no. Oh, he's Watson. <laughs> oh, he's taking Uh-oh. over the Steve's mic. <laughs> no, no. All right, I'll turn your mic back on. Just sit down. All right, Gibbs. Okay. First one. The answer for the first one yep. was Kyle Chisholm. 
Oh, okay. I was right. Everyone was right except for Pookie. Okay. The second one was also Kyle Chisholm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two for two, baby. Okay, so now again, Pookie, you were wrong. And then Bogle. I got it, too. Okay. Third one? Third one was Bogle. Oh, we are Three for three. Okay, and you were wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one. And the fourth one was also Bogle. All of it. All of it. Bullshit. There's a mix right there. It's kind of like a... Well, he said there were some problems with the recording, so maybe he just clipped it. But it definitely sounded like Chiz Bogle. I'll go ahead and guarantee that okay. that was Bogle at the very well, end. I'll text Swizz. Yeah. Uh, they sound because the, the, the beginning is Bogle for sure. But then like play if, clip if, two and clip three because that's one and the other. Those okay. sound like the same person. Bottom okay. line. Can you can you put them all in a row? No. no. You just said one that's Bogle was Chiz and Bogle, so you got it wrong, bro. Okay, I got he, he three said, and a half out of four. Okay, yeah, he said Bogle said and then Chiz. Even play because it was no contact. Three and a half out of four. You yeah, got all, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you got everything wrong. Just for the record, Pookie. I didn't say <laughs> I would know it. I Pookie, said you lost. Know it. Good point. Go make some meatloaf. Shit. Um. So yeah, Pook. So suck on that. All right, next, we all, next segment. We, we I, all. It was like it did freak me out at first because I was like, Shit. "No, it's close. It's I, close." I, but I found the I found the the way. Okay, you know how to tell them apart. Chiz has a break in his voice, like a like a little eh, like a <laughs> kind of like, like a jeep throw. If I could fucking noise. talk, what this is, that's what it would be. That's Mars Attack. <laughs> No. This this show is made the worst. Um, it's like okay. It in motorcycle so terms, it's it's little lean. He has lean pop in his voice. Huh? Do a chiz bit real quick. Listen. Pookie is my hall pass. You hear it? It's cracking. It's cracking. Hey, you know First what? First of all, fuck you, tonight. chism, you for saying Pookie's uh, your hall pass. Beat in in French. Beat. Beat. Bit. 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 What? Dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what now? Um. Bit. So okay, Pookie? well, clip two and clip three sound like the same person. All right, here, ready? Two different people. Here, yeah, clip, play them. Clip two. Jack looks good tonight. Clip three. F you, dude. That sounds like the same person. It is, it is close. Good it's, it's, you got a point. But Tweet you are, me at but you lost it, if you think they sound the same. You, you know what? You'll get a sticker. Just kind of the kids at the doctor's office. Oh, and <laughs> you'll get a sticker. All but right, you I lost. gotta go. Meatloaf. Where's, where's the apology? The, the, no, it's not coming. F you, dude. Mm-mm, there it is. She's That's not coming. <laughs> hey. There it is. Fuki says she's, she's not coming. <laughs> yeah, you, I love you, it. You would say that. See? I didn't grab that low-hanging fruit. No, did. you didn't. That, that, that is a kefir thing to grab, for sure. Good job. You're maturing. <laughs> Thank you. It's going for higher fruits. All right, Pookie. Thanks for nothing. And, it was uh, close, though, Are right? you coming home tonight? Seriously. Serious question. Yes, but not till late. What time? Probably after midnight. Oh. That guy's going down. Sincere. Be Stop careful uh, because, um, you know, Cinderella, midnight is, that's it. <laughs> Anything else? You want? I wish I was staying. I would right go out right with you, but I have to drive back with oh. Kifro. Damn. Damn. Unless I, took, I take uh, Uber <laughs> to Esperia. How much would that cost? A what? Uber? Uber. 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 What's that? Yeah. Oh. All right. Thanks, Poop. All right. We that. should do that section again. It was, Thanks, that to was good. Thanks to Brittany for that, doing that. Yeah, those are funny sayings, and I think I think that was a good game. That was. Okay. They're close. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, Race Tech. That's right. Race Tech. Uh, privateer Proven Freeze. Dakotas Gilmore. Just some of the guys using uh, Race Tech suspension. They've been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Racetech.com. 
Want 10% off? Use the discount code PULBAMEX2015 when ordering. Get 10% off at Racetech. So here's the best emails of the week. Um... Hey, dude, you can't ever, ever, ever say anything negative about someone throwing a knack-knack. This is Supercross McGrath Sport. I don't care if someone's coming in last in the LCQ throwing a knack-knack or any cool move. Um, blah, 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 blah. Throw in some, I, that's why I never loved Villapoto. He looked like he hated being there. Throw some style. Sent by the Peach Man. I was criticizing uh, Anthony Rodriguez being on Star Yamaha, mm-hmm. and he won the LCQ last week, and he did a fist pump okay. coming down to start straight, and then he did a knack-knack over the finish line, and I'm like, dude, you're on a factory Yamaha team. You should not be celebrating. This. A win's a win. I know, but anyways. Okay, so here's a question for you two jerkies. This guy. Hey, you're going to show me some respect, please. Okay. All right. Here's a two for you, for you jerky, and then Mr. Villeman. <laughs> okay. This guy, Kevin and his buddy can't make Unadilla, their annual trip to Unadilla this year. He's got a wedding Friday and blah, 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 blah. So from a fan's perspective, would you recommend Kevin and his buddy Go to High Point or Bud's Creek. He's never been to either one. Which one should he go to if you were just a fan? Well, that's a tough one. I said Bud's Creek to him. Uh, Good viewing area. Kind of, uh, uh, you can see everything. Uh, Washington, the Mar- the Maryland, you got the ocean and the seafood restaurants and nice little town. You know, and- I never stayed there by the the water. Okay. Everybody talks about that place, but I always stay in... Uh, Great radio, bro. What's no, uh, Waldorf, Waldorf, yeah, Waldorf. Or La Plata, whatever it is. Yeah, I stayed in Waldorf most of the time, but I've stayed down on Solomon's Island a few times. It's nice. But, but anyway. Yeah, but Creek, I guess. But Creek, But yeah. I can't, you know, I point, I won twice in High Point. I cannot throw High Point under well, the, the bus. Well, Kevin, go to High Point and maybe look for the plaque that recommends DV. Uh, yes, Kevin? We have an update. Yep. What did you say? The Who right. who See? did you say was Here first? Here we go. Who did you say was first? Chisholm Bogle. Chisholm was first. The okay. first file was Chisholm. You are 100% correct. Boom. Starts with Chisholm, ends with Bogle. Yeah, we you got it all it. right. Yeah, we we already know that. Yeah. No, 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 because because it was I thought it was Bogle the entire clip, and you first said no, no, oh, no. Oh, I'm Chiz, sorry. I thought, no, 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 about, no. I thought you were talking about clip number one. No, 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 no. The last clip you said we said clip four. Clip four. Yeah. It started with Chiz and ended with Bogle. Suck it, Pookie. Clip four started with Chiz and ended with Bogle. Devin screwed up the uh, game. Oh, that's my fault. Sorry. Sector Boots, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Um, yeah, honestly. You, you it, won't pay for them anyway, so I shut up. No, I'll pay for them. No. I, I think There's I will. There's no way you're going to pay for them. I don't know. No Dude. way. Make a bet. All right, next question. Yep. Matt, uh, how much weight does powder coating the frame and swing arm add to the Team 2-2 bikes, and it must affect how the frame swing arm works versus stock? Actually, they're anodized. What is Not that? powder coating. Uh, how much weight does powder coating the frame and swing arm to charge bikes? It's it's anodized. It's not powder coating. These guys, they, they need to, 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 to look for something else sometime. Seriously. Okay. One thing that I heard from the JGR guys was they anodized their frame, and mm. they had issues with the with the uh, reliability of it, which I've been meaning to I'm gonna, gonna maybe ask uh, Lars about that. But the, the, the reliability of the anodization or like the, the frame? The frame itself. I'll be done. I don't really know the I know what anodizing does, but I don't know what it does to the quality of the metal. It's I'm not with a, electricity, right? Yeah, in, it, in, yeah. In it's, water. I'm not a. And, mm, in, in, uh, Pookie, are you leaving? Like for good? <laughs> for the night? She'll send uh, right a, now. A lawyer's tomorrow. Bye, Pookie. Bye. You have the no, the paper. No, time. I thought you were gonna make a little like bye. I'm leaving. By the way, I got it right again, so I got four right out of four. Get give me some coffee. Make right. coffee. <laughs> Here's a question. Tyler, 
Do you think that Weston's privateer background, um, do you feel that his privateer background has some correlation to how he can ride any setup easier compared to Barsha? Because he's not used the factory parts, which are better. No, because what it boils down to is the fuck it attitude. I mean, Weston has more. What Antonap was saying on the Right, yeah. Weston has more of a fuck it attitude than Barsha does. All right. Um, Gus sent this in. Can you believe that no one even mentioned that Kennard lost second? They were rambling on about some other crap, and the board shows Kennard in third, 11 seconds back all of a sudden. No mention. No mention all during the broadcast. I haven't watched the show yet. Uh, So I watched the whole thing, and I still don't know how Tomac got second. Um,. Canard went off the track. I didn't see it either, though. I didn't see Kennard it either. went off the track, uh, got crazy, got off the track. Tomac got him. But I guess they didn't show it on TV. And uh, this guy is thankful that Supercross is live and available, even though some of the camera stuff, they, they miss stuff. What are you going to do? It has to. Come on. Uh, 15 years ago, you had to wait the following Saturday to watch a race. Mm-hmm. Now you have everything for free almost. This guy said... Uh, let me start by saying I love the show. I listen to you for about seven hours a week, and it never gets old. Can't really say that about any other podcast. Everyone loves Two Strokes, and Chad Reed has been tweeting lots of Two Stroke stuff these days. Do you think a Two Stroke charity race would ever work? <laughs> these guys got to let it go. Dude, you know how gnarly Two Stroke – I mean, the views on – when we do stuff on oh, Dirt I know, Rider, I it's know. crazy. I, well, I, look, I built the Two Stroke, the right, Project 90. Look at that. Like, but these guys got to let it go, man. They're gone. Right. Let it go. Every time I get back on a two-stroke, it's like, it's not as good as I remember. They're hard work. Yeah. They're hard to ride. All right. They made racing better, though, in a way. And then, you know, like, what's crazy? So, in 97, when Henry came out, one, and everybody saw this this is a cheater bike. You know, bike is, like, so much traction. It's not possible. It's, like, so much of an advantage. Mm Mm-hmm. And now you see the guys 10, 15 years later, everybody talks about traction. They have no traction, no traction. Tires, no traction, you know? Yeah. You got to figure out, like, it was the best for traction. It was amazing, right? Yeah. 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 And now everybody's looking for traction. Nothing works. You know, you have to ask yourself the question, what the fuck are they doing with the four stroke? It's funny because I did a test the other day and we ran some new style Bridgestones. I don't even think they're available. Oh, they're back? Bridgestones back? This guy, this guy on the thing says grip and traction is not the same. Yeah, good job, bro. I don't know this. You're an idiot. All those people in the chat room are 95%. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> this guy, this guy is going to teach me my, my job, what I do. Bridgestone is. Back to, <laughs> it's back to like going with Bridgestone tires. They're, they're fucking good tires, man. Yeah. Even the stock, ask a. I'll see. He won racing with stock Bridgestone and Dunlop stickers on his uh, fenders. Uh, ben sent this in. Steve, want to let you know you're killing it, and I've been killing it for a long time. Uh, Always killing I've it. I've been a listener from very near the beginning of Pulp MX and have literally listened to every podcast you've done, even the hockey ones. Yeah. And I still get stoked when I refresh iTunes and see some new content. Show 202 with 722, Kiefer, and Preston was absolute gold. Seriously, one of the best shows ever. Yeah, that, it was, I mean, we talked about it on the way home. Like, that, I felt good. We I did, good. actually, yeah. yeah it, was, it was crazy. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for the content you put out and for sticking it out this long, putting up all the shit directed at you from numerous fans and industry people. Cheers, Ben. Thanks, Ben. But you're going to lose me soon. I'm going to hockey. Um, that's Racetech emails, uh, racetech.com. What's the, Fantastic uh, company. Killing it. Privateer proven. Racetech. You know what I hate about hockey? 
when they, where, where are they in the top 10 <laughs> on, on Sports Center? When they're on Sports Center, one of the top 10 is hockey. I'm like, dude, they wasted a, a basketball play. You know? Like, uh, here we go. I'm like, what the well, hell? When I, whenever I see soccer on TV, I'm like, great, they wasted my eyes. <laughs> so, uh, Gibbs. Yeah. Gabby Gibbs. You had the intro problem. Then you had the no segment You got to ride in your socks, buddy. And now you I have spelt Brian Brain again. I thought we got over that. You were doing well. Sometimes I'm just trying to be quick I and proficient. You, I gave you some props last week. <laughs> Brian. Well, don't prop me. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> don't prop me. <laughs> Brian, what's up, man? Don't prop me. Hey, fellas. How are we? However you spell my name, it's cool. No worries. Thanks, Thanks for, Brian. So, yeah, exactly. Hey, did I see you this so, week? I didn't see you this weekend. Um. Uh, uh, usually you're me. no. Usually you're you're around, right? What's that? Usually I've seen I, you. Bef- I've, I've seen you before at the Atlantas. Well, the thing is, I've never seen you in Atlanta. How about that? I know. I, I know. Um, I'm just. I'm just kidding. I was actually not there. Brian's uh, blind. Everybody wants to. Yes, know. and and, right. I, and I'm, I'm getting to. I'm getting to that. Not throwing the pity party, but no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was. I was actually not in Atlanta this week. I was there uh, last week. I had uh, conflict, so okay. I was not. I was not a happy man. But anyway, no worries. Um, so, so sticking with the blind thing, not to <laughs> cause attention to that at all. Um, so I have to listen to writers' voices. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think it was a couple of years ago, maybe it was last year, and uh, the Race Day Live pre show, whatever they call it, called it back then, I heard this guy, and I think it was in Seattle, so Bogle was obviously running east, and I, I heard this guy, and I thought, who the dump is that? So I had to text Y again. I said, why is Bogle in Seattle? I think it was in Seattle or something like that. And he was like, mm-hmm. no, that's Chisholm. And I, I, I guess I hadn't heard Chis talk in a while or something like that. But I just thought, no stinking way. That was, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I can definitely tell the difference a, a little bit now because I've had to, you know, right. or because I've tried to listen to both of them. Right, right, right. Good grief. I mean, for people who, I mean, for you guys who obviously don't need to because you can see faces, you know, you guys can, you know, maybe look at faces and, and see who's who. Yeah. But trying to listen between the two of them is definitely a difficult task. So you guys, so you guys aren't, uh, well, you guys aren't alone, man. Well, Brian, I wish you could you could see DV with his beard in all its glory <laughs> right now. But well, buddy, well, I will tell you the the awkward thing that happened last year. Speaking of being able to see things that nobody else did, and maybe you guys will laugh at this. Maybe you'll think it's just complete ridiculousness. But I did, I did get to meet. Blake Wharton, and everybody talks about his hair. Mm. I have no idea how big that hair is. Yeah. I actually asked him if I could feel it. And that was kind of awkward, I know. There's a small country completely... living in there. <laughs> What's that? That's a small country. There's some rodents in there and things. Oh, dude. It, it was uh, it was something else to feel. But, I don't know. I, the the Bogle Chisholm thing is uh, is definitely quite, a, uh, quite an enigma. And it's kind of funny that you guys did well, that. I nailed it, so. Suck on yes, that, Brian. All right, man. Thanks, I'd rather nail something else, buddy. Hey, uh, uh, nice. I, I just got it. All right. I, I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. Pookie was like, you can't tell apart. No, you know what? You're wrong because you said Bogle and Chisholm. It was. You didn't listen no, to but it. But it's Chisholm and no. Bogle. No, no, no said I Chisholm said Chisholm and Bogle. He did. I no, he did Bogle yeah, Chisholm. No, I said Bogle Chisholm. No, you know what? You're going to Chisholm. Even Bogle, though he talked shit on me, he did do it right. When did I talk shit on you? I'm fucking with you. All right. Hey, listen. So, listen, DV, put your phone down. Uh, now's your time to shine. DV? Yep. Hold on. I'm, uh, RV. I'm on online dating okay. app. Well, <laughs> step one, shave that beard. Tinder. No. Um, RVGP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Meatloaf. You wrote a little column today on Pulp MX about it. Yeah, you it. guys need to go and. But in a, just to recap a little bit, you're not happy with his setup. You feel like his setup is a big reason why um, he struggled a bit. And to be honest, I cannot believe he did some, did not do any preseason races. I thought that was a bad idea. But then, like Osborne, there's was, a lot of thing. There's a lot of stuff that was a bad idea. Osborne, Osborne was saying, you know, every preseason race is muddy and snowy, and you don't learn anything, anyways. In Italy, it's not. Okay. So what do you what do you make? Just bad idea testing. You spoke to DV. You spoke to RV at no. A, I think okay. it's you know what. It's just like sterile. It's the same thing. The thing is, there's nobody because yes, RV is a, a big star. Is a legend. He's gonna be. Like you guys say in a ball world, Hall of Famer. And there's nobody that says, you know what? Dude, what are you doing? You're going in the wrong direction. It's not like this. Mm-hmm. You know? Then yet you have his dad next to him that kind of like uh, defend Ryan. Right. You know, oh, he won so many races like this. is going to be fine. No, we'll be fine. There's no be fine. It's, it's different. You're right with, with Ryder that have really smooth bike, really easy to ride bikes i believe gp riders are fitter are more fit i think Kiroli might be fitter than any competition that ryan had in the u.s in all his career and i think nobody tells him that's not the way to do it, it they have too much of an ego of being a legend and winning so many races and champions and 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 I got that. But at one point, when you start something new like this, mm-hmm. you have to start from square one. Like I said in the column, you almost have to sp- go there in Europe, stay for three, four months, not come back here, not go to Anaheim. I don't care about what monsters say. If you want results, you have to go in Europe. Mm-hmm. You have to test for th- three months. Just like you do when you do Supercross. What did we do in all days? Yeah. We had Steel City first weekend. It was uh, Labor Day. Yeah, September. Yeah. And then the the Wednesday after that, mm-hmm. we were on the track testing Supercross. Mm-hmm. It was the 10th of September. That was what? Four months before right. the first race? Yeah. And all that time, we tested. It was the same bike. It was the same tires. It was the same people working with you. Everything was the same. Mm-hmm. Now, it goes a different team, different series. Different rider that he has to race against. And you go there for like a couple of weeks. You ride, you ride. You change a few things. You fly back. You come to California. You ride in Milestone, which is a freeway. You go to Glen Helen, where obviously the setup that you know mm-hmm. will be always better yeah, than what you don't know. Yeah, from. you dominated Glen Helen on a national so Yeah, you're, you're So like, you're yeah. going to go to that. Right. You're going to go to that setting. Whatever, you have to forget about right. this. In Europe, the track, they suck. You know? In US, it's like uh, Christmas. Because on Saturday morning, it's all new. It's yeah. water. It's sandy. It's well, like Burms. Every track is prepped the same way. It's, it's sawdust. The same track it's everything. sawdust. It's ripped. It's watered. It's every exactly, national is the same exactly way. the same. Right. So one setup works everywhere, but maybe you know a little bit. But you know is... Washugal. Yeah. And, and really, the only one is Washugal. Mm-hmm. And historically, RV never did good in Washington. No. He won just like a little bit ago. The last year he won. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because he can't, his riding style and his setup is not made for Washington. 
his setup is made for Redbird, mm -hmm. for Burst Creek. You know, rough tracks where you have to to be physical, have a, like a really stiff bike because you want to skim the bumps everywhere. It's the way to, you know, mm -hmm. RV is the best in this thing. In Washougal, you have a tough time because you have to use the front end. You have to go on the inside rut, which is what? Yeah. Two, three inches tall. You have to use a front brake. You have to use your front end. Your front end needs to go down, you know, be plush. Your bike needs to plant to find all the stuff. Also, that's the front end part. The back end is really choppy, and he rides like with the chop. Yeah, he sees off the back of the bike. Yeah, absolutely. He has half of the stroke on the back. Yeah. The thing is stiff, doesn't rebound. This is the worst thing to get traction. To rebound, like I said in the column, to, to have traction and grip, like the, the other guys say in the chat room, uh, <laughs> it's more grip than traction because. Right. So with traction is when your knobs goes in a dirt. Yeah. Grip is when the knobs doesn't go in a, don't go in a dirt. So in Washugo, it's grip. Yeah, the perfect. Right. The, the, the world is grip. When there's no grip, you need to. Uh, people always think about the shock as the seat and the fender mm -hmm. that goes up and down. That's not the shock. The shock is the swing arm that moves. The fender right. never moves. Right. You're right. It's only the swing arm that moves. Right. And if you want traction, you want the swing arm to push down to the dirt, which means rebound. Fast. Faster rebound. Right. You know? Because you need your bike to recover. If if you're damping, so your compression is too hard and your rebound too slow, the wheel doesn't come back to the dirt. It stays light. And then you spin and you go everywhere. So you need to have more rebound because you want the swing arm to go down mm -hmm. in the dirt to bite and get traction. But and, and on the front end, uh, on the track like Washougal, you, you need to be plush. So how does this not apply to tracks in Europe? How does this apply? How does this not? This, this is a because Washougal. Because I, I thought Qatar looked a lot like Elsinore, which he's won before. He's dominated. Yeah, but the thing know. is with, with this setup, it, it's, it was slower than Elsinore. It was kind of tight mm -hmm. and it was really choppy, you know. And it's so like chopped up, yeah. And the front end so hard, he cannot turn and come in fast in a rut. If he does, he's gonna go straight, mm -hmm. come off. It's kind of like having the balls all the way up. You can't really turn having a fork that right. high. You can't really do that. So that's why maybe the best track would have been to go test him in Washougal for him for the for the <coughs> for the GPS. But what you have to think about. Is um, is also racing with people that use those kind of bikes, so mm -hmm. they have traction. Uh, it's so, I got a question. Why wouldn't Rattray speak up and talk about this set? The setup. Maybe if, he doesn't know. But he's he been there, know. right? There's a lot of people that race supercars that never won, so they don't know how to win. Right. You know. So Rattray was there. No. Did he do good last year? No. Did he? Is he a good test rider? We don't know. Does he make, you know, it's the same mm -hmm. thing. The thing is, in a ch and it's exactly like Bubba, you know, kind of yeah. like this. And yeah. you, don't want it, you don't want it to be like, go as far as Bubba. Yeah. Because Bubba, nobody tells him, dude, but you're ridiculous. Dude, your forks aren't working. Yeah, you, you shouldn't <laughs> ride with this because everybody's scared. Everybody wants to keep their jobs. Everybody doesn't want to make it mad or whatever yeah, yeah. but at the bottom line you need to say you know what it doesn't work you know when mm -hmm. i look at uh i was t 
interesting and so Boba Yama truck is bone dry all pack he's running with a sand tire in the middle of the afternoon and he's testing uh, shocks with a tire that's no good and the forks that's too hard mm -hmm. and then he's still like testing shocks I'm like first like do the, everything around it the right way and then maybe work on the shock uh, so did you ever speak up like this when you were racing other people, or you just shut your mouth and did your deal? About what? Just like shit you're talking about right now. But like you saw Bubba and doing that. Did you ever like say anything, or you just kind of like observed and then just kept it to yourself? No, I went to see Bubba's dad before. And you... at, uh, Dodger Stadium. Uh, when he was winning and he was so slow, he couldn't get in those little doubles before the, the turns. We only went once there. Twice, I think. So I was there as a team manager, it was 2011, mm -hmm. and he was leading, and uh, I, he didn't win, and he lost the front. I'm like, went to see his dad, he's like... Bubba lost the front, that's weird. Shocking. <laughs> but that's exactly what's going to happen right. to Harvey. Right. Forks, so hard, shock down. Hey, I was, I was thinking about... Let me finish okay. about the Bubba yeah, story. Go ahead, sorry. And I go to Bubba's dad, I'm like, there's no way he's going to win a race like this. Don't you see the shock? It's too soft, and mm -hmm. it's falling, it's so hard. It, the shock was so slow, so soft, he couldn't get on the braking. There was those little doubles yep. after the whoops and stuff. He couldn't get into them because if he would, he would have brought them out and go over the balls. Right. And people passed him. I'm like, you don't know why he got passed right there? It's not him. Mm -hmm. It's the shock. That's, and I went to see Bubba's dad. But I'm like, you know what? In this industry, because I talk a lot and I joke around, everybody think I'm a clown. You know, <laughs> nobody and thinks then, you're a clown, and, Evie. And you know, I, I try to prove people, like you know, to to, to fucking wake up, open your yeah. eyes. You know, just like Dungey and his balls. Mm -hmm. Balls yeah. were too high. He went down. He put them. He put them down, and it's better now. Right. That's the way it is. Uh, reading your column today, publicmex.com, got me thinking about when I spoke to DeCoster at the end of the Disney Nations last year at Latvia. And DeCoster, I said, uh, you know, we talked about the race a little bit, and I said. Uh, um, it's hard to come here on tracks where the Europeans ride GPs every year. They know the track. Oh, sorry, that's my bad. Uh, that's not it. Um, like it, there's a, uh, they know what we run. We know what they run. They only ride outdoors. Our riders' techniques and bike setup is influenced by Supercross. When we come to outdoors, of course we change, but we don't go all the way because the way they have developed their riding and their riding technique and all of what they're used to. So they're not comfortable with the, with, they're not comfortable with the maybe idea of setting that would work on this kind of track. Um, basically, Roger saying um, uh, basically the, too much supercross setup, you know. And uh, the, he was talking about how <laughs> the Europeans' bikes at, at Latvia, he thought they worked better. He thought all the bikes on the rider and the European riders they had better setups than the American guy. Yeah, but that's that's also that's relative. That that's also uh, a problem of. of teams what they give to the rider you know what they make him try obviously um, I always said you know what um, outdoors in the US I always thought it was uh, a super cross engine with uh, mm -hmm. uh, MX suspensions yeah you know yeah and that's not the right way to go because we're so used to riding from October to May, yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you and, have two weeks of outdoor testing and four and, months of, yeah, of supercross and, testing. And then when we go, we kind of like uh, not used to it, and we not really. And I did the same mistake, dude. I, I, right. I can talk about it because I made those mistakes. 
You know, if I didn't, I would have won races more. Well, you won a lot of races. But, uh, um, yeah, I think... You also correctly pointed out that Kiefer was riding a big boar yeah. from the stands. Uh, I knew that, Fuck, too. Fuck, I didn't think about that. But no shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that makes sense now. Like, how, how much you knew. And you're the only guy... I mean, I'm sure other people... Maybe new, but you're the one who actually just belted it out. And we talked to somebody who thought that they were, you were too. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought so. It's probably Kenny. But yeah, I think the he knows overboard <laughs> yeah, too. Exactly. But the the bike are more like normal, balanced, mm-hmm. smoother, mm-hmm. easy to ride. Here's like everybody wants power, wants like start well, in front be- because and- our, our discs, our tracks are disced and watered and deep, and yes, they go off for first practice. They need all that, and hey. you, and that's exactly it. And when um, the Sal comes to Thunder Valley two years ago, mm-hmm. he says his bike was too slow. His suspension was too soft. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a different thing. When the Sal got to Thunder Valley, went 5.7 or 6.7 or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's a, a world champion contender, mm-hmm. that wasn't a good day. Right. But his setup wasn't there. You know? Like, he was too off compared to what right. he used in Europe. And same thing happened with RV this weekend. So it's kind of like... It's tough. It's mm-hmm. the same sport set up way different. Yeah. Way, way different. Um, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Look, like we talked about earlier, this flying to Belgium or Holland or whatever in between, the, this was not supposed to be this way. So clearly RV and his team know they need a lot of work to, do, to be done. And now they're going back to Thailand. I, I said earlier, I'd be shocked if he's on the podium this weekend. I know the bike. I know what you're saying about the bike. And... I don't know how he makes up that time to get on the podium. Thailand up, hard pack too. Well, DV no, no, it's, 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 it's softer. It's kind of more like US style. Yeah, well, I, I think he has a podium this week if he fixes his. You can get some shit done during the week and I fix know, your man. bike. I don't know where you find all those seconds. You know, uh, Noah, what's up? Welcome to the show. Hey, um, so I've got a question. Okay, if if you think that Villapoto and Dungey were on track right now. Probably outdoor. Who do you think would win? Because Dungey's looking super good right now, and although like it's just the first race in guitar, hey, dude. it looks like he's hey, dude. it's did. Yeah, Dungey never beat uh, Vidopoto straight up in his career, so the answer is right there. Dungey won championship when Vidopoto wasn't there. You know, he got beat four years in a row in Supercross. And you're telling me, like, because three months later, Vidopoto sucks in Qatar, that he can beat Dungy? Yes, he can beat Dungy. Oh, no, I'm not saying Vidopoto sucks. Like, I still, I still, think, he'll, I still think he'll probably win. But it, when it comes to the end, I still think he'll win. But I don't know, just Vidopoto aside, Dungy's looking super good right now. Yeah, he, he seems is, he super is. confident. Yeah, but just, just take... Just you know what? You go to AMA Supercross results, uh, AMA Motocross results, and you take the uh, the result sheets the last five, five, six years or whatever it is. Dungey never beat Vidopoto straight up on the championship ever. And you, you, know, you trans, know? transplant him back over here in the United States in his home deal, and he knows the tracks. It's I, I mean, I still mm-hmm. think Vidopoto got Dungey. And plus, the thing with. Uh, <laughs> Especially this thing, RV has the the edge of Dungey from you know so mental long. Edge. Yeah, right. the little mental a little bit, edge. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. Thanks, Noah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, BTOsports.com. Gab at Gibbs. BTOsports.com. Gab at Gibbs. Gab at Gibbs. Gab at Gibbs. Gab at Gibbs. I'm still the guy like. 
Oh, like cheer off segment style. Gabba oh. Gibbs, Gabba that was your own segment Gabba, right there. Gabba that whole Gibbs, deal right there. Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba that was like Gibbs, completely Gabba you. Gibbs, Gibbs, well, that was good. Gibbs, <laughs> Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. Uh, hey, these are questions submitted to, to at Pulp Show, Show. Um, and uh, Devin Gibbs but you know has what? gone you through. Can and... co- come in. Just, <laughs> you know? No, no. I was saying that's good. Come in. Come in. I don't care. if Only him. I don't like when he, he cut me off all the time. <sighs> I got the equipment. Yeah. But it's my show. You just get in. When yeah, you, yeah, no, I was when listening. You think, uh, I was when listening. You, you think I say something bad, just go. Come no, in. no, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Who here has got a summer cross win? Oh, that's right. Just me. Where's that trophy at? Right there. Right there. Oh, well, like, uh, somebody moved it. They got moved it. Yeah. That's the best trophy in the history of trophies. Suck at DV, summer cross win. Were you there, DV? No. He would have lost, I, though. I would have won if I was there. <laughs> no, he would have lost. What year was that? 99. DV was on 125s, wearing first gear. No, I was. At, you know what? I led, I led 14 laps in San Diego in 1999. Out of a rental van, I know. Uh, so, uh, all right, these are questions. Uh, BTOSports.com, by the way. Uh, great guys. Brand new website, mobile phone friendly. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money at checkout at BTOSports.com. I got OEM parts. Anything you need for your biker body, they've got it. Hey, also listen, jerkies. Uh, go on PulpMXShow.com. Click on sponsor deals. Almost everybody involved with this show has some sort of code. Go to Amazon you. so you can buy his, yeah, uh, yeah. his cookies. Uh, some sort of uh, a code discount to help you save money. And, uh, you know, Love this guy right we here. can afford to bring DV and, and Kiefer in. Uh, all right. Uh, what about a raise? Hmm? Are we going to get a raise? I don't know. It's not looking good. Uh, i got to save money to buy sector boots. We have to get – it's the 3%. You know what we need to do? Raise. Get the price of sector – we need to make a board with the price of the sector boots. Right. And then it, when he does good, it starts lowering. And yeah. then when he puts – Make marks as he, he goes. Puts, when he puts brain – Why in the hell do you uh, – you're asking for a deal on boots. Why in the hell are you asking for fly boots? Ask for fly CD. sector boots. For iPad stars, for Fox. Why? It's like me asking for they're, they're a, a helmet, like a, a, a just one helmet for free. <laughs> go for a showy or the go reason, for a ride. I can tell you the reason why. You know, I these are these are basically a TCX boot. TCX makes high-end boots. Yeah, who said TCX was good? TCX are good. They've been around since a long when? time. Yeah, so since when? They're great boots. Would you buy TCX over Arpen Style Absolutely. City? Yeah, you Absolutely. suck it. Why would, you, why would you give me the finger? Gee, <laughs> just I'm suck it. So mad. I, Thanks uh, for Fly Racing for allowing us to bring David Villeman <laughs> up for the show. By the way, <laughs> I'm choosing. I, I, I choose the Fly Boots because I support the show that supports me. Ah, uh, uh, okay. That way. Yeah. Not not uh, not say like Chris Keefer's. Chris Keefer's wearing them right now. He's very happy with them. Yeah, I've been testing them. I'm wearing two hundreds right now too. Right now, dude. No, that guy. Not when me. you want a burrito, you go to Del Taco or you go to Jack in the Box. Uh, Jack in the Box. Yeah, suck yeah. it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> when you want a broke girl, you want you go to In and Out or you go to uh, Del Taco. Del Taco again. Oh, yeah. Del Taco's yeah. got some good burgers. Suck it. Yeah. They got good burgers. Uh, all right, hey. So uh, you picked through all the questions <laughs> and uh, gave us the best ones. Let's go uh, <laughs> yeah. on the Gabba Gibbs segment. All right, uh, this first one's from Eric. Eric wants to know who uh, of your guys' opinions who is the best of the rest in the 450 classes here. Does Chad Reed count? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, know. I'm asking you, Weston Pike, dude. This Pike guy. Yeah. This is unreal. It's good. As long, man, once he gets his fitness you know going, he's going to be good. You know yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> fitness, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, dude. That's a big one. Yeah, uh, people, you know, if Wyndham had fitness, he would have had more championship than Ricky. Hey, uh, you thought that was a good ride by Pike? Yeah. Yeah, if, when, Anderson, when Anderson T-boned him by no, accident. Yeah, by accident. By accident. Oh, that's no, what happened. Way that's before right. that, it was over. 
No, he was. He would have got fourth or fifth. He, he yeah. wrote like he would have got fourth or fifth. He wrote like an idiot, blocking everybody well, everywhere. That know, was lame. Bit, you can't bit. race like that. Well, you'll never get uh, on the podium I, when you're. I, I like agree. This. I agree. It was a little defensive riding. But you got to run before you got to walk before you can run, and that's yeah, but, that's his yeah. But you you know what? Just instead of pushing people around so they don't pass you, just let them go by and learn and follow. Well, he's been doing some of point. that too. He's been doing some because of that too. I think that that was like I don't know. I, the first couple of us were good. He passed mm -hmm. Reed, right? Mm -hmm. It was good. But then when Scrubbing. he started, yeah, when he started like going backwards and looking around and like pushing them in the woods and stuff like. Mm. Riding like Fro, like in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Cole, Cole Seeley too. Fro, Fro was the best at that. But yeah. I, I thought it was kind of like, and then he, you burn yourself out. You only had five laps in him, and then yeah. it was no. I think was he it. would. I think he would have been wise to uh, tuck in behind those guys, let him get by, and then he probably could have done twenty and got fourth or fifth. Because when you look at Brock Tickle, I mean, he was riding. He was ahead of Brock pretty well and doing okay. Uh, if Chad Reed counts, I'm going with Chad Reed, but I don't know if he counts as the best of the rest. Cause, yeah. you know, he's one of the best. He won a race, so he, he, yeah, he can't. So count. then Seeley's been pretty solid. Seeley, yeah, uh, Anderson was top ten every single race until this weekend. Hmm. That's pretty good. Like Beck is doing good. Yeah, yeah Beck is doing well. It's been looking good. All right, next question. RJ. All right, uh, Brad wants to know from uh, Kiefer: best Canadian motocross story about Galdi or Ryan Lockhart or Ryan Miller. Ryan <laughs> Miller. I don't have anything about Ryan Miller. Uh, I mean, it's tough to say. Uh, Noof gets naked all the time at, at after parties. And before, my wife used to go up with me, at, you know, oh boy. To, to the oh, Canadian. she's right there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's, that's not going to end good. Yeah. So, uh, she's right there. We went to the after party, and uh, I, I specifically told her, I remember saying this to her, I specifically told her, I go, do you see that guy right there? Please stay away from him as much as you can because I don't really trust him quite yet because I didn't really know him yet, but <laughs> right. I know he was, you know, a little bit of a man whore. So I was like, okay, the, keep away from uh, – yeah. keep, keep the V away from Ch him. Chances are he had no shirt on at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then I got to know him. He's, he's right. a great guy. He's a cool dude. That's all I got. Yep. All right, next question. All right. Uh, we got a bunch of J-Log questions about he's been God, posting dude, videos. Nobody cares. Our, well, let's squash it right now. What's your opinion of all these videos of J-Log riding and right all on. these things? It's good, good job. He loves to ride. That guy loves to ride. But well, you have uh, something wrong with J-Log? No, I just I don't care. I mean, like, whatever. Like, I'm, I follow him on Instagram. He rides a shit ton. He's posting videos. And, like, good job. He rode with Tim Ferry the other day. Yeah. It's impressive. I mean... Yeah. Like, is he going to race nationals? Or? Yeah. <laughs> that's just it. Like, that's where this question leads. And you're yeah. like, like, who cares? So, yeah. I think it's cool that he's riding again. And it's fun to watch him ride. He, he rides It's good, good that he yeah. got, got his, back to, his life back together. I don't bit. know if it is or not. Yeah. Uh, you don't know? Yeah. I think he just has dirt bikes now. Yeah. <laughs> but, just, uh, <laughs> he's just the same, but just right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I know people who know him now, you know. But um, he's uh, he, at his peak, he had some style. Style for days. Yep. Oh, man, he could ride. Yeah. So, okay. That was uh, uh, Glenn Helen, the first one he won that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at, hey, Racer X had uh, today or yesterday had um, their breaking news. And like their second thing was J Law's Bithlow video. J Law's like a two stroke can video. You, can you imagine a dude who's been retired, or hasn't raced for f what? It's been five years? Right. Four years? He's Tim, still getting breaking news on Racer X. Tim Ferry rides again. That, that, that wouldn't make that. Right, that would not make, yeah, that would not make that high. No way, and you would f him over in a shootout if you, if you 
you did that. <laughs> I can't believe uh, Red Dog is using uh, Elias gear. Alias, yeah. Alias gear? Yeah. He's tight with the owner, so. Just Sirwell? Is that who owns No, that? no. Mike Grundall. A guy who owns Planet Fitness. He's got a small oh, yeah. stake in Geico right. Honda, too. Yeah. But is so. Sirwell is in, in No, Nara? Sirwell's out. He's not there anymore? Not anymore there. What no. about Skip and all that? Skip's still there. Uh, yep. What about Craig Rude? He's back. He left. He's back. Oh, oh he's back. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's back. Rude's he's back. a cool dude. Like yeah, him. Rude's a good dude. Rude's mm-hmm. good people, no doubt. All right, next question. All right, this next one's from Dave. It's for you, Kiefer. How would the transition uh, be from a 2013 KX450 to a 2015 YZ450? I am 6'2", and uh, I hear the YZ is smaller. Smaller. That's what he says. So he wants your advice, Kiefer. Well, when has the YZ ever been called smaller? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I mean, compared to a Kawasaki, I guess it does feel a little bit smaller. I mean, cockpit-wise, rider triangle, no. I mean, it feels about the same. Cockpit. Um, cockpit. That's a low-hanging fruit you just yeah, grabbed there. don't do mm-hmm. that. He's, um, rubbing, he's rubbing off on me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's a good bike to, to switch to. I mean, they're both bigger bikes. He's a bigger guy. So I would, I would think if he's going to go switch, that would be the, the right choice. All right. Anything but a Honda. The Honda is it's a good bike, but it's just so smaller. Small. It's small feeling. That's yeah. what Honda's been doing. Like more like like they just their mission is to make that thing small and compact, compact. and you like know, I, I heard I read something that they uh, they measured all the bolts when they went to that redesign. Uh-huh. They measured all the bolts and like we're like, okay, we can take three threads off this bolt, two threads off the length of this bolt. Like that's how in depth they went to try to save weight and make them make it. You know and this fact about this bike being small, I'm kind of scared. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of scared with the Gauthier and GPs. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Big guy. He's a huge guy. He's a 6'1", 6'2 he guy. He's good, though. Yeah. He's, he's 200 pounds or like yeah. 180 or whatever. And it's, I don't know if it's going to be a good combo or not. We're right. going to have to. What do you make of JMB? What's, uh, how do you feel about that? He's back in. He's doing all the races. He's, he's everything. Apparently, he's like, you know, right in. I mean, this isn't just some sort of like, Hey, hang yeah, out over here. He's a writer, consult. He's a consultant. Yeah, right he's like yeah. Jeff Stan was when he was here. Uh, I, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes to testing. He, he was a big part of that switch to KYB stuff. I guess I heard Jimmy over there. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, I don't know. I don't know. And you got to remember too, MXG that that bike over there is probably totally different than anything that we ever have over here. Yeah, but I I looked at him. He was his bike was soft. And it looked really, really small. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he GP. looked bigger on that bike. Did, did you see? Like, he looked like he was like three inches taller this yeah, year yeah. than last year. Right. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, this next one's from Dan. He says, on Behind the Dream at A3, uh, what was happening between Barsha and Sealy, where Sealy's mechanic pushed Barsha? You guys know about Never this? saw it. I watched the first Behind the Dream, and I've never gone back, so no idea. Right. They haven't been that good, man. No, they're not, no. Yeah. The first they, one? Uh, Adamitis got underbid by another company. Yeah. Feld took the one that cost them less money. Well, that's it's all about the series now. It's not about actual. Yeah. I mean, they did a thing on Millsaps, it's but it's still. Yeah. yeah. They're getting what they paid for. And and Feld is sort of short-sighted that way where they're just more interested in like selling seat tickets for their events. Yeah. Other than they don't really care that much about the TV part right. and getting people to be interested in the sport. They want to try to get you. That's why they show the pits. And the girls and all the stuff you can do in the pits and all the stuff that's going on in the pits so that you would buy a ticket to go down there because they want your 30 40 bucks to get the people in the seat. They don't realize but that. But they in, don't want the $20 million for the TV package. Nowadays, in 2015, these sports, they don't give a shit about that anymore. They're now work, looking on a global 
viewing audience uh, commercials for the TV, that kind of stuff. I it's, heard they got um, it's backwards marketing. You know, they used to pay to be on TV mm-hmm. for the you know the longest time. Now they time. get paid. They get paid. Yeah, they finally get paid for Super. Do you know how yeah. much is it? Not much. Uh, I heard four million. No way. I heard. It was I can't four. see that. That that was the deal. I don't know. The series. But I saw the Fox Sports 1 ratings, and Supercross had the number one two show. There was all MMA stuff, and Supercross the, was number two. Yeah, the thing is. Like 600,000 people. Who was number one? MMA or something. MMA? Yeah. Really? No, it has to be soccer on Fox. Oh, I think it was soccer. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was soccer. Yeah. Shithole soccer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But if you want to improve the sport, you have to have TV rights. You know, you have to have a network paying to be on TV. And you need eyeballs, you know, like you need people watching the show. Um, and um, so that's how you can, if you get that much money, any soccer teams, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Uh, if tomorrow... Is it though? Yeah. If tomorrow there's no TV rights in the English Soccer League, Manchester United doesn't exist anymore. Manchester yeah. City doesn't exist anymore. Well... You know, because that's... What makes a sport now? Well, look at, look at Green Bay in the NFL. It's a town of uh, 500,000 people. And they yeah. could never, ever, ever play on the same playing field as the New York Giants. How they, can they do it? TV money. That's all about TV money. But the, guy, but the guys that fell feel like selling the seats are what they want to do. They want to fill the stadiums. Who cares about that? Was Atlanta, Make the product on TV better. Was Atlanta 2 uh, better or worse on attendance? I think it was better, but marginally. Which is weird, because usually it goes the opposite and direction. Then I read today that the NASCAR attendance was way down. Really? Yeah, they moved their date. NASCAR Wasn't the weather be, was shitty, though? Weather was bad, yeah. yeah Finally, so. people figure out what I figured out a long time ago, is the couch and live TV with uh, <laughs> DVR yeah. is actually pretty good. Good shit, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely, and that's why they need to... More and more, they need to start gearing their TV programs ex- around that. Exactly. In Italy, for, uh, I bring back soccer. In Italy, they they sign a big contract TV, so the teams are making a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. They can pay the players, they can distribute, but they empty the stadiums. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Maybe half of the people go in, but the stadiums are empty. Mm-hmm. But they get money from the TV. All right. Next question. All right. This next one is from Brad. Uh, for DV, DV with teams employing racers as full time testers now, is that something that would have benefited you when you were raced? What's that? Uh, with teams hiring uh, testers, racers as testers, would that do you think that would have helped you in your no. career? No, I think having a test rider is a bad yeah. idea. Easy. <laughs> Why? Why you gotta say that? There's a test rider sitting next to you. Well, you're not a team for, test rider. For, so you're saying team. what Tedesco weeds through for no, Oxen? No, no good. No. No, because Tedesco might not like something, and that would maybe would have been the best thing for Roxon. So hey, I don't think he, I don't think that's that's not what he does though. He doesn't say that sucks. They they say, hey, what do you think this does? What do you think this does? I, I, they're not they're not d- saying, hey, rule it out. Seriously, if for me as experience, right. let's say Reed was my my uh, tester, my bike. Would have sucked, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's true. If, if MC was well, nobody, they won, but they were so different, you know. I can vouch for that. But, I, I dino DB Here's bikes. what they they already know from experience that Tedesco and Roxon like the same type of shit ahead of time, so that wouldn't work good in your spot, you know. You know what? Testing groups and stuff for like uh, production uh, aftermarket parts. It's great. That's what Kiefer does. Dura- yes. Durability. Yeah, if I have a tester that they have to test a piston for like a, 
ten motos in a row. Right. I don't want to do this. Right. You know, he can he can do it. No, I understand but what you're saying. To to push the envelope of finding the last three tenths of a second on uh, on the supercross track, I don't need a test rider. I don't. I want to try everything. I want to know what I have. I want to know what my my options are. That's why it's. I don't know. I don't. For durability, yes. You know, when they say, you know, JGR is going to come up with the link, let's say. And he's gonna, they're going to give him to Nicoletti. He's going to do 80 laps on him. Right. Borsche doesn't want to do 80 laps on the, you know, or doesn't want to crash or whatever. That's what Kiefer does. He puts laps in. Yeah. This, I'm, with I'm the beautiful fly sector I'm boots. But to push the envelope Gorgeous. as having the best bike you can, you have to do it yourself. All right, next question. All right, this next question is from Brad, Brad Hoskins. Uh, he wants to know, DV, what are Baggett's, Barsha, and Anderson, and Roxon's greatest strengths and weaknesses? Uh, Barsha is obviously uh, aggressivity is, is, is uh, a strength. Um, I think is. uh, uh he always trying and everything, but his weakness, the biggest weakness is, you know, not riding a 450 like he should be. He should, you know, uh, you see whatever people like uh, do good mm-hmm. most of the time. Uh, you can take maybe Vito Poto out of the, uh, out of the question, but uh, Roxanne, super smooth, you know, uh, shifts a lot. Uh, same for Denji. And when you see riders like riding kind of like Barsha, like Tomac, a little bit of Canard sometimes when you get out of control, it doesn't really work. And then they're not as consistent. And I think that's what um, Barsha needs to work on. And then, uh, who else? Anderson? Yeah. Uh, obviously, it doesn't really start that good. Uh, and uh, But I really like his style. You know, it's kind of like a different um, Aggressive too, you know. I think he needs a, a couple of years under his belt to ride a 450 uh, better. Uh, Baggett, um, I bet I think Baggett lacks Supercross uh, technique. I mm. think uh, a little bit. Uh, it's too much as uh, outdoor guy still. Uh, I think he needs to work a little bit on technique. Uh, but it, it's fast. Like when you're a fast outdoor rider now, it he goes to Supercross. Back 15, 20 years ago, it wasn't the case because it was Supercross guy like Larry Ward and McGrath. And then you had outdoor guys like Kudrowski and LaRocco. Now it's like if you're good outdoors, the tracks are not as technical, then that makes you like a good Supercross rider. Um, and then what was the fourth one? Roxanne. Yeah, Roxanne is... It does have... Weakness, so you know, he's pretty much good. You know, like he made some mistake this year, like crash got hurt. But the guy is 20 years old, he, he, he rides great. Um, uh, there's nothing much you can say, really. All right, he's, he, he uh, wears Burberry, so it's all right. He does, <laughs> yeah, that's good. a strength, it's confirmed. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, Nate wants to know who's gonna finish higher in the points, Anderson, Seeley, or. Baggett. <laughs> Do we really count? Right. Anderson, Seeley, or Baggett? You need to know the points. Seeley. Well, Stamp the, it. 
Where's the points? I don't have the points. It doesn't matter. Who do you think? Who's a better rider? Yeah, who do you think is going to finish out better? Silly, Anderson, and who? Baguette? Yeah. Um, I think as today, I think Silly is maybe the most consistent that could do the best on the season. Potentially, I think Anderson might be the best of the three. Okay. Uh, Ryan Phillips wants to know, why was Justin Barsha able to beat Roxon in the 250s, but has a rough time of doing it on the 450s? Is it the bike? Is it his riding? What is it? Break it down. DV can break this down. Nah, I think it's it's all the riding. I think it's it's. A, a you're just not you're not a fan of it, the style translating to a bigger bike. His style. He revs. No, you have to change. Yeah. Your style. Evolve. You know, like uh, you cannot ride a 450 like a 250F. It, it doesn't work. And when you analyze people that actually do good, if you look at Canal, which is sometimes like up and down, but on his good days. He rides like Roxen and Dungey. Smooth, good, mistake-free. No rev, no crazy stuff. You know, He doesn't uh, scrub all the jumps and rev the shit out of the bike and be like a gear down all the time. You know, um, So it needs to you know, change the way he rides. It's all about, you know, I, I hate this saying, but it's like going slow to go fast. Yeah. You know, I hate this saying. Did you? Tom used to tell me that all the time. Who's Tom? My dad. Yeah, but it, I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate that saying. Okay. But it's okay. kind of hey, like. Hey, Tom, if you're listening. It's kind of like. Suck it. Yeah. TV says no. You, you, you can't ride like this. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, in the whoops, and when you go in the third gear pin, instead of going fourth gear half throttle when you have like torque and it's pulling, in third gear, the bike is all over the place. The suspension can. Yeah, bikes react. Bikes do not work as well in the upper RPMs. No, uh, they just no, they don't you, like it. You don't want to be over 9,000 RPM on a 450. And, and, and Barsha is at 11,000. <laughs> you know, so it, it's just the philosophy of, of riding. I think it's all about. Uh, you know, stop mm-hmm. training, bicycling, just put this in the garage and just focus on the riding and how to improve and to go uh, how much, as fast. But, you know, how much would up. you charge somebody to be full time, like all during the week, go to the races, riding coach, mentor? What would you charge? It depends on how much I'm worth. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know what? I would love to take a. Uh, we we talk about doing something. Yeah, and I don't need the money. Right. I, I maybe have more money than ninety percent of the riders. Can you make me faster? Yes, Kiefer. I can. I can make we anybody talk, faster. We talked about this, Kiefer. <laughs> but uh, it's not. I don't want to. I don't want to work with a Vilopoto or a Dungy or Roxanne or. It's, I'm telling you, seven deuce they, deuce. They take them to the top. There's or, no challenge. You know, the the challenge would be, the the best challenge would be Barsha. You take everybody away, you only take him, you know, and his team, and somebody that's struggling, you know, a top five guy trying to be like a, a the next step, a up. winner, yeah. contender, like a, a t- to win races on a on a regular basis. That would be super interesting to do, but you know that's. It's tough because uh, it's tough to find somebody that 
just yeah do it oh yeah and you know what i had fun doing with cheers cheers was kind of like timid on the bike uh it was like a top 10 top you know Mm -hmm. right there and uh you know that's one of my biggest regret is him getting her at uh uh houston Houston, yeah and that that day he was top five he was in yeah. practice that's right you know oh, that's right and yeah. that was the beginning of the season that was maybe the seventh seventh race or whatever mm-hmm. and he was getting there in anaheim he was running sixth and then he lost the front after a triple on the, on the flat turn and i thought he, he could have got like maybe fifth or sixth right there mm-hmm. that would have been a great result and houston he showed up and uh fifth in practice there was Vilopolo, there was Stewart, there was Reed, there was like mm-hmm. everybody. And Chisholm is on the board. You know, when a guy like this in practice, you see your fucking number on yeah. the board, that's good. Was yeah. that Moto Concept Day? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and that's my biggest regret because I wanted to finish the season and see what he could have done. And what was good about Chiz, and it's kind of like shy and, you yeah. know, and it was good because I told him, just, you know, be confident in me. And just let's work on stuff a little different. Mm-hmm. So I would go with him and actually train, you know, do some training. <laughs> yeah. A little different, a little more like a fast-paced training, you know, because it's kind of like he was a little sluggish on the bike, you know, to be mm-hmm. a little more mobile. Like more, more quick twitch. Yeah, yeah, quick twitch stuff. We did that interval training um, and, um, and at, at, at the racetrack. Same thing. No, like, details. Every turn, every jump, we had to be on the A game. And if he wasn't good, I would stop him. I said, here, you don't fucking sit bounce. You stand up. Your legs hurt. I don't care. You do it. We work on this, mm-hmm. you know. Stand up. Corner speed all the time. You know, like, railing the yeah. turns. Whoops, shift. Fourth gear. Fourth gear, refs. Shift to fifth. I don't give a shit. Just try. Right. You know, if you blow the turn after... I don't care. Just try. Find the limit, you know. And we worked on 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 lap times and on um, short, like uh, three, four lap uh, sprints, sprints yeah. and do it like in a row. We were talking to yeah. this in the car. Like, right. let's do like we do like twenty laps moto. Yes, but we're yeah. gonna do we're gonna do four times five laps, mm-hmm. or we're gonna do five times four laps. And four laps, you give me your best lap time. I don't want to say you go 20 laps within a second. Yeah. I don't want this. When we ride, we ride at the fastest we, right. we can. So four laps, it's four minutes, less than four minutes. You're able to keep that pace for four laps. Yeah. And then you stop for a minute, take a breather, and then we go again. And we stay right there. You know, I don't want to give you a margin. You know? Chisholm, expert in goggles. And, uh, Choice of champions Kenny, everywhere. What about Vicky Golden? And, uh, <laughs> and you know that, <laughs> and you know that was my biggest regret. And everybody says my year sucked in Moto Concept. Uh, you know, how to- how, how, how's it going with Tommy Hahn? How that Tommy work out? Hahn was for me. He was a nightmare. Uh, a nice kid to work with. A nightmare. You know, um, and it, it was tough. You know, like Canada, we got him to get in the top ten. You know, yeah. uh, in outdoors. And same thing, I was going with him at the track and stuff, but the base of the rider I had mm-hmm. is 
there were not like right. podium guys yeah, really. Yeah. So it was, no, but got, it was interesting it. Yeah. to to for sure to, to improve with those guys. You're absolutely right. Do you have any more questions? Yeah, we got a couple more. Okay. Uh, Skyler Bassett wants to know, Kiefer, what mod should I do to my 08 Cowie 450? <laughs> why do you why do you do why? The... I mean, fuck, dude, you're going way back. I don't. I mean, I'd make it into a Tim Fair replica. Uh, and you just know, put it in my living room. You always 50. yes do chassis stuff before you do. I mean, you don't need any more motor on that bike. That's a, that's a strong motor, especially that year. Um, suspension work, obviously, get your suspension working well and make sure you feel comfortable on it. And I would that's where I would start. Send it to Race Tech. There you go. Pillows. Um, I got a question that I don't know. I can't find it, but I got it earlier today. Yeah. In your testing career, yeah, you don't have to name the company or the part. Yeah. Did anything fail on you and cause you to crash and injure yourself? Or, you know what? Or any... S- somebody one it's day. actually towards Kiefer, but. Uh, but okay. <laughs> I have a, a funny story. Somebody okay. yeah. one day forgot to tie my uh, phone brake caliper. Oh, Not that. That'll man. lock it Not up. And, right I, and I lost it. <laughs> I was busy, Kiefer. Um. <laughs> it was busy. I was thinking about lunch. Seven Oaks Deli. I was thinking about Seven oh. Oaks Deli. Oh, fuck. Good sandwiches. Oh, is that that little shitbox place? Better, better. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's better than Josie Mike's. And oh, Josie, yeah. And Josie Mike's is better. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> you got to calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Jersey Mike's 42 is where it's at. What's 42? Just just don't even worry about it. Just get it. 42. 42? Yes. It's like an Eden? Eden? Something? It's just good shit. Just get it. I'll go there and say 42. Yes. <laughs> Great show. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. I'm not going to name names, but uh, uh, it it wasn't W, but a hub took a shit on me, and I ate shit pretty Talon, bad. Yeah. Talon, for the record. no, it wasn't none of that. It was it was an <laughs> off brand type of uh, hub. Yeah, and then and then Michael Byrne one. broke a stock one and broke his neck. Yeah, in the whoops. So and also uh, one time I had Mo and um, Mo turn, turn the gas off on accident. He didn't, you know, he turned the gas off while I was testing back in the day. No. And went out and jumped as Hussein. It cut out up the face and oh. I ejected. And luckily, I didn't get hurt. But I landed on the backside of the landing. Dude, the, and of course, it it, it it runs out of the at the lap, the face of a jump. Yeah, not, not on no. the, some rollers or right. anything. Right. So immediately, I didn't know it was wrong. I roll, you know, and and he comes running out there, and he's like, oh. I'm like, well, what's wrong? What's wrong? What happened? And he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I left the gas off. Oh, no way. Yeah, he felt like shit. All right, next question. Uh, Alex wants to know where do you see Villapoto finishing at Vulcansward? DV would have a little bit more advice uh, on what I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's going to win any of those sand races. There's no way. Uh, Valkensvald is like should be his track. Seriously, should be his track. That's his house in Florida. That's exactly. That. Yeah, but he, it's, he's not going to. You never know, dude. By by that time, I think Valkensvald. It depends what date it is, but I think it's be fine because Argentina is March 29th. He's on the podium at these sand races. He's doing good. Those guys haul ass in yeah. sand. Yeah. yeah, but you think you know, but you have no idea, bro. <laughs> okay, well, I can't wait till Varkenswad, and then I will call you. Yeah, okay, we'll call. Okay, and then I will call you. Yeah, you'll be there. I've been to Lomo. Lo- Lomo? I watched Karoli. Th- there's it's two different tracks. Varkenswad, Lomo's a little deeper and stuff. Varkenswad but the... is uh, Redbird. Redbird and Sigamoto. Oh, my God. All right. Next question. <laughs> um... Team 66 at KTM Boy wants to know how can KTM shave so much weight? Yeah, those things are on the weight limit. I mean, everything they did. It's insane. When it's I got the got book, I got the booklet. I, I flipped through the page. I flipped through everything that Dave did 
down to the plastic is shaved, cut, hollowed. Dude. Everything. And we, and we like it shaved. We like it shaved. <laughs> you know what? I like it. See, I'm glad you're taking up the slack tonight because I don't have yeah. to say this shit. <laughs> People yeah. got to look at you all weird. <laughs> that yeah. low-hanging fruit is being picked. That's all awesome. right. Hey, we're going to take our third and final commercial break of the night. We didn't take a third commercial last week, so just deal with it, jerkies. Come back. We got a little bit more uh, on the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The great David Villeman, the uh, pretty good Chris Kiefer, and uh, <laughs> just cheese pizza over the, here. <laughs> the terrific Steve Mathis. We'll be all, all right, right back. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at flyracingusa and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Usually... Safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent 
surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's. Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes with Hannah Wrench on the number 10. Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like better on Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. 
Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. everybody keeper yeah home run with the music 
Yeah, Def Leppard. Oh, oh strike run. out. Home run. Three up when you're near. Yeah, Stereo is good. Still strike. Oh, Even though it's good. not quite the version that I wanted, it's it's all right. BTO. Nice. Sports.com. Yeah. Sing it. Fly Racing is the best. Racetech Vortex Racing. Oh, yeah. Great Radio, graphics. bro. Stick it on. Great Radio, bro. X-Brand goggles. Strap them on, yeah. <laughs> NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Hot Cams and Works Connection. If I was a listener, I would not listen. <laughs> Atlas Neck Braces. What the hell happened? <laughs> FMF Racing. Rip. Hey, somebody says whatever Mathis is banging you is not enough. That guy's going down. I love Guts guy. Racing 2 Under. Galford Brakes. KTM. PartsExpress.com. Black Ops Moto. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Kiefer. Nobody's listening now. Yes, what sir. in the hell are you doing with an iPhone 3? It's not a 3. <laughs> Dude. It's a 3.5. This is so heavy and small. Are you serious? Ridiculous. You're just so used to your baller 6s. I have to. Dude. How about just getting a 5? Mm. Hey, my, hey, my iPhone 6 died this week. Hey, see? It's a piece of shit. <laughs> just died like it was no battery. Look at uh, that, that. That 4S. It answers calls. It sends texts. I get selfies. Hold uh, on, hold on. I get selfies. Selfies still come through. Listen to me. A Nokia 3210, you can text and also call. It's not a Zach Morris phone, but yeah, it, it, it works. Thanks for listening, everybody. Davey Millsaps, Ryan Dungey, and AJ Cantanzaro on the show tonight, along with David Villeman and Chris Kiefer. Favorite guest tonight, Kiefer? TV. Uh, Actually, I like Cantanzaro. I'm going to give it to Cat because that was a good story. Give it to the Cat? Yeah. yeah. I like Dunge because we're in the Baker's no, factory together. Yeah. I actually like Dunge, too. Yeah, was he was pretty nice. bubbly with you. No, we're good. Oh, you're good now? See you next week, buddy. <laughs> next Why? Week, buddy. He, he had a grudge on you? Or he didn't like me for a while. He told Wygant. Who, who, who likes you? It'd be easier. Uh, Nick Way. Tim Ferry. I think Weimer likes me. Yeah, Weimer loves you. Timmy. Might be about it. Cheers. Chad? Chad. Chiz. Chiz, Chiz, Chad. Yeah. Canary? Canary, yeah. What about Hans- Josh Henson? We're, I'm his team manager. Mike Alessi. Yeah, what about Alessi? Uh, Mike and I, I think, are okay. He thanked me the other so, week. Jeff? When I go to interview no. them <laughs> at, after St. <laughs> Louis, yep. am I going to be welcomed with the pulp hat? I don't know. That's something you need to discuss. You have to said some things about them on this show. You may even have to sign a contract. Go, even though you go way back with them. No, we're fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you should get the, the mic interview. Because nobody else really does. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, hey. Love this guy right uh, 702-586-7570. You call anytime. Leave a voicemail. And uh, these are the best of the best from the week that was of the Pulp of Mech show. So let's, uh, let's listen in. Hey, guys. Just called to say, uh, heard your last show, 201. And old seven deuce deuce, what a kid, man! Kid's funnier than hell. But uh, we rode with him and his brother for four or five years, and his dad's a riot, just a great guy. And uh, I'd love to see him get in the top fifteen a few of these times. So uh, keep up the good work, guys. Thank Thanks. you. 
Hey, Steve and the fellas. Uh, great job on the show. Been loving it. You guys have been killing it. Uh, 200 show was good, but I must admit, this last one with Chad and Weston Pike was the best. Oh, my God. It had me cracking up. But here's my question while I'm calling. I don't know if it's been talked about before, but uh, the seven deuce deuce. My man sounds exactly like Badger from Breaking Bad. He's got a side job. Yeah, Badger. I know he's an actor. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't. I didn't watch Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, it's, Badger, yeah. it, Do you think it sounded like it? It's, it's close. It's the but friend of uh, Badger. Is the friend of friend Jesse, of Jesse? Right? Yeah, yeah, the guy that the guy that dies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Way to ruin it for me, bro. I was gonna rent Netflix. Ne- it's all right. Netflix. You gonna rent Netflix? You're good. What I just what I just said what I just said isn't going to ruin the show yeah, for you by kidding. any means. Everyone says I should watch it. Uh, I would say it's it's close. I don't think they sound ex- right. exactly like. I, when I hear Seven Deuces talk, I'm like, dude, that's Badger. But Kiefer, when you guys mention it, when you and Heather aren't watching porn, what do you guys like to watch? Ourselves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, someone had your uh, t-shirt. Killing Kiefer. Someone Killing had it. your t-shirt slogan. What? Did you see the t-shirt slogan? No. Sprinkle some dick. Yeah, let's get that one. Right. <laughs> Hashtag sprinkle some dick. Because you do that a lot. Breaking, you do sprinkle it around. Top three. Show forever. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Dexter or Breaking Bad. Better than Seinfeld? Uh, yes. Yes. It's yes. pretty hard to say. Yeah. And Seinfeld's one of my favorites of all time. Being serious real quick, I watch really gay shows with Heather because she watches them and I get sucked in with them. <laughs> and you get into them? Yeah. So there's a lot of gay shit that I watch. Like I'm in American you Idol. Should, you shouldn't I like say American gay. Idol. You, yeah. should, Man. you shouldn't say gay. What? It's, it's, well, it's offen- not like it's a, offensive. Oh, my God. Since when are you worried about getting offensive? Uh, him and Pookie and somebody else had a big Twitter d- debate about ping this. Green. Ping. Ping, ping, yeah. What was it said? I don't Let's just go. Voice, okay, voice we're going. Mouse. Come on, this is dumb. Yeah. You're dumb. Later. Keep <laughs> up the good shows. You're dumb. Steve, what's up? Hey, I was listening to the show, uh-huh. um, this past show, when you guys were talking about um, the Winner's Take All and how Internet's never seen it and... A little bit inside me died when I heard that, but it also reminded me how you guys said you were going to do a classic commentary of the Dallas race. Well, you should take it one step further and get, like, Wygant, um, JT, to just do a commentary of the whole entire movie. That would just be the most epic thing to ever happen ever. <laughs> Rick Mellon is my hero. Um, we should probably do, you, do you watch much of that? I don't know. Oh, winners yeah. take all? Yeah. Cla- or classic commentary? I no watched a few. All. No winners take all. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. Just think about doing that, maybe. Classic commentary is strong, dude. Yeah, I need to do more Very of them. Strong. I know. I need to do more of them. I should do one. We did one with DV. Did we do one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Phoenix, I think. Or we did some race you won. Wow. Was it, was it in New Orleans or something? I don't remember, but... Um, yeah, check out the oh. classic commentary on publimex.com. You can hear DV, and I go through one of his race wins. I know uh, when I was watching the 99-250 World Championship review with you, remember? And you were, like, calling each turn. You were like, hey, watch, Rhino goes wide here, almost kills me, bounces off a tree, goes to the mm-hmm. right, and then wipes out in mud. That's <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> Actually, I saw the JMB one. Oh, in uh, Dallas. It was Dallas or Phoenix? I, I think it was Phoenix. It was Phoenix? Yeah. yeah. I, that that, I like that one the most. Yeah. I think that was the most enjoyable one I did. Yeah. Just because it was JMB. Right. And he remembered everything about Just it. Just JMB? Just JMB. All right, let's go. Mathis. I love the show. This is Pro-Maya, but if I hear you eating or chewing gum again, or any of your hosts, I, I think I'm going to have to slap you. See? Keep up the good work. Thank you. Bye. Hey, guys. Nate from Indiana. Love the show. I had a question. Uh, listening to the Fly 
Racing Moto 60 show. And uh, JP name. was talking about uh, condition over position. Oh, Ricky Carmichael used to say about the gates. I had a question, though. What about, obviously, the, what the condition of the gate is on the back side of the gate where you line up? And obviously, you can, you know, you have a little bit of room to move to the left side of the gate, the right side, or even the center. But how much does that come into a play, like how close you are to the guy next to you, you know, just standing there before the race even starts? You know, maybe you're already touching elbows. Uh, you know, Steve, you were there prepping gates and stuff. You know, I just didn't know if, you know, you start crowding the guy next to you. He doesn't like that, just how that dynamic works out. Again, love the show. See you guys. Yeah, for sure. That's important. That's important for sure. The the stuff that goes on behind the gate, you know, with guys, um, and the and the rut in front of the gate, like JT was talking about. Um, DV, did you have anybody that you hated starting next to? Like, uh, that would jam you with elbows. Or I don't like over? to start next to a good starter because I want to <laughs> get a right. You want to get your elbows in front, so I, I try to be next to somebody that sucked. Right. You know? I always told Red Dog go to the right. Left hand first turn, go to the right of Carmichael because he's probably going to get a good start, and you can get in there because he's moving to the, he's moving to the left. So get next That's to Carmichael. That's a great tactic, bro. Are you being serious or not? Yeah, it's I mean, get next to Carmichael. <laughs> he's going to get out of the gate and go left, and maybe you can kind of get in there a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, but you, you, your your strategy is not getting the whole shot exactly Absolutely. yeah it's yeah, losing because, uh, well it's Tim Ferry because it's Tim Ferry and I watched his start for years you want to you want to start third or you want to start first I'll take a third okay. with Timmy I would have took that's a, third. a win yeah I'll right. take it first so right. if I want I'll go I will go inside of Carmichael any day because I don't want to say oh he's going to start good and I'm going to be okay top five fuck that I want to start in front your, your, your strategy but it was Timmy he sucked on starts yeah but it's 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 a strategy of losers. Okay. It's not good. <laughs> you want to start in front. Strategy of losers. No, seriously. It's F like... you, dude. All right, next question. Or next. Whitey. Yep. Whitey. Whitey. Hey, I hope you got that 722 signed to a non-compete agreement because his future's in the media. It's not in Supercross, and you're just paving the way for him to come and put you out of business. Same thing with Kiefer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to be a test rider forever. It's true. I'm not. Yeah. What was his? What, what's his point? Whitey thinks I need to get Kiefer and Intenap on non-compete uh, clauses. You know, so they only can do Pulpamex. They can't venture out on their own because I'm helping them get better with media stuff, and they're going to start their own shows and crush mine. Whitey thinks I need to sign these guys up. I'm already there, bro. First of all, Intenap, can you imagine if I presented him a non-compete compete <laughs> contract? <laughs> Hey, bro, just put an X and a crayon here. You'd be good. <laughs> he would uh, totally sign it. I know, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, bro. Okay, come cool. in. So. It's a good business practice to have all your co-hosts sign non-competes. You too. And remember, be funny, but don't be a dick. Thanks. Just sprinkle that dick. That's hard. Hey, this is Andy from uh, Cincinnati. That uh, 250 LCQ, uh, I think it was Zimmer with the... Uh, Wider plastics on the bike yeah. for more graphics. Horrible. Uh, blue Buffalo bike. I the can't believe they didn't mention ever. once, you know, anything about that plastic on the bike. I mean, they should have at least has had the knowledge to mention it. So, love the show, guys. You think Emig or Ralph know who Ryan Zimmer <laughs> even is? No clue. <laughs> the bike is that the guy that that, yeah. that was in the top four. And, yeah, and right. 
Yeah. They rolled the, the finish line or whatever, yeah, and then he got fifth and he didn't qualify? Yes. He, he, has, he has a Slater Skins thing on it his bike. It looks like a Speedway bike when you look at the front of it. Yeah, the front is bad. Uh, the horrible. sides are I'm okay with. The front is not a good Ugh. look, but, but Blue yeah, Buffalo. He broke past that dude. Yeah. They were like third and fourth or right. second and third. And, the and then guy, he, yeah, then he couldn't do it. And the guy jumped over his head. Right. Right. Yeah, and uh, the guy as he was looking down, he looked up at him like, "Oh yeah. shit, uh, that's a bad move." Those LCQs, man, <laughs> you guys know it's, it's it's no joke. It's war. Yeah, it's war. Anything goes. And your lap times are probably ten seconds slower a lap just because you're blocking <laughs> yeah. everything in sight. Yeah, no doubt. Jenny Taft is really good with these interviews that she does. I think she's really good. And seriously, I would just want her to sit on my face. <laughs> that's our listeners, people. That is awesome. That's, that's our listeners. That's a good damn call. The right best, there. the best part of that call is that before we even began begun the voicemails, you said I weaved through the hundreds and chose the best. Yeah, yeah. And that was the best. I mean, you got it. Yeah. That's bold. You that's gotta, at the end of the segment is. too. I wouldn't mind her sitting on my face. That's, right. I mean, see, DV, that's Jenny, a bold, it's a bold statement. I'm not saying it was. Right. It was. It's we not had a, true. I had, very true. Hey, DV. Yeah. F, Factual. F. Mary Kill, real quick. We haven't done this in a while. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Aaron Bates. Yeah. I can't use Diana because you nope. hate Diana. Yeah, I'll kill. Aaron Bates, Jenny Taft, or Jamie Little. Ooh. Ooh. So. Aaron Bates. Aaron Bates, Jamie Little, Jenny Taft. Yeah. I think I had to go to F. Aaron, M. Jenny, and. <laughs> and the, the rest. <laughs> Are you going to K the other chick? Yeah. All right. That has to. Not because I want to, because she's the third on the list. Mathis, what do you got? Cookie's gone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mary Jenny. Yes. Really nice person. Really nice yeah. girl. Yes. And yeah, F. Aaron. All right. And what's the other one? Jamie, Jamie Little. Little. Jamie Little. I like Jamie Little, so I don't want to kill her. Right. What the killer? Well, why, why F. Aaron, though? Uh, she has it. Bonnie. Yeah. She, she has she, it. She's yeah. my kill. Really? Yeah. I, uh, Why? She's super nice. She's a she's a great. She's chick. nice. Yeah. yeah, she's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. marry Jenny, uh, F you, Jamie, right. and then kill Aaron. No, okay. no. Yeah. no. You know, if you knew Aaron, like uh, yeah, Brussels, I don't Aaron. That's why I want to kill her. You, you I don't, don't know, know her. her. I don't know her. <laughs> no, she's she's super cool. She's no, super nice. No, I've met Jamie. I've met Jamie. Yeah. I've met Jamie and Aaron, and the person who's dying is not Aaron. <laughs> Jamie's uh, out. I've never met Aaron. No, so. no, Aaron is never met Aaron. Super cool. no. All these times at big never. boars and supercrosses and dirt mm-hmm. rider, and never. She hadn't stepped to me, so I couldn't say anything. Oh, okay, she's, Dude, she's Canadian. We had a party. Oh, oh, yeah, she's cool. She's, she's Canadian. Hey, we had a party at uh, Andy Bell's house in Salt Lake City one year. Mm-hmm. Dude, there was. Were you racing? Yeah, we just went to his house. Oh, come the to night his before? house. No, I, after. Okay. And uh, that was like ten years ago, twelve years ago. It was crazy, dude. And I didn't drink anything. We just went there, and then Andy was there. But it was like maybe 50 people or something. At the entrance of the house, there was like 100 shoes. Like, yeah, because 50 people were like, right, yeah. each have two shoes. There was like 100, <laughs> 100 shoes on the floor. It was insane. And he had a game room and ping pong. And like it was when I. We, that sounds crazy. Left, that sounds yeah. like a fucking crazy party, bro. No, but there was the people drunk. So he had ping pong. No, Andy Bell ended up naked. He was drunk. Standard. Yeah. Yeah. Standard Nitro Circus, dude. And then um, we we actually left. 
went to the hotel, took a shower, went to the airport. I think we spent the night there. Until any any like women naked running around at all? No, no, it was no only dudes. No, no, there was there was chicks, uh, but it's not like people were. It wasn't an orgy. It, it was a '90s Supercross orgy. Yeah, what it was in the '90s. About? It yeah. was in 2000. I, wow. was, was Casey Johnson there? No. Oh. I was expecting no. Michael Brandis. No, it was a. It was actually no. Aaron is cool. Andy is cool too. Aaron's Canadian. Yeah, Aaron's All right. great. All right, she's awesome. This is Dustin Williams. Hi, Dustin. From Columbia, Missouri. Hi. One out of ten. How pissed do you think Chad Reed was when Wes and Pike looked over at him off that triple? He didn't even look at him. I bet he was so disgusted to know that Wes and Pike is literally going to pass him. Awesome. Awesome <laughs> moment for Weston. So cool to see it. Hope to play it on the air. I, I brought this up to Chad after the race. Yeah. He just like glossed right over it. He did, right. Just, uh, he did not. Yeah, right. He did not. I don't know how. He did not want to acknowledge so it. much hype around Weston. That's what I don't understand. Got off Privateer he, Island. He doesn't. He doesn't turn me on. He doesn't turn I'm me on either. But turn I mean, either one of you guys rider. Yeah, but it's like when you hear those guys calling about. Well, I think like it's because he's came from Privateer. No, no, not even that. It's just like if you watched him ride back in the day. You would never think he would be good at Supercross. Like, never. Yeah, obviously, he came a long way. He's come a ton a long way. It's a nice yeah. story. That's the problem with you, DV. Not a problem. No. But, like, you're, you're a very realistic person. And, like, I'm in the media. So, like, if I could write, hey, I could write every week. Hey, look, Dungey's winning because RV and Stuart's not here. And it's probably true. But I could write that every week. No, he beat Stewart before, but he never okay, beat him already. That's why I would be a bit of a jerk. So I'm also looking with along with the negative things. I mean, I'm definitely one of the more negative media guys out there. You have to also look for the good because it just it's a yeah, good but, thing. So uh, Weston Pike is maybe, a good thing. Yeah, maybe I come up negative all the time. Not all the time, but, but the thing is, you have to put yourself in my shoes. I was racing, yeah. and what I try to do most of the time is to improve. And when you want to improve, you don't think about the good. Yeah. I, ne- I never, you know. I agree. I never watched Phoenix 2000, Indy 2002. I never, I don't think I ever watched the old race before, you know. Yeah, well, that the, I won. the ones you won. Yeah, the yeah. ones you won for people who I want, know. Right. I want to watch. Uh, ones I don't lost. Know. I don't know. I want to watch Jacksonville with uh, Reed and, and Sewer. Right. Or something that teach me something. Right. So when I see somebody five laps in front and get what did he get well he got crashed later yeah, on. He but, got taken, but but he wasn't fifth or fourth or fifth yeah, or but whatever when it, he, when for he, me it's it's it tells me no i dude, get it they, i get you know it. you if you had if you ride the first five laps for 20 you might be on the podium yeah but it means like you fall off you yeah need, no, you I, need I know. to no you're not know, ready just, yeah to, to to get in there well, i know but let's so, celebrate the five you got and, fourth and, at phoenix and, and talk about and then People says so they get so excited about this shit, and 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 personally, yeah. you know, they tell me I'm has been and I never won a championship or whatever. Well, that, that's dude, stupid, though. Dude, if I would have had a performance like Weston Pike this weekend, they would have shot me. <laughs> oh, I see. You mean I, go, I, go backwards, right? Right? Yeah. I'd be dead. I'd be <laughs> done. He said, oh, I should be fired. Or, you know? No, I know. I understand? know what you're saying. I understand what you're getting, and you're, you're a super smart guy, and you have a, uh, you know, your, a lot of your stuff is, is point, point on. That's what I'm but trying But I'm saying, say. as, as a media guy that does a, the, a radio show and writes columns, 
Like there are, there is a place for that. There's a place for talking about these guys and, and you know, things that are going wrong or things they should have done or, or things that happened that went sideways. There is a place for that, but there's also a place to celebrate Ryan Dungey's riding great. And, 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 and I do. No, and I know, I, no, no, I, I, res- know. I really respect but, the way he writes right now, right. but sometimes I, I can't really put myself in, in, in people that get excited about I know. some kind of performance that well, I think they were no good. Yeah, no, I know. Do, do you know what I understand? I, I know, absolutely, I do. I totally get what you're saying. So, I'm just saying like, so for me, like, like it's, if I wrote every week that kind of stuff, you know, and I praised, I praised Martin or Marvin and Dungey because they won the races, people wouldn't want to read my stuff after a while. They'd be like, what is this guy doing? Like, I want to read some good stuff. But you have to tell, you know? yes, he did five laps. Great. Yeah, no, I know. Passing Charid, Scrub, great. Yeah. But then, <laughs> what for the other 15 laps, yeah. what happened? Right. No, you're right. Do you you know? have a point. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not like I'm super negative, but no, I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying to, you are. To get excited, like most people, they get so excited about this this ride, and I'm like, did we see the <laughs> same race? Maybe I was on another channel. Maybe the race was on you know a right, different right. channel. <laughs> right, right. You're out of your mind, dude. That's what you're thinking. All right. Yo, Mathis, I know you want to be a hockey announcer. Mm-hmm. And we may lose the Jersey Devil of the South. Um, I finally really listened to the GP announcer. Does that guy have anything nice to say about anyone? He'll talk about somebody for about three seconds, and then he throws them under the bus. I guess now I have a common interest in it as we're watching Villapoto. But man, he's bad. I don't know if it's me or if anyone else has this opinion. But my God, there's a home there for you. Love the show. Mm-hmm. Don't leave us. We love. We love you, Big uh, Papa, the panty dropper. Big Papa, the panty out. dropper. I think Malin does a good job. I, I like it also. DV, solid. I think his who was his co-host with him? Adam Wheeler was for. Couldn't even hear him. Nope. Yeah. Um, you know what? Till the end. Wheeler might be one of the best journalists there is in his in his industry. Okay, but I'm just saying well, I couldn't hear the after fucker. me worldwide, worldwide, yeah, second worldwide uh, after me, yeah, is uh, I'm first. It, mm-hmm. What what makes him the best? Wheeler is very good, knowledgeable, uh, it, great writer. He's get, a great get writer. Ready, get get ready writes, to learn. You're going to learn something. He, right now. he writes very good. And, oh, Adam's uh, one of my good friends. I write for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah in a podcast, in his digital magazine. <laughs> and I do a podcast with him. Don't a, you think he's a good podcast? Absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. He's a great writer. He's very smart about the sport. Yeah, great. Great in every way. Yeah, Malin, I think he, he screams too much. You know, like screams too much. Yeah, you know, he gets excited when yeah, somebody yeah. goes, crash, You know, like yeah, yeah. But I think uh, he talks a lot. Yeah, and he's by himself. He's by himself. Yeah. Try to do a show by yourself. He's the analyst it's, and the play-by-play guy. Yeah, he does everything. Yeah. And yeah. when you do, I did the shows with him, and he has notes, post-its, everything, like data. Everywhere yeah. on the Mayland wall. Does. And he's yeah. in a room. He's in a, like a, a, he's semi, a trailer. He's like a, in a trailer. A trailer. Yeah. There's nothing. He has a small screen. The screen has a computer. He's right there. And he has a lot of times on the side. And he talks for four motos. So it's like three hours. Like 45 minutes, yeah. four times. And he doesn't stop. 
No, I think and I, that's I why like him. You can tell that's... you can tell he's looking off the monitor and not not any uh, even any secondary monitors because he'll just switch subjects right away because the screen will cut on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone the director will cut and he'll be like, "Oh shit!" Like I, now I got to talk about the Diker or whatever, you know. But um, yeah, no, he's, he's, I think he does a good job. I just couldn't hear Adam at yeah, all. I yeah. didn't need to turn his mic up. Yeah, there's something wrong with his mic until the very end. It started kicking in. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Hey guys, I was just wondering, um, how come Nick White hasn't been on the show? I did hilarious, and uh, I don't know. I just wish he was still on the show. But if he's not, that's fine too. <laughs> I was just wondering. this guy smoking? I want to try. We'll get NYK. At least, at least once, I want to try. That was definitely the best voicemail of the yeah. night. Such a bomb. So, so bombed. Can we listen to that again? Hey, who picks those voicemails? I the do. guy right there. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I thought that was funny. That was great. Yeah. Hey. hey. But, hey but then he goes, but if he's not, that's okay, too. Okay. <laughs> like, whatever. Hilarious. And, uh. I just wish he was still on the show. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. He's, he's yeah, I think I want to try. I never, you know, I never. I think that's blood alcohol there. level right there. I never sp- I like smoked it. in my life, so I want to try. You never smoked? No, ever. Oh, dude, it, don't do it. It's horrible. It's not good. I like to do a mound of cocaine before a pulp show. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like uh, what's his name? Uh, Scarface. Scarface. Yeah, Tony Montana. <laughs> just have a big. Mountain of coke in front of you with like, a boom mic. Like it, when, hey people, when people do it in the movies, it looks so cool. They make it look so cool. It's very yeah. romantic. Do a little looking. bomb. Chow on bomb. Yeah. It's not, that, it's not that cool. It's like a it's like a drunk in a movie. It's very romantic until you're actually a drunk and yeah, your life yeah, sucks. Exactly. Hi, Des. You should be able to find it really quick there, huh? There's no coke there. Coke's too expensive. Oh, what is it? Meth. Oh. Well, all you got to do is go down the strip. Just, hey, right here. All right. You're good. That's it. All right. That's it? Yeah, those have been the voicemails. Oh, all right. All right, let's wrap this thing up. These guys got to go. David Villeman, Chris Fuck Kiefer, it. thank you for coming in tonight. Good times. Thanks for having me. DV, thank you, man. Wish you came up more often. You have this little thing called life going on. Sure, it took me two and a half hours to get to a spare yard yeah. a stupid accident. No, I know, almost didn't make get, it. But you get the Kiefer's to, to discuss with and have a lovely she, ride back Good thing Kiefer was here and, and uh, gave me like a, a shortcut type deal Oh, because I, w- I wasn't going to make it. There's no way. Yeah, now Keith knows the Dez. Keith knows the Dez. Uh, Ryan Dungey, Davey Millsaps, AJ Cantanzaro, all on uh, all on the show tonight. Uh, great to uh, great to have them on. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors. Check out sponsor deals. Thanks to Hot Cams. We gave away a set of cams. We gave away a set of uh, a pair of Daytona tickets to the uh, courtesy of Guts Racing. And uh, man, it's been it's been a lot of fun tonight. It's uh, good to, good to, good to have some guys that like doing the show and are pretty smart dudes at the same time. Uh, stick around though for. Uh, Next week's show, we should uh, have some more interesting people coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, again, you guys, thank you for both your time. When are you coming yeah. back, Kifro? Uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks probably or something. A uh, couple of weeks I can come, maybe. Yeah, maybe if I have you. I, I thought it was an open invite. Yeah, it is. I just want to I just want to sound cool like I, like I control <laughs> something. Uh, hey, before we go, best retro look? A bike so, or gear? Either. No, just pick two. Uh, Chad's bike looks sick to me. I like that old Cali. I'll, I'll, I'm not a big fan of white Yamahas. Just not a big fan of it. Dungeon, Dungeon Marvin's gear. No, the gear, the, of course. Fox and the, is and the, the best. JGR Yamahas. Oh, like, mm. like, and then bike. No. 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 I like his setup. DV? No, what am I going to say? You like the white Yamaha? I, 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 I want to say. I, wanna, I never liked the 87 uh, type 
Yamaha deal. That's what they went for, like 86, 87, they went, 89, no, they went 89, 90. 90. Yeah. 90? 90. That's what they went for. Yeah, but they all look the same right okay. there. 87. But, okay. So. Uh, I liked, uh, no, Jeremy Martin bike Ugh. and Fox. My man. I uh, the reason why I picked Jeremy Martin is because of his whole setup from his gear to his bike. Uh, no, the gear was no, no good. No. As far as the, the gear reds, was no good. It no, was retro. No, it was no, purple no. in there, right? No, it was purple it in that gear. It was yes. retro. I'm, I'm blind, so I don't know. If I had to pick a setup, it's the Fox gear on the JGR bike because that looked the best. You just said answer though. Yeah, well, I'm talking about Jeremy Martin's whole setup, the overall oh. gear and bike. The bike, Jeremy Martin, the gear, obviously Fox. Fox always does it. No, like Fly racing, sucks. everybody. Official gear of the Pulp Mix show. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, uh, Swiss Court. Thanks to Swiss Court. Thanks to Moser. Hey, Gibbs, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate did you it. Think, do you think the boots are cheaper or more expensive than the initial price? He knocked starting about price? 20 bucks off the boots today. He knocked about 20 bucks off? 20 bucks. Okay. All right. You're getting cool. there. How right. much are the boots? $500. Okay. We're working our way there. Yeah. 500 they're not, bucks? They're not 500 no. But uh, and that's not what we're going to pay either. So we're good guy deal, half that. Let's say two fifty. But I'm just saying, did he knock something off? Yes, he did. Even with the he, mistakes, he read good, pretty good today. <laughs> he had a couple mistakes in there I didn't point out, but he did good. <laughs> yeah. But if he, he if he makes mistakes when it's on your turn, it's fine. We don't care. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Right. It's, it's actually funny. Hey, everybody, thanks for sticking around and listening to the show. Appreciate it, and we will see you next week. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.